Uh, the, the game is a bastard, though. I don't know how deep you guys got into <laughs> Not very. it. I did one oh, run. Yeah. I, I, one I got to the last boss, but I didn't. I didn't. Beat Who's it. the giant Jan? You probably know the giant buff uh, armor dude that shows up at the end of the second floor quite I, often. The champion. I think Does that, that sound right? Name? Yeah. And I then hate like that motherfucker. <laughs> that's the one. I mean, they all 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 the bosses wind up changing stances. But yeah. That one in particular, right? Like it, it like goes through armor. And then you have to defeat the armor, right? But then it like you do a bunch of ads yes. too. Like you do like three quarters of its health, and then it takes on a whole new attack posture uh, where it can yeah. do like all of your health in one hit and yeah, stuff. Yeah, like I think that's where I fell off the game was like you know you get the, the overview of a floor when you move mm-hmm. on, you can see like the boss icon at the top. It was when I realized I was gonna have to memorize what all the bosses were by their icon, and then oh. start specking my deck toward beating oh. that boss. By the time, by the time I got, got to got them, there, right? I was like, ah, that is a layer of interesting depth that I'm don't necessarily have the energy to learn, so sure. I think I, I think I kind of hit my wall. Especially for January, am I right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, this game should come to mobile. Yeah. Is it yeah. not? It's, I don't think so. It is okay. not. It's I on Game Pass. Just on Apple Switch. Arcade. Yeah. It's a great, uh, it's, a, it's, it's hardcore, like it's not an easy game, but it's a great like intro to this kind of game if yeah. you just want to get totally. deep into the card shit. Uh, it's super worth playing. Hmm. Cool. Slay the Spire. Yes. Slay the Spire. Um... It's kind of getting right into it with uh, some heavy hitters this year. Uh, January Res- had some good stuff. Yeah, Resident Evil 2, uh, oh, the remake. Man. I played the entirety of this game on a stream, and as you all know, sometimes you play a game on a stream, and sometimes it ruins that game. And I had a lot yeah. of folks who were telling me I was playing it wrong, a lot of folks who said that <laughs> I should be conserving ammo, despite the fact that I never had an ammo shortage. A lot of the stuff, and despite you know, everything around it. I had so much fun with this game. It was truly one of my Great. favorite gameplay experiences so of this I year. I think it's got to be in the conversation for best remake ever, right? It's yeah. like way up there. The level in which they retain the feel of the original and the spirit of the original while making it feel like a completely yeah. modern yeah. gameplay yeah. experience. Uh, you know, yeah. Well, yeah, even if you're coming yeah. to it for the first like time. They captured... Yeah, it felt truly modern. There were maybe a few things here and there that I kind of felt with age, but for the most part, it felt like if this came out this year, I would have been like, cool. That's a cool you know, new Resident Evil game. No yeah. auto savings annoying, but otherwise cool. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, the Crucially, it captures the feel of that old game. Oh, yeah, it yeah. cuts out all the bullshit, like no more tank controls, obviously. But yeah, like, and the way they change uh, like the Mr. X stuff around to make him this like persistent threat is just terrifying. But it still feels like you're inhabiting this one location yep. and really getting to know it, and like this just super creepy, tense survival kind of atmosphere mm-hmm. with like. Um, I mean, you said you didn't have ammo problems, but I feel like resource management was definitely a I mean, thing. Yeah, there definitely is, but it never was a thing that I was like, I'm totally out of ammo, and I only have one save slot, and I'm gonna, the whole game's going to explode, sort of like some folks were saying it would happen. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was fine. I got there. Yeah, it was all yeah. fine. Um, you do have to kind of, like, pick your shots early on, though. Yeah, sure, I really, totally. I, I really like that, like, the gunplay is precise, but the zombies are... Yeah, wiggly enough. Yeah. It felt to, really good. You have to really kind of carefully use yeah. ammo. It, it's such a perfect mix of like the classic Resident Evil like one through three setting with like the better controls and over the shoulder perspective once they introduced in, in four. I think it's such a great mix of the kind of that old school and then four and beyond. Yes. It also, I, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I just I also think like tonally it really nails it. Like it felt scary, but not so scary that it felt cheap. Or, like, it was unplayable, but it was, like, truly tense when Mr. X was around. There were a good amount of, like, cheesy jump scares. Like, it really set the tone for, like, a nice adventure horror game in a way that I really liked. Or, I, I guess, action horror game. I do feel like the 
the station is the strongest part of the game. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel yeah. like usually I mean, the Resident Evil thing, like how, mansion, that yeah. is how it yeah. was uh, last like time around too, right? The so. village is the best in four. The mansion's yeah. the best sure. in one. You know, sure. like that's, that's But I mean, happens. you know, when you do a remake, you have the opportunity to, to fix up or yeah, completely embellish like yeah. the parts that were more lacking. It's true. Yeah, like the like sewers, sewers are kind of the weakest yeah, part. Yeah, it's a lot of backtracking. Like the sewers, yeah. a lot of backtracking. Like the scenery is very nondescript and kind of hard to learn your way around. But it did remind me of the of what I like about a Resident Evil series. Oh, yeah. What I really don't like, if you take uh-huh. if you take one that is an enclosed space and just exploring an enclosed space with a limited number of zombies, like oh right, this is what I really yeah. like about a Resident mm-hmm. Evil game, not a semi open world or these kind of outdoor environments. And mm-hmm. I mean, four is a great game, and I like four a lot. Uh, we can a, talk about four other <laughs> times. Things, but man, playing two again. It really captured that. Uh, There's a vibe to it. I mean, yeah. like, yeah, that's that was the like whole thing about trapped. that initial trilogy. Maybe three less so than one and two, but like, that was the whole thing with those games. Is like that that claustrophobic feeling that they were able to give you. I, I kind of think the tank controls were part of that. Like, it was this fumbly, <laughs> yeah, awful sure. thing. It was a fixed camera. So that's yeah, right. yeah, a fixed yeah. camera and that's all that I mean, That's what I mean about the enemies like, being kind of squirrely. Yeah. Like, they kind of replicate that without, yeah, make, yeah. without making the controls feel like shit. They right. still they make still, it like hard to hit. They still give you, like, the right type of difficulty yeah. uh, to to the combat. Right? The, the other part of the vibe they get is, get right, is the camp. Mm. Like, yeah. there's still a lot of cheese. Like, they wrote new dialogue for this, but it's still super cheesy, yeah. Yeah. embarrassing, like, you know, forced stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. They, they nail all that and stuff. And I think they I think they get the Claire Leon playthroughs different enough, too. They, they felt... You think so? I thought so. I, so I played... I did Leon A, I guess is what you call it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then Claire B. Uh-huh. And I never finished that run because it felt a little too similar. Oh, to really? I, I went yeah. through them both, and I, I thought they were pretty good. It's mainly like side characters that you encounter. Like, that's where the bulk of the, the big differences is, right? I think it was yeah. more just the environment stuff. It's just like, oh, I gotta go find that crank again to open oh, the yeah. door again. Still the police station. Well, there. there's some... There's whole portion, portions of you don't they, get they, with Claire. They remix yeah. it. Yeah. And, and, or it's like, oh, when Leon was here, this yeah. is what Claire was doing, right? And yeah. like the Ada stuff, yeah, yeah. was Claire's. Well, I don't, I don't, I think they don't do that, right? Like that's that's what I thought going into the second playthrough was like, oh, I'm going to see all the stuff Claire was doing. I always get confused with the A B stuff, but like you can see both perspectives. Kinda. There are times where it's like Leon talking this, but the B character does a bunch of stuff that the A character also did. Like they're they're not yeah, really it's not compatible. One, to one. It, right. it's just kind of confusing. Yeah. It, it is not an exact science yeah. of oh he did this, but there are certain things of yeah. like you know this has happened already and he didn't see it. Does the B playthrough pay off? Like I, I think I heard like the real ending is after that. right? I thought so. I there, mean, there's like stuff at the end that. I thought it's more interesting. I it's thought worse. Claire's was a lot more interesting towards the end because Leon's a dope, yeah. you know, by the end, and then Claire, Claire has her shit together. We can swear on this podcast, right? Yeah, we can. this one, no. we can beep yeah. at least. Okay, yeah. and then uh, I thought she it was uh, it was really funny to see her just mostly Claire or, or Leon gets pushed into a lot of pits or stumbles into things or falls through stuff, <laughs> and Claire is constantly just jumping in. Leon F. Kennedy's a rookie cop. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, right. so. I've been on the job long. Uh, right, right. He's constantly falling backwards into a boss fight where if Claire is like taking off the jacket and being like, all right, because I got to fight yeah. and jumping in. I, I enjoyed that a lot more. This is not President's daughter escorting Leon. No. Oh. No, not yet. This is first, this is first, first <laughs> yeah. day on the job, this is not Leon. Throwing a, throwing a 14, 14. No, she's like 18, right? Yeah, yeah. put her in a dumpster. Put her in a dumpster. Like, <laughs> I'll knock when I'm done. Yeah. Leon! <laughs> now we're going to carry her to an incinerator later. <laughs> right. 
you guys mess with those other modes much? Like I didn't. I think you you only unlock them when you finish. Yeah, these. I didn't a little I, bit. Like the hunk. They're like more arcadey stuff. Yeah. Like yeah, I, I wasn't too big on those. It was hard. I, yeah, I, it's kind of like always been the the bonus modes yeah. in a Resident Evil game. Mercenaries. Yeah. They put out yeah. some yeah. free DLC for this that I didn't check out. I tried those. It's like, like those three, three different char- character stories. Yeah, it's like yeah. oh here's the gun shop owner yeah. and yeah. here's this thing. Like yeah, they were interesting. I found them difficult. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's that first playthrough and like this police station in particular that really defines this game. Yes. Cool. It's very good. Hell of a remake. Yeah. The only other thing I wanted to say is that it has like maybe the best map ever made. Oh, it's so Whoa. good. Very good. The doors and everything. Oh, like, yeah. 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 The, way it, the way it automatically shoemaker. Dude, it annotates everything. Yeah. It's so great. It's pretty good. The keys on the on the map are good though. Like symbols. Yeah. Icons for like everything you can pick up that you There's... didn't like color coding the rooms by what's still in there to find. Mm-hmm. I feel yeah. like you just said this about Jedi Fallen Order like a I week was, ago. I about was, the map in that game. Just, Write down. Yeah, it's, my, it's the best trend of 2019. Yeah, I, was like, I was gonna write down best best maps in games this year. Yeah, yeah that's bad, man. I like that. There were some bad maps too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like I like this map as well, and yeah. uh, but I also really like Fallen Order's map as well. Innovations in maps. That's what yeah. We're yeah, that's what yeah. We're year of the cartographer. It's great. It's great <laughs> stuff. Uh, speaking of next? speaking of great. Kingdom, oh Kingdom Hearts 3. Oh, boy. Oh, here we go. All right, everyone's settling. Away, in. All right. Um, so, uh, Vinny, you played through this, right? Played through it is a bit of a <laughs> I, I, I just want to do- double check. I downloaded it I and <laughs> launched it. Okay. I played, I played uh, some, I don't know how long this game is. It could be, you could tell me this game is eight hours or a thousand hours, and I wouldn't know, but I played, I played it. Wait, I don't, I don't. You don't know what you're I looking at right now. I never played this game. Uh, <laughs> I did. I played some of it. I played enough to, I think, get the vibe. I was. In, I did a gummy ship. I okay. I, yeah. I yeah. went to a couple planets. Right. I, uh, I modified you get the poo blades. What? Uh, oh, guy fucking poo yeah, blades. Like poo bear or poo poo? Poo bear. The homing missiles. Yeah, poo bear. Oh, uh, amazing! Like completely underrated. I love that. <laughs> Uh, no, I did not. I got the others. I got two other keyblades. I think. Copy that. Okay. Do okay. Yes. This is maybe a question for another time. Do the no. keyblades open doors or are they just blades? Oh sure. They, they open, open the doors? doors to your heart. Thank, thank you, Ben. Yeah. Is that real? I've been yeah. hanging up okay. uh, out around Jan, so I've picked up a lot of Kingdom Hearts knowledge. Uh, I probably talked Ben's ear off the most in this office about Kingdom Hearts <laughs> and Kingdom Hearts Three. And Kingdom Hearts Three, if I were to say just one thing about it, it oh. would be ballsy. Because of how how far the company, Nomura, decided to go and not necessarily stick the landing. I wouldn't give it like a 10 out of 10 if it stuck the landing. I'd say like maybe like, oh, wow, 7.5 plus an, uh, an additional two for effort. <laughs> because of the things that they took from Final Fantasy 15, Nier Automata, and a bunch of random other square crap and other <laughs> this, you're just, this is just your platform to talk about the bouncer again isn't it i feel like that we're, we're leading up to a bouncer moment aren't we jeff do not i there's, 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 i want you to have your bouncer moment wait, wait, is the bouncer in this game we had a whole bouncer street we had multiple bouncer streams <laughs> so i think you need to wait so i need clarification when you say took from final fantasy 15 do you mean like oh concepts from that game or do you mean the characters and put them in the game oh no there there are almost no final fantasy there are characters. almost no final fantasy yeah. at least i mean listen i played maybe none of that game i again i don't know how long this game is so like yeah, sure. I, it's hard to say but I, there were no final i last time i played kingdom hearts like Cloud was sitting there and Mickey Mouse was sitting there and like uh now it I think they had statues of some Final Fantasy Where characters. Where are those anime characters we just saw? I don't that was an in universe ad for a fake Video Final Fantasy game. toy 
Yeah, so... Um, wow, there's a lot going on with this game. Yeah, Layers. Mm. So when I say borrows, <laughs> borrows, borrows game I, I mean more so gameplay. Oh, okay. uh, like the teleporting that you'd get with Noctis, you can kind of like zip around on the battlefield. Uh-huh. Uh, when I say borrow from near Automata, I don't... They don't borrow 2B, 9S, or any of the robots. They, they borrow the specific moment from the ending <laughs> that we all talked about uh-huh. a couple or so years ago where you just see screen names of different folks. Uh-huh. And here you see the screen names of the fallen Keyblade Masters, and they, with their heart and soul, everybody, they come to help Sora in his time of need fight against Xenohart. And if I was to say, okay, Xenohart, right? Is that how you pronounce that? Is that yes. how you pronounce that? Okay. Yes. Is that Xenohart? Whatever. Okay. Zehanort? Zehanort. Oh, Zehanort. Edward Norton. Uh-huh. Yes. We'll, just, we'll just say oh. that. He was here. Oh, Enort. Was he really? Yeah. He was here. Wow. Uh, he, if I were to take other pieces of popular culture and equate characters... Sora is Goku. Okay. Xehanort, yeah. Edward Norton, is uh, Emperor Palpatine. Okay. <laughs> okay. A battle for the Perfect. ages. Wait, hold on. I think I wrote this down. <laughs> uh, yeah. Pulling on a whiteboard. <laughs> uh, Keyblade wielders are basically Jedi. Uh-huh. Okay. Sora is, like I said, Goku because he's dumb, but he loves to fight, and he loves his friends. What's uh-huh. Mickey Mouse? Mickey Mouse is... He's God, he's right? Like he's a, like Jesus. Uh, Kai, a Kai, right? Yeah, he's like a he's oh. like a supreme Kai. Okay. Yeah, it's like, oh wow, you're huh. Kai. Did he useful. hang out with Gregory? Levels. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jiminy Cricket is, is the in cricket? the game. Okay. Okay. So, uh, all right. Okay. Uh, is he a Sith? No, Jiminy Cricket is is like Gregory. Jar Jar Binks is oh. a Sith, though, right? Okay. Yeah, I've heard that. I do yeah. feel like our no. metaphors are getting a little mixed here. Uh, <laughs> we're talking about Kingdom Hearts. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> In some sense, we're always talking about Kingdom Hearts. I've never stopped thinking about Kingdom Hearts. You guys look at this doc. I'm sorry for the folks listening. This, oh. this goes on. Oh, my God. Wait, did you write all that? Oh, yes, because I thought we were going to do a spoiler cast. Oh, no. That's too oh, many damn. pages. It was going to be a spoiler cast where he just reads this to me. What's Donald Duck? <laughs> Donald Duck is he's his best ha- friend. He's a warlock. He's, there is a he's specific, Krillin. There, okay. Yeah. Yes, he's Krillin. There's a specific moment in this game, two, several specific moments, but A, where I was brought to tears <laughs> because I found out, and, and through the game, and people have done the math, in the Final Fantasy Disney World, <laughs> Donald Duck, Ben, no, go on, ben, please. Uh, Donald okay. Duck is the most powerful mage and magical user in the Final Fantasy World. So you Wait. know. Why did you cry? What, what? Because <laughs> after it, Goofy was like, "Oh, I can't do a Goofy voice." Oh, please try. <laughs> Gosh, Donald, I, that's terrible. Hey, good gorsh. Okay. No, you're nailing it. Uh, he he. Goofy didn't want Donald to do it because he Donald would use all of his life force oh, no. and then he'd wind up dying. But he didn't yeah, use all yeah. of his life force. Donald Duck's still alive. Guys, don't worry. Is it canon? Like if Donald Duck dies, dead, right? will he actually die? Maybe. Yeah, you but, go to Disneyland and he's just like he's like dead, dead on the ground. Grave. <laughs> Wait, so Jim, when you say okay, sorry, when you say the final fan, most powerful mage in the Final Fantasy universe, but this it doesn't take place in the Final Fantasy. You see, universe. Vinny, he cast Zeta Flare, which is a spell so powerful that nobody else in the Final Fantasy universe could even come close to. The most you get oh. is like a, a no, no, Omega Flare. Does or the something. Final Fantasy universe? Exist. Everything exists in parallel. Okay, so so people are cross bleeding through the universes. Yes. Is okay. Walt Disney like a person in this universe? Just his head. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Your boss fight. He what? might be. Who knows? You got thaw him out. But, but the Kingdom Hearts. He says some real yeah, messed up stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Turn off dialogue yeah. at that point. <laughs> but Kingdom Hearts with Goofy and Donald is not the Disney universe. It is. 
a Disney adjacent universe where they are part of the magical kingdom uh-huh. that operates the Disney universe while all the separate movies operate within their own world. How about Planet Kingdom Hearts? Planet Kingdom Hearts. Well, there's what's the place called? Kingdom Hearts. Yes, Kingdom. Yeah. It's called Kingdom Hearts. It is. Um, there's it's just like layers in separate layers, all operating in tandem. Uh huh. Hey, Dan, I have a question. Yes. Is uh, Kingdom Hearts three a good video game? I. Uh, it is not a fun game to play. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I, I mean, it brought, it brought me to tears as well. <laughs> but not for the reason. Uh, it, it, go on. It's, it's very PS2. Yes. Yeah. That's the part where it becomes well, unfortunate. Yeah. That, makes, that's when they started making it. Yeah. It, but they didn't change. But here's the thing. Which is, is interesting. Yeah, lots of other video game franchises from that era have continued on and uh, evolved and changed. and Like Shenmue 3. Times. Yes, like Shenmue 3, for instance. Uh, this seems resolutely not interested in that. Yes. They've, they've stuck to their guns. And in this aspect and regard, I don't think it was the best thing or decision to do hmm. um there are elements of the combat where you can you know uh, jason and i had mentioned the pookie blade <laughs> where you can can kind of diversify how you play the game you can take it from like a ranged aspect versus straight up button mashing but you can just get through the game just mashing on square and jumping around i like the like the rides the yeah. interactive yeah. ride yeah. specials yeah. looks kind of cool every um, world has like a different gimmick to it um, and then you can kind of take it or leave it. It kind of gets annoying after a while. <laughs> uh, but the ride aspect is neat because they'll pay homage to Disney rides like the Log Flume or yeah. the um, Runaway Train. The Runaway Train. Is there a Small World one? There is not. Thank God. Bore the enemy team to death. <laughs> there's teacups. There's a there's, there's teacups. a there's a raft. The one the yes. you like paint the. I don't know. Is there uh, that talking trash can from Epcot? That's the best part of Epcot. There's some is Captain EO in there. Oh, is, oh no. Oh, there's one where you just sit in like a like a roller coaster car and then shoot shoot. shoot. Yeah. Yes. That would seem... uh, that's like the Buzz Lightyear ride. Oh, is okay. I want to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, but it's it's the actual playing of the game and then even just watching the cutscenes because I just feel there with the line read specifically, there's a little bit too much pause <laughs> in between each thing that things could have just been tightened up a bit. And I don't know if I actually enjoy this game or I've just been like led on a leash for the past. Is this, is this just sunk cost fallacy for you at this point? <laughs> I, I think so, but it's like definitely like law of diminishing returns of like the more I invest myself into this game and the franchise, the less I'm getting out of it. Mm. But then it keeps dropping like little moments. It's like watching the WWE, right? Oh, oh no. Okay. It's like, wow, this is just a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. And then, like, one thing will happen, and you'll be like, oh, I love this again. So, okay, if I'm getting this right... Near Automata and the WWE. You <laughs> like moments. You like the moments of this game, but you don't like the cutscenes or the gameplay. Uh, there's specific cutscenes that stand out above the rest. Okay. The gameplay, very lacking. Vinny, you had mentioned on the Beastcast... Straight feels like it's a PS2 game. It, it, the 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 environments like yep. these kind of like closed environments where you're like running up walls to get right. to the next area, then yeah. you fall down the wall, and you know, especially that first Hercules zone seems yeah. real rough. Yeah, performance-wise, this game isn't the best either. There's there was definitely parts where your ally in-world allies would run at like single frames occasionally when they were doing oh. special moves. Mm. Um, and I built the gummy ship with my son, and we had a lot of fun building uh, like a gummy ship. And so, like then, gummies, like candy? No, uh, okay. it, but it's like Lego, basically. Oh, but they okay. give you kind of this um, uh, open kind of banjo kazooie nuts and bolts thing to build your ship, mm-hmm. and 
I'll take a lot of blame for this, but I'm going to blame the game a little bit. Uh, when the ship launched, it was flying sideways because I had not built it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I had not built the front on yeah. the. That is so funny. <laughs> so it just launched out of the thing and couldn't just floated oh. in space. Start laughing! I would uh, die. I was a little annoyed because we had, it's not the most intuitive control. We just spent like a half hour building this thing. Can you take it back in and just rotate it, no, or did you, would you have had to have taken it all apart and, and start over? That's so uh, funny. So that was a little bit of a bummer. But maybe if you can build a cool gummy ship, that's you could fun. use a, a Shiba Inu as a base for your gummy ship. If you find a dog, yeah. Yeah. What? You can find parts to a dog? Uh, just the whole dog. <laughs> that whole song, dog parts. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but it, uh, this game, it just has this weird grasp on me. And then I know we say the go- combat isn't the best, but then if you were to go from two to here, they open up so much that mm. they've introduced on like the million in between releases they have, <laughs> um, put out since two and two came out. It was all, it was a PS2 game, right? Yeah. 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 I have a question. Yeah. Do you think this is the best um, Kingdom Hearts game to play? Like, is this the best one that they've made? Yes. Oh, okay. Do you think, but, uh, second follow-up to Abby's question, do you think it's worth jumping in fresh to this Kingdom Hearts game? Not at all. Okay. <laughs> Not at all. They, do, they have, like, a pretty yeah. good primer in the yeah. game of, like, here's the stuff you should pay attention to, I thought. <laughs> but the problem is with with the... They, they do that Mass Effect thing of, like, hey, here's what happened. Yeah. But the problem is they don't touch on like the minute details mm. from all the minor, I don't even want to say minor <laughs> releases, uh, of all the different releases, including the mobile game, which I had to pick up to understand parts of the story. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. And I watched a, a couple different primers, actually, on YouTube and still have relatively like no idea what's going on. Is it, is it more than the power of friendship will save Roxas? It's the power of friendship... It's just the power of friendship. It's just the power of friendship. It's just the power of okay. friendship of like uniting people together, right? To one vague goal, yes. To uh, 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 save the world. It's kind of like game of the year. Yeah, it's a strand game. Yes, it um, really is. is there, the, the part where I'm, mm. that is exactly like near Automata, a hundred percent a strand. Jeff, get ready. We're going to say just, that. At I least just want to lay down more times. I just want to lay down. Uh, <laughs> Did they bring the whole thing to a natural conclusion? No, no, <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, it comes to a, a de- uh, it comes to a conclusion where it does the whole Marvel thing now. Of there's an after credit scene that completely changes the whole game. Oh, um, <laughs> and God knows when there will be another release or a piece of DLC to tie- tidy things up. But there's there's two after credit scenes now that I think about it. That kind of lays the groundwork for maybe another Kingdom Hearts 3.5 with Final Fantasy characters. Okay, this game is Nier Automata, Final Fantasy 15, um, and The World Ends With You, that DS game. Oh, sure. I like that game. That game's good. Uh, When I I started Kingdom Hearts 3, and correct me if I'm wrong, Dan, I'm pretty sure it starts and it says Kingdom Hearts 2.9. And and it comes up on the screen and says Kingdom Hearts 2.9. And I just kind of said to the TV, get off your bullshit. <laughs> like, just, uh, but the, there was a you fight. You should have just uninstalled it at that I point. I probably should have, but I, I went through. I got. I made it past Hercules' world, um, and I made it to the gummy ship, made it to the next world, made it to that town, the Twilight Town or whatever yeah. it's called. Yeah. Did all that stuff. Uh, made it a little bit further past that. But that boss fight on Hercules' world, we fight that tornado at the end. Oh, okay. Takes a lot. Yeah. That was like, what are we doing here? That, that, that fight was 
very PS2, right? Like, oh, absolutely, yeah. It, it hasn't evolved since then. Yeah, right? it was as so, far as combat is concerned. Like, get close I've to the literally thing, literally just, just <laughs> held down, like, mashed X. And then I eventually got the... continue to do air combos. Air combos, yeah. Doing it over and over and over. It just mashed And then I got the Buzz Lightyear ride and just would would shoot the thing. <laughs> yep. It was, uh, but I, you know, I the kids came and sat down in front of it, and then... We both all had a fun time looking at each other, being like, "I don't know what's. Do you know what's going on? I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on." But I do. I, I did like the rides on. when you got the ride stuff. That was really dumb and funny. Yeah, there. It's it's a moment. It's not even a moment to moment. It's a moment every other moment type of game. Um, and I I think I like it, and I think I hate it a lot. <laughs> all right, and that is Kingdom Hearts three. Okay. I had a PowerPoint. But Fair enough. There you have, have that ready. They made Kingdom Hearts three. It finally came, came out. out. If, yeah. if anything, After, they made a Kingdom Hearts after yeah. fifteen years. Who are the bad guys that look like they're the game's broken? The ones with the vertices look like they're just kind of like sorry, moving all around and stuff. Uh, the nobodies. The nobodies. Nobody. It looks like it was a it looks like a coding error, and they just went with it. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, that's the work. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's fine. What a weird game. Yeah. All right. Summon Simba. Simba's pretty good. Oh yeah, yeah they do all of Frozen. If you've never seen Frozen, <laughs> this is a vehicle to watch Frozen. Hmm. You think they'd just do the one song? No, <laughs> no, <laughs> Yo, very Frozen is very popular. Yeah, yeah. And with that, I'll let it go. All right. Oh dear. Uh, that was written. I saw that. <laughs> it was in the notes. Nice. I wasn't off the head. You no. Know. Damn it, guys. Don't, off don't the dome. Don't don't blow, don't blow up my spot. <laughs> all right. Next game: Sunless Skies. Yes, from the makers of Sunless Sea. Oh. Huh. They made another one of those, only they went to the sky. So, so now instead so of airships? Well, can you build a gummy ship? Okay. So you are in a... I, I hesitate to call it steampunky, it. but it's steampunky version of like 19th century uh, space. You're in space, and you are flying around in a uh, train, mm-hmm. a space train. Okay, train. yeah. Uh, that you inherited from your previous captain, and you are going on adventures in this sort of like uh like like retro futuristic colonial space zone that is like a little bit lovecraftian space horror and then a lot of like weird characters sort of like existing in these different like little zones around mm. around the map yeah, it's uh, got like that Victorian yes space vibe, and it's it's an RPG, you know, like it, and it is a game that has like you know permadeath. Like if you die, you can just start over as a new captain in the ship, and you kind of have to go through the whole some of the motions again. Like if you finish quests, you don't have to do those again. But if you like had one that was like halfway through, you have yeah, to go yeah. through and do it again. Uh, but a lot of this game is the writing and it's the art. Like it is the the characters and sort of the interactions you 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 come across as you are playing through this thing. Very well written, very you know, like it's it's engaging stuff. And the art is really cool. Like it has a really nice kind of vaguely psychedelic kind of space horror vibe going on. Like everything is you know broken up meteors and and like weird nebulas and stuff behind you as you're kind of going around these spaces. It's also very slow. It's it's a mm-hmm. game that I liked a lot, but I kind of lost my momentum with it because moving around the space and kind of doing stuff, there's a lot of downtime. Sure. What, what, a, what is the genre, let's say, like in one sentence, like what kind of game is it's it? It's a top-down RPG. Okay. Yeah, like it's a game where you are, you know, you are building up your, your stats and you are, uh, you know, filling out your crew 
as you go along, uh, and you are just going on these adventures, but it is all text-based. Like, yeah. it is, yeah. It's, it's like almost almost Oregon Trail-ish, okay. where mm-hmm. you're like a little more direct control and stuff, but you're basically making sure you have supplies so you don't resort to exactly, <laughs> cannibalism yeah. or... or is yeah, cannibalism like the, in this one? I can't remember. I, I think there is. Okay. You know, you um, want to make sure you have supplies, you want to make sure you have stuff as you make your way to each outpost. Uh, I, I highlighted this one in particular because I liked it better than Sunless Sea, which is a game that a lot of people liked and I kind of fell off of because it just it was dense in a way that I wasn't as into. Uh, this one, I feel like with the, the way the world is kind of designed and opened up and sort of the the art style especially like just really grabbed me this time around. Uh, it's well written. It's fun. Uh, I just I never got around to finishing it because, like I said, the pace of it is very slow and it takes a mm-hmm. while to kind of really get anything going in that game. Yeah, I remember sitting for the quick look being intrigued by it and like part of me wanted to play it because the story does seem really well written, really engaging, uh but also just getting around didn't seem so fun. Yeah, it's 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 a bit of a slog, but I think that there is definitely an audience of people who find that very rewarding. I just it didn't hold me the whole way through. Yeah. Hmm. And your train is just a train. It's just a, a damn astro train. train. Well, yeah. Space train. Well, he would transform into a space Yeah, he's a triple train. He's a triple train. Yeah. 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 But it's just a train that floats through space. It is. It's pretty good. Like Back to the Future. It's got some style. space. The game, I would say, has some style. Okay. Great. Um... All right, next game. This is making me realize that the beginning of the year was actually pretty strong for games. It always is now. You know, everything gets delayed, and and Q1 is always big. That that February window is becoming... February to March, especially. Especially when you drop a game out of nowhere with no prior... Dude, yeah. It's the biggest surprise of the year, maybe. We're talking talking about Apex Legends. I mean, I, I went to that reveal event, like, Respawn is one of, like, let's say three studios where you would be willing to fly to another city when they don't tell you what they're working on to see Yeah. And then, lo and behold, here is watching this. the trailers for this. The way they showed them, a- like for Apex Legends, I think it wasn't right? until like halfway through the second video they showed us before I actually really was sure what kind of game it was. Mm. And then at the end of that whole thing, they're like, "Oh, by the way, it's out in four days." It was just I like, "Holy like, shit!" I feel like a lot of people like rolled their eyes when they heard like, "Oh, yeah. free to play battle royale." Yeah, I mean, that was the thing. Like, and we, we sat down. So, so we Brad didn't tell me what the game was until we sat down to record the thing. Yeah, and, to see genuine reactions. And, oh. uh, and like so, basically, we recorded that video, and I was like, you know, okay, like I'll, I'll hear him out, sure. Yeah, that's exciting that it's out as we're it's recording free. this or whatever. It's like, okay, let's. But like, we stopped that video, and I think I turned to him and said, "People are gonna fucking hate this." Yeah. <laughs> uh, but sure enough, like word got out. Yeah. that weekend before yeah. it came no out. Titans? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Dude, it was it was insufferable. Like, people will be pissed about this announcement. Well, people uh, kept saying Titanfall when they talked about it when it was first yeah. announced. And then, like, yeah. after it was out for a little bit, no one even really... It's just a stone thing. It's yeah. kind of easy to forget that it's even in that totally. universe to me, yeah. I think. Yeah. It's, I mean, uh, the guns are the same. Like, there are... Right. There's certainly, like, course. direct references to Titanfall. But, yes, they've they've carved out their own thing, like, really well. They have made a lot of really smart decisions with the... Just the design of the game out of the gate. And I think over time, I, I think they've been pretty good, like, stewards of the game not always like some of the monetization stuff has been shitty yeah uh, they've, they've like it feels like every time they've rolled out a season pass that, or something they've had to be like oh shit yeah. uh we're changing this they, yeah midstream this, we're going to change the way this money thing works and the pricing and, on that stuff is, is a bummer yeah You're, like charging 18 dollars for legendary skins and yeah. shit and, and that's and, like, sometimes yeah that's you know 
how much is an Arcana Dota? Like, it's yeah. not unprecedented yeah. for shit to be expensive. It's just no. a matter of, like, how they've made it earnable or, or like, they wouldn't let you just buy it straight up. Right. It was like, hey, you, you have, have to buy, buy a token. box and then you maybe get it and then they add a direct purchase like, later. This game, I was gonna, this, this game really makes it clear, like, I hate myself for using this term, but, like, there is an art to MTX design. Oh, yeah, and, totally. Like, you, you get why there are people that specialize in just how to monetize games like this now yeah. because, like, Finding that balance of how do we make money on this, but how do we not piss people off? Because people, but like, but people you know, are happy really to pay forty dollars for an Arcana because it completely changes like the hero in Dota. Like it's, it's and also because down. it's Dota and they're nightmare people. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. yeah. Like but the, and the thing is, like this game didn't have that nightmare fan base built right. up at the time. He, he is he is right. It though, gained like, it you know, eventually. The, yeah. the Arcanas do way more than a skin in this game does. I, like, I do not want to talk about Arcana. No, it's fine. You brought it anymore. Anymore. What's an Arcana? It's, it's a Dota Dan skin that like completely rechanges uh, or completely recontextualizes <laughs> you the hero. Pull like, one out of your pocket. Uh, they've got like uh, like the when he holds the Dota stone, he's unstoppable. Uh, <laughs> no. What I like the about Apex Legends. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yeah. I I think that they do a lot of really nice stuff with the genre. Like I truly do not give a shit about battle royales <laughs> at this point. Like I could not ever play one again and be satisfied. But this definitely did a lot of really nice quality of life stuff that I think other games will ham if they haven't yeah. already. Like the tagging system is great. Yep. The like group jumping out of the plane stuff is great. Like team jumping. Mm-hmm. You know, they also have nice stuff with like, hey, you can choose a different class, you can choose a different type of character, which I think is a nice way to like make you feel like you're playing a different type of game and really strategizing differently where it's like, oh, I really like playing this character and they're like my main character or whatever versus my friend who is this and you can have like a full crew uh, and it, you know, it didn't solve the sort of like loot for a long time and then die immediately thing for me. But I know for a lot of other people, it really probably scratched a lot of those itches, yeah. which I can really appreciate those changes. And I'm sure that we will see more of what they have brought to this genre in other types of yeah. games. Yeah, Fortnite I, already stole half of it. Yeah. <laughs> they right, stole yeah. the contextual pinging stuff. They yeah. stole the reboot, revive uh, stations. They stole hot drops, like hot zones. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so you know it has to be good if Fortnite's stealing it. Right. But uh, the, the thing that like this game, I think, really nailed for me is it hit that sweet spot that never existed for me for a game that was like the middle ground between a Call of Duty and an Overwatch. Like, yes. Like, Call of Duty on one end of the spectrum, you know, it's like your, t- your time to kill super low. It's all about yeah. gunplay, gun handling, like mm-hmm. making your shots really count. Overwatch, super ability-based, but very cartoony, very objective-based. You have to be on a team. You have to be really, you know, working with your team well. This, to me, is like, I'm not just a soldier. Like, I have a power or two mm-hmm. that are, I can really kind of utilize and drill down. Like, I, I was a Pathfinder main, pretty much. I've played, like, a few hundred hours of this yeah. game. And, like, the abilities synergize pretty well. Like, yeah, I think that, that was the, the initial thing that made me think, like, oh, I'm totally never going to play this game, is when they said, like, oh, it's a three-player game, no solo. And I was like, oh, fuck, I, I don't want to play with other people. Yeah. But the pinging system and the way the abilities synergize actually makes that three-player stuff work super well. Yeah, like, if you have a lifeline on your team, you're going to want to stick with the lifeline because you know, yeah. like, your drops are going to come in faster. Or if you have a Gibraltar, it's like, okay, let's follow around this guy. He's mm-hmm. going to take the blunt of the damage and stuff. Um, as yeah. far as the value goes, like, this, if we're just talking about, like, raw t- time, money spent to time played, like, this is number one with a bullet for me this year. It was, it's crazy to me that this game was free. Like, it, it's, you know, there's a lot of free games out now. The game landscape has yeah. changed a lot. Yeah, yeah. But, like, it's got some real nice polish mm. to it. It's got some heart to it that, like, a lot of free games, typically, you, like, you seem really rough around the edges in certain ways. Right. And I'm not saying this was never rough around the edges. Oh, yeah, early sure. on, it had uh, some, some roughness. But even yeah. it still, it did have heart. I think you're right. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of, like, you, you think about a lot of free-to-play games. You think about just, like, it's here's just a billion generic space soldiers because they could only yeah. generate the assets for this. And... 
like this felt considered in a way that plenty of free to play games don't. Um, and you saw that pedigree. I mean, you know, this, these are people that did the Titanfall games and did Call of Duty games prior to that. Some of them, certainly, mm-hmm. uh, not all of them, but, um, and you saw like that lineage being brought to bear in a, in a different genre. And, and yeah, I, I was kind of at a point where I was like, you know, I really liked uh, PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds, and uh, you know, I thought the Blackout stuff in in Black Ops was was pretty good, but that was like it. I, I was feeling like, okay, I don't, I might be done with battle royale games, and no, it turned out, yeah, um, they, I think they found a new, I, I, they they found their own spot. They carved out their own spot for sure, uh, and and I think that's that's pretty impressive. And I think I think they made something that is appealing to people that aren't just like hardcore yeah, shooter yeah, fans. Yeah, like yeah. I, I despise yeah. playing most online shooters mm-hmm. again, especially against you know random people that I don't know. Like yeah. I, I that is always a miserable experience for me. But like I put way more hours into this than I certainly thought I was going to at the outset. Like mm-hmm. I still. Had some real bad community interactions over the course of my time with it. Yeah, so that's, yeah. that's not oh, yeah. the game's fault. That's just the genre's fault, mm-hmm. you know. And yeah. I think the game is that's, fun that's enough. That's human beings' fault. Yeah. It is. <laughs> Let's be. And, but the game is well crafted enough and fun enough that I was willing to put up with that way longer than I would in most other games. But I also think this game, uh, Apex Legends in particular, does a great job of letting you turn the vocal stuff off. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. it seems like it's designed yeah, to mute like... squad button right when you load in. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. and and the pinging and stuff the pinging. like lets you, yes. you know, ideally yeah. get a work around that stuff. And they added in a firing range, which is great. Yep. Which they should have had it for, since day one. Yeah, but um, have but you guys messed around? Has anyone else messed around with that new map much? Yeah, I, so I played this. This became the game I played every week with my family uh, for a while. And uh, yeah, the new map is fun. The train is fun. Yeah, um, like the big city that like kind of like half the games end up in that big city where there's like six fights happening at any given time. I can't tell if I like the old map more than the new yeah, map, but yeah. whatever. It's one of those things. A new thing. I hate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the train is fun because when it pulls into the station. Uh, oh, exactly. Secret things pop up, and you well, not secret. Everybody knows about it, but you, you the get balls. those. Yeah, and it's fun. It's, yeah. But it's a, an accessible game. I was able yeah. to play with my, my family and be like, we all knew what we had to do. I think the loadout is faster, Abby, than PUBG for sure. It's definitely a faster sure. game. Yeah. I think it's faster, yeah. but it still is not. Fast it's still enough. that. It's, it's still, still like let's run yeah. around, let's pick up yeah. some shields, let's I mean, pick up some guns. Yeah. That, that, oh, that, I died. Let's do it, it again. Kind of the cool part about that solo mode was like the first circle is just like there. It's, it's mm. you. You drop. You pick up. Whatever guns Whatever you can, have. and then it's like, okay, go fight, done. Yeah, and and that's how I just play every game. So yeah, it works out, that's, that's like, kind of yeah. draw hot every time. That, uh, that is that is the point I wanted to make though is that the thing it does so well is that it's breezy and accessible and playable. You know, like in a pick up and just go kind of way, but it's still got that hardcore tactical element of the of other battle royale. Yeah, like like it, it, scouting it's, out it's a, a zone to see if the right, doors are open right. and and just like tense firefights back and forth and stuff like listening that. Listening like, in to hear yeah. if you can hear a single gunshot because that'll tell you like where people are. Right. Like yeah. this, this game found that sweet spot for me where it just became like the default battle royale that I would play yeah, if I was going to play one. Here. And I think each character has at least one ability that I was like, oh, that's very useful. Like, at least with some of them, I was like, I would never use this. But, yeah, but had, someone can. Someone can, and, or at least Someone's going to play Caustic and do bad shit to you. Like, <laughs> Fuck, I'm yeah. never going to do But at least, at least Caustic, I could be like, I see where I would use that. Yeah. I'm not going to. Um, or, like, I could quickly say, okay, this is a late-game character. This is an early-game character mm-hmm. for me. Or, you know, I wound up playing a lot of Mirage because I was like, oh, this is a character that I can get away from a firefight very easily. <laughs> yeah. Or engage with it because I'm a bad player and I can make mm-hmm. a double of myself. 
uh, and, and it worked out really, really well. Like, my family wound up gravitating towards characters that can escape a firefight because we're not <laughs> yeah. going to win, right? That guy who can inject himself with the stim and run yeah. away yeah. or, like, Mirage. Mm. Like, we all just, like, everybody flee. Get out of here. Oh, but God. that worked for us. You yeah, know? Yeah, Mirage yeah. is your family a, of cowards. Mirage is such a great yeah. example of how well-made this game is because, like, you look at that at first and you're like, dude, decoys are useless with human players. They see through everything. Oh, they're not. Yeah. Like, I don't know how many times I have been duped by that asshole. You also see that guy, and he, like you hear him talk once, and you're like, okay, it's this kind of guy. But like he actually oh, had Mirage. some like really funny lines. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of really funny lines in the I think, game. Yeah, the, the writing, the writing and, and you know the the universe they've built around this, yeah. I think, has been remarkable. The like trailer, they, they yeah. a good job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. There's one moment that really made me laugh, and it's in the trailer for the Halloween update, and they're all in their costumes, and somebody walks up to Pathfinder, the robot, and they go. Uh, you don't have a costume, Pathfinder. He says, I am dressed up. I'm Octane's legs. Uh, and I was okay, like, okay, okay, okay that's joke. Yeah. <laughs> like that's jokes. I like it a lot. I think um, in, for a game that just came out of nowhere for free, uh, yeah. pretty Way more, more, fun. more free games that are awesome. Yeah, Respawn yeah. killed it this year. Yeah, why can't they? Yeah, why, why can't why we do not? that? Why, why can't we have more free games that are awesome? <laughs> um, Electronic Arts. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's Apex Legends. Yeah. It sure is. Um, we're going to like one more game before yeah. we take a break here, uh, which is Astroneer. That came out this year. Finally came out of early access after like three years. Yeah, something like what that. A while. Was it only three years? Yeah, two, okay. two, 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 two okay. and a half, something like that. I thought it was yeah. more. Um, I dabbled with it when it first went in early access years ago, and then waited until it came out. And like, I this is the first survival game. This is the first one of those that I really got pretty deep into, mm. and like spent a lot of time with, and like kind of got. I guess, like I sort of saw what it is about that genre that people like so much. So it's uh, a terrain deformation survival it's a, game, It's right? a space survival game where yeah. you collect resources and build stuff. And, like, it's got a really elaborate tech tree, and all the tech has such an amazing hands-on feel to it because you're manually, like, pulling cables out of batteries right. and plugging them into inputs. And, like, it's got a very flexible system, you know, where you can, like, there's, like, Four different ways to power everything. You've got totally. like wind power, solar power, nuclear power. Like it takes the and stuff that Subnautica does, where you're like slowly expanding that base and makes it smaller in scope, but more like it looks more like you have tech everywhere. Like yeah. you, you know, yeah. making sure you have the right cables and watching your power flow. Right. Like because you need certain batteries yeah. to power this, and you can follow the lights and stuff. Like it's such a great uh, just kind of arc through the tech, where like okay, I found I've, I built my first buggy. But I only have solar panels, so I can only drive it during the day. Right. But then I found a wind turbine, and now I can drive it anywhere because when it's moving, it spins the turbine because there's air. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's it's very flexible and creative. Like, it constantly lets you feel like you are making progress yes. with each tech and can push out further. And and like when you have ideas, you can just do them. You know, like it feels like a really great like child's sort of like my first engineering kit kind of thing. Did they ever add a thing? I so I, I didn't play it at release. I played it beforehand, so I didn't play 1.0 or whatever they called release. Did they ever add a thing where you can auto drop the post that the lines uh, as you're the just running? The, yeah, the bring power and oxygen. Yeah, and stuff. so that it's on a hotkey. Okay. So kind of... But you can't just hold it down and it drops no, as you're... No, it's not quite as automated as okay. I maybe would have liked. I feel like this was a game that suffered, for me, uh, by the early access path. Where, like, I when I first played it, the tech kind of worked a certain way, yeah. and I started wrapping my mind mm-hmm. around it, and then I was like, ah, I'm going to check back in on it later. And when I checked back in, it had completely changed. It, it became a very different game. And it was game. just like, okay, I don't even know what any of this is anymore. Like, I don't have time to relearn this thing, mm-hmm. and, and just kind of stopped. I was okay with it, because the game it became is way better than the game it was. <laughs> I bet, yeah. When it but, came out. Yeah. Um, and you can go to other planets, right? Yeah, so I got, my current save, I'm stranded on another planet. Great. 
I got to a planet and then ran out of fuel to get off of it. So if we played multiplayer, can I go into your game, or is that a new... You can come into my game. I don't know if you can bring me stuff. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, I still need a bunch of, like, aluminum or something like that before okay. I can get I'll off that planet. i some aluminum. So, uh... Wait, it to you. The best moment I had in this game, and this is what I mean about getting these survival games, is when I lost my base. Mm-hmm. Like... At one point, because you can dig underground, you know, and, like, at some point I just dug so far underground that I got, like, across the planet. Oh, wow. I could not find my way back to my base. Oops. And I could have just, like, bailed out and started a new save, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to, like, suck it up and, like, I've got enough power to drive around and, like, it's just that kind of emergent sure. sort of story in your head of, like... You dug too deep. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. And, like, when I finally... It took, like, an hour and a half, and when I finally came over the hill or dug my way out of a mountain or something and, like... There was the icon on the horizon of my base. It was just like the best moment I've had in the game. Uh, it's cool. And I guess they've done a lot of work on it since it came out. Like they've redone the terrain tool and stuff like that. The terrain deformation stuff is really fun. It was, like yeah, they, they did yeah. a really good job of just like letting you blast away at stuff and yeah. build new stuff. Yeah. Like that, that stuff's great. Yeah, and apparently, that's apparently one of the things they've put a lot of work into, mm-hmm. so it should be even better now. It's cool. another game I would say has like a very distinctive style to yeah. it. Like, yeah. I like the way it looks. I like the uh, the way all the tech in that mm-hmm. game looks and the way the, the, the deformation yeah. stuff looks. It's, like it's I just, It has made, a jaunty kind of feel to it. Made for animated GIFs. Yeah, totally. Sure. And they made the tech very readable because yes. like, you need to be yeah. able to see like, okay, I need to plug this into this and, and, and that's they did a good job. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. It's definitely something I'm going to go back to over the holidays. Um, all right. Speaking of going first back. First block of games. All right. Um, why don't we take a quick break and stretch our legs and then come back and talk about some more. Sounds good. All right, back with more of 2019's most noteworthy games. Yay. Next up... We love games of note. I love note-taking games. I like to note games that are are good or bad. Um, You thought that we were done talking about surprise Battle Royale games. (laughs) I did. That came out of nowhere Mm -hmm. and released. But then Tetris 99 happened. No, it didn't. How many Tetris games do we need? Keep them coming. Keep them coming. Oh, no. Here's the thing. You were telling me that Tetris 99 came out in 2019. I'm telling you that is an impossibility because as far as my brain is concerned, that game has always existed on the <laughs> Nintendo Switch. It came out fucking four years ago. Okay. There's no way that is a 2019 game. But it is. I guess, I guess it is. Launched yeah. with the uh, online service, right? Yeah. Uh, no, the online service launched last fall. Yeah. I thought it was it. No, I thought was, it was in a big was, direct about this was the like this was like the first like kind of free game they made oh, okay. for. Oh, I, I think I'm kind of with you, Dan. I thought there was something tied in. Maybe the NES stuff. Launched. I think that's what it yeah, was. I think yeah, it was yeah, the NES stuff know. came out. Uh, that came around the same time. Yeah, yeah, maybe it was maybe. the first time anybody was like, "I should buy this online." Oh, it's a new thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I should put money into this. Here's yeah. the thing: Tetris 99 is pretty all right. Yeah, this is by far my most played Switch game of the year. Wow, pretty good. Absolute shit out of this game. It's so good. It's Tetris. Rough. Yeah, it's Tetris. No, it's way, it's way so, more than that. Though. Well, it's it, it's like more Tetris than Tetris Effect was. Yeah, more Tetris. I, I think Tetris. I think this game this game is like <laughs> yeah. This this game is like the perfect compliment to all those people last year when Tetris Effect came out who said like, man, it's cool, but I wish it had a multiplayer mode. Like, well, guess what, motherfucker? Well, guess what? It's not wait, cool anymore, but it's got multiplayer. Tetris have been like, I wish it had multiplayer. Yes. Oh, yeah. 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 Very, very real. But, but but very Tetris, real. Tetris has had multiplayer. No, 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 yeah, no. But what I mean is, like, there was a big Tetris game yeah. last year that did not have multiplayer, and wow. some people were not happy about that. 
And it's like, here you go. How about 99 other people? <laughs> no, but it's different. It still doesn't. It's I want I want a Tetris game I can play with somebody on the couch. And this yeah. is not that. Right. Oh, yeah, no, it's not. That you can yeah. push up. Well, they the added screen, that, yeah. that DLC added modes where you can do. Yeah, that's huh. true. Local stuff. Look, like they that. already made a I Tetris. I just want Tetranet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Power ups. They made a Tetris, Tetris for you to do drugs on the couch with. <laughs> so, like, oh. yeah. So, yeah, cool yeah. Tetris. Our game of the year. Uh, yeah, every Tetris game, as far as I'm yeah, concerned. Yeah, last year was cool Tetris. This is hardcore Tetris. Yeah, this is like, like this game is Tetris. Incredibly demanding. The I so I love the game. I wish they were a little better about telling you how to be good at it. I, I'm because they, I, I'm they torn, don't tell I'm torn you. on that. I kind of I totally get what you mean, but yeah. I'm not sure if I hate that or like it. Hmm. Uh, like, there's a ton of what he means is like there's just a ton of like hidden mechanics in this game that yeah. it does not expose at like all. Like what? Oh right. Like like what are badges for? Yeah, like what badges do, and like what the best types of junk to go for are. Like. Like, what I mean is, like, it turns out there are cases where getting a bunch of singles in a row is more effective. Than right, you want to go for combo oh. rather than stacking Tetrises, right. and you need badges because the more badges you have, the more lines you give people at the end game, and it's basically impossible to win without any badges yeah, because people are giving you, like, 16 lines right. at once. Badges are like a damage multiplier, yeah. oh. which you get for beating other people. Um, there's a bunch of, like, hidden strategies that are super not obvious unless you... Watch a bunch of Twitch streams and, and, and not things that necessarily play in other multiplayer Tetris right. games. Right, you know, yeah. so unique, unique, to, unique to, this to this. Totally, hmm. uh, totally. Like, Which are cool mechanics. Yeah. I like those mechanics, yeah. but I wish they surfaced those. Some a little bit kind better. of in-game like training, or even just a reference guide, or something. Might have been a menu. Might have been nice. Yeah, but like, yeah, I had to straight up go on like Reddit and watch Twitch streams to get good <laughs> at this game. Uh, it's a stressful. It's, it's a stressful. more yeah. stressful. It's the end game. Bad. The end game in this game, when it's I've I've won. Stress-tress. I've won twice, and the end game in this is like the most heart pounding shit. I think. Uh, what I do you call end game? Like ten, ten fewer than. I think 10 top, people 10 is, top ten is um, pretty close that's to it. Probably yeah. Is that about where top the ten, top okay. fifteen is when it starts getting crazy. But when it's you and one other person at the end is when it's like oh fucking white hot. Just like you cannot think about anything. <laughs> <laughs> white hot Tetris. Like, it is like like <laughs> the thing. Brad. You and one other person <laughs> laying well, those blocks. I, I would know. Off looking at each other. <laughs> I would know. Get because that three piece. I don't tell my wife. I don't think I have ever gotten further than top five in that game. I'm fine. I mean, it took me a long time to get to that point. Like, I was not great at it at first. Like, I definitely felt my Tetris game improving. Um, what did you think about all the, like, updates? It's good stuff, I guess. Like, I, well, so, I mean, like, the CPU modes and, the, you know, scrimmage stuff were kind of whatever. Like, that was pretty useless. Like, they added a lot of good sort of cosmetic stuff to it, though. You know, like, they, they put daily quests in, and you can unlock, like, Nintendo-themed backgrounds with new music and stuff by doing those. And, like, it gave it some longevity, for sure. How's the matchmaking? Does it put you up against... Other people of your... Am I up against Grandmasters? Yeah, I mean, they added that Invictus mode that you can only match into if you've won a regular match. Right. It's like the high roller table at a casino. Dude, it is fucking savage. Yeah. It is absolutely brutal. I don't think I've ever gotten higher than, like, mid-40s in that mode. Yeah, I think I've gotten 40s. And it starts super fast, like, at the top. Yeah, you're playing at, like, Grandmaster level. at pieces are... Yeah. Man, um, people love Tetris. People love It's the greatest video game of all time. Tetris is good, but also... I've played one. I've played them all, right? Well, I know. No, again, I mean, no, I know. I, 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 I can see that there's sometimes, like differences here. But. Sometimes Tetris is cool. Sometimes Tetris is hard. Sometimes it's a sphere. Yeah. Sometimes it's wet. Sometimes they're hats. Yeah. Wet sometimes Tetris. it's broken. Oh, there's wet tricks. Sometimes there's characters. Wet tricks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, please, it's wet tricks. Okay. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yes. Sometimes there's a Puyo involved. Sometimes it's a battle guide. Sometimes it's new. Those aren't canon. Yeah. yeah. Puyo's not canon. Sometimes it's the next. Sometimes it's next. Yes. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I, I like it's a Dr. I like that the best. There. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sometimes it comes in a weirdly shaped cartridge. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I, I like 
in concept, this game sounds insane, and I think it's even crazier that it works as well as it does. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it is, yeah, yeah, I think it's neat. It is so playable. It's, like, a, it's a fun thing to to have talked about of a Battle Royale Tetris. Like when we were all talking about 99 falls on a blank, right? 99 yeah. blank falls yes. on a blank. Yes. To say, oh, Tetris. Yeah. Oh, that kind of works. Yeah, I, I think don't. it has a sense of humor, which I appreciate. Yeah. Just the concept of it, I think, is, <laughs> is self-aware. Well, and it's cool because everyone was like, oh, Battle Royale trends. Right. When are we going to get yeah. to from Nintendo? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they're like... Here don't give them what you want. Give them what <laughs> totally. you don't know you want. It's totally, yeah, Nintendo it doing Tetris what battle right yeah, now. Nintendo does. It's it's fantastic. Yeah, th- I mean, this became like my after work. Like, I, I'm going to play 20 minutes of a multiplayer game. It was this. Well, it's too stressful. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, like the only game to make me take my Switch out of the dock. Oh yeah. Like I oh, wow. play that thing like a TV console, except yeah. when I play this. Hmm. Hmm. That's why I modded it. But you can't play it on the go, because oh, right? the touchscreen stuff, right? Um, Is it to, so you can tap up, other people's. It was more just for like. Okay. Use of pick up and play, really. Uh, like Tetris yeah. has always kind of been an association with handheld. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Like I, I actually transitioned away from the uh, touchscreen stuff. Oh. I just kind of wow. started using the. Like I use the more automated targeting stuff. For oh, okay. part. Is, yeah, that pro, is that a pro move? Should I do it? I guess okay. I'm not the one to ask, but I'm very bad at. It. I don't know. I heard you're a grandmaster. This game is <laughs> not quite. I'm getting there. Okay. This game's fantastic. All right. Yeah. Um, is Crackdown Three fantastic? <laughs> No, yeah. but they made it, and okay. it came out. Yeah. <laughs> Much like Kingdom Hearts 3. Yeah. 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 Crackdown 3. Crackdown 3, the Kingdom Hearts 3 of Crackdown games. Believe it or not, it did come out this year. Yeah. Uh, this game, I feel like, was the first, like, <laughs> hey, you got Game Pass, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it was the... It, it was... I, Maybe one of the first first party releases post-Game Pass that that had that feeling of, like, oh, this actually... Like, games kind of mean something a little different in terms of the value proposition involved. Uh, because, okay, Crackdown 3, not a good game. Okay. Mm-hmm. No. Crackdown 1, which they put out for free not too long before this game finally came out, uh-huh. still a better game in still a lot of ways. a better game. Yes. I mean, it looks the better. Would, you, would yeah. you say it is a bad game on its own merits, or is it just not enough? Uh, it, is it just not it, enough it is, of a sequel? It's not enough of a sequel, I, I, but I think, like, on its own merits, when you compare it to, like, open-world design... In just games overall, like it, it was like they just rubber stamped the same events around the world, and it was like here's another train station to take over, here's another this, here's another that, and and it was just kind of the same thing over and over and over again. Crackdown one had some elements of that too, but it was newer and there was less competition in the open world space at that time. So they got by on the merits of like, hey, you could jump high. Yeah, it, it felt like a game that would have come out in like 2010, 2011 and yeah. be like, oh, hey, we put it on the Xbox One. Right. And for how long it got delayed and all that other stuff, it just felt like this bizarre mess. Like, think about this game. This was the game they showed very early on. It's like the power of the cloud is going to make these physics yes. work. And that the end result of that was the it was only in the multiplayer and the multiplayer was a separate executable you launched from the Xbox One dashboard and it was bad on top of that. So it was just like, okay, yeah, you synced up all the physics stuff, but the physics stuff wasn't even that impressive to begin with. It was just a bizarre tale of, like, this game weaving its way to market. Like, at some point, they're like, well, we've got to put it out yeah, like they, someday. They really overpromised and underdelivered. Yeah, but then it, I think the other part of that story is, like, if, you're, if you have Game Pass, you could just download it and fuck with it for two hours and say, I'm never going to play this again, and that's fine. Right. Um, and I think it, it works a lot better in that environment than it does as, like, hey, pay $60 for this completely underwhelming experience. Um, yeah, I liked Crackdown 1 a great deal. Crackdown 2, I did not hate it as much as other people seemed to. This is just like a bridge too far. It's just like, come on, forget it. Like, this is, like, they 
there were parts of me that were like, they should have just canceled this. Yeah. I remember seeing this at E3, and one of their big talking points was their kind of almost nemesis-like system where they're, like, the gangs would have trees, and you, like, if you took out a lieutenant here, and it seems like that stuff just, like, barely existed. Yeah, well, I mean, so, like, the first game had an element of a criminal hierarchy yeah. that you would have to work your way up, and if you could take out these guys to make stuff easier later down the line, and so on and so forth, like, that's that, that concept is sort of still in the game, but it didn't evolve yeah. into anything resembling a nemesis uh, system, for sure. Um, they used that word a few times. Yeah, it's not that. It ain't that at all. <laughs> it was just a case of maybe more of them just trying to use that to prop up the yeah. thing they were already I don't know. Doing, or maybe they thought maybe of, they, they were going to time dreams. to do more. Uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe, yeah, I feel like this game definitely must have had bigger dreams at some point, considering how long it took to, to come out. But um, super disappointing. Uh and like that, like I said, that, that fascinating thing of like, if you could pl- play it for zero additional dollars, <laughs> like there are worse games you could play for sure. But at the same time, man, it's just there was a, there was a time when I thought picking up five hundred agility orbs was totally enough. You're right. Yeah, and, and, and I think and it, that was the other thing they banked on is like because yeah. all the things like, hey, the orbs are back, and you're like, okay, I love orbs. Like that was kind of couched in a more engrossing experience like like not necessarily a hugely engrossing one but there was more to it than that and this just feels like they're like well it's got the orbs uh it's terry, pretty rough terry, yeah. terry cruz deserved better yeah am i remembering right that there was fall damage too hmm? uh in this one or i seem to remember like playing this and being like wait there's fall damage and then might, not remembering if the first right. one had you it or not right. i i and again, I it blocked out a lot of the particulars of Crackdown 3. And again, uh, it's all about jumping super high off buildings right. and stuff. I remember being like, no, don't do that. Don't, that's not a good idea. Yeah. There's definitely like, uh, there's definitely something to be said about a release that makes you question the validity of an entire franchise exactly. when it comes out. Yeah. You're like, was this ever fun? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 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 right. I mean, 2007 was just such a different time. I know. Totally. But, like, yeah. kind of game. but like then a game that comes out that makes you revisit your thoughts on like, a, yeah, maybe I was really bored when I played the first one. <laughs> yeah. Or like, you know, people were really positive about the first one because like this is surprisingly good for a game that we bought for a Halo 3 this is Zona the Undersect this is is the top all number one of um, of the Xbox you think there's anywhere there's even a thin folder that says Crackdown 4 on it like circulating around or you think circulating no someone has it on a desk and they're afraid to show it to anyone and if it's maybe when it's once it's done if it's the greatest idea in the world then they'll take it out and show it to someone but that's going to have to be 10 years down the line because uh, they, I just they burned it. I don't know if the brand has enough value at this point. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, for sure. I feel like they could use it, like maybe this was intended to, as some kind of vehicle for a tech demo. Like if this were originally going to be the cloud stuff. I wonder, be, yeah, because like that, it that was out. the initial pitch. Is like this, this was announced alongside like, hey, the power of the cloud is going to make this a reality. Right. And then you have to wonder, like at some point, did they get ramrodded into like, well, you have to ship it, and it has to have some kind of cloud thing. Otherwise, our cloud service we're trying to sell to enterprise is going to look weak. Right. Uh, so you have to at least have that bullet point in there somewhere. Yes. But we Even though it didn't need that. it, it didn't benefit. You know, like I don't, I don't think, as a non-technical player of the game, I don't think it really benefited from any of that stuff. At least not that I can see. Yeah. It did come out this year. It, it did, did come yeah, out this did. year, and that, it's notable for just like how long it was in development and and the weird history. I enjoyed the Windows Phone Crackdown game more than Crackdown wow. 3. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Do you want to throw that up for nomination? It didn't come out this year. <laughs> okay. Otherwise, okay. I would. Basically, it was Pokemon Go. Was it Pokemon Go? Was Pokemon Go? I don't know. It's probably like... still the Windows Phone game of the year. <laughs> they shut off the servers, but you might still be right. Yeah. <laughs> Windows Phone doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> 
sadly. Yeah. Um. Okay. What's next? From true their word, they put down. They put out Crackdown Three. Congratulations to Crackdown Three and Terry Crews. Um, Congratulations to Terry oh, Crews. Like Cash Terry that Cruz. check. All right. Uh, not a year goes by without a new Far Cry. God, if only years. they would take a year, right? I mean, well, if they would. But just... Far Cry Five was last year. But I guess there were a couple of years. Yes, they, that, yeah. that, mm-hmm. that they didn't. That they, well, they had that yeah. like halfway one. Primal, primal. yeah. Primal. Well, yeah. Well, I, think, well, I think there was some time between Primal and Five. They had Blood well, Dragon. Wasn't that the one Blood Dragon. The like two. Is this? That's this like, one. That's oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wait. Okay. Wait. What was the other one? The Primal. Oh, Far Cry Five. The five was five. the one. Five was in the, in the, one Amer- in the U.S. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. They're yeah. all blurring together for me. That's where we're at. That's where that franchise is. And Five was just last year, and then here's this a year later on the same map. Kind yeah, following yeah, up yeah. those events. And it's Pinker. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah. And and Far Cry 5 was already kind of too much. Yeah. Uh, it was, four, it, people were complaining about 4 being too much. Yeah, and, and yeah. I liked 4. I think, I, I, thought, I think 4 is still the best one. 4 is my favorite yeah. one. Yeah. But, but 3 was the game that kind of yeah. like solidified that formula, but yeah. I think 4 was where they just executed on it better. This just, the from the storyline, just every... Oh man, this game! Like this was this a game, game that, or five? Oh, I'm sorry, five. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, <laughs> because this is actually technically so, so, something so different. Then <laughs> yes, so then this came out after five, and it's like here's a smaller, condensed take on some of the concepts of five, but it didn't make it better. Right. Uh, it, it was just like it had this base and this just kind of building up these survivors and and that kind of concept that like just felt really unnecessary, uh, and it, that didn't bring anything new to it. The story was left in a weird place by the structure of five in a way too, that just like, man, why did they make this game? Yeah. I think for me, it was a thing where it definitely 100% nothing new at all, which was sort of nice of like, this is a video game as video game. It's sort of comforting mm-hmm. in a way. It's like, I know exactly what I'm getting here. I can clear out a space. That's kind of fun, kind of satisfying. I'll pick up shit as I run along. Um, but also, it did nothing new. It's the most obviously forgettable thing in the world. Like, you know, I yeah. I enjoyed playing it, but I had no drive to continue to play it. I, I played it as much as I needed to for yeah. us to do this quick look, and then I was like, okay, cool, great. I don't have to play this ever yeah. again. Yeah. Uh, because, like, frankly, like, 5 had so much unnecessary side stuff in it that if you came out of 5 feeling like, I need more Far Cry, there was probably plenty of stuff you could do in Far Cry 5 still. Right. They would at least be like, I, I feel like the outposts were done a little bit better there. And, and, and it just, yeah. Wow. Nothing uh, about this screams necessary. Like no. pri- That's how I felt about Primal. And then, yeah. you know, they came back with five and it was this opportunity of like, well, it's a setting that we haven't necessarily seen and maybe that'll make it more interesting. It didn't. And then they kind of double down on some of that stuff here. It's just like, why, you know, again, why? Why make this game? Like who... Are, are, are people actually clamoring for this? Like, maybe maybe there are some people that are just like, fuck it, I love Far Cry, but, like, I can't. One thing I will say is I do think it allowed me to make a character a lady with mutton chops, and mm. I'm always very pleased to see that. Yeah. It got my mutton I, I chop see, I want to see your list of, like, the, the, the lady with mutton chops, mutton chops seal of approval. Sims doesn't have it. I'm petitioning that let my Sims have mutton chops. <laughs> Which is actually kind of weird. I know. You think of all the, all the games. Yeah. Yeah. I would think that they would let ladies have mutton chops, but they don't. Anyway, I'll co- I'll come up with a list for you. Right. How was the the co op stuff in it? Was it was like necessary same, or right? no, same type deal? Okay. You know, like it's it, not necessary. The, like in a lot of games, and, and Far Cry Five was the same way. If you're playing it with a friend and yeah. not watching any of the story stuff, and just like fuck it, we're running around and shooting stuff. 
We did that. That mm-hmm. was fun. Yeah, you can do that yeah. and have it at a better time okay. with it. But just like at its core, it's, 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 there are plenty of things you could do with a friend in a video game that are better than New Dawn and Far Cry 5. Okay. Uh, like these games aren't terrible in, in, in oh. themselves. Yeah. It's just that there's just so many of them. It's like a video game SVU like, game. Just, it's so they need, forgettable. It's yeah. kind of, the, this formula has run its course. Yeah, absolutely. Like Primal was the case of them, like maybe going back to the well one too many times. And then, <laughs> and then they, they went to like now there's been two more of those. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, come on. I think if I didn't have this job and I was just a consumer buying games and I bought this game, I would probably play it and just put on a podcast every time I did and be like, this is my Saturday afternoon, yep. not paying attention, just... Running yeah. around shooting shit. Enjoying pushing buttons game. Mm-hmm. Just aim and shoot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Far Cry New Dawn. Yes. That Not came great. Out in February. Yeah. Also in February, Jump Force. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Oh, what were they thinking? Boy. What were they oh, thinking? Wait, wow. They were thinking people buy these anime games. They don't have to be good. No. But, uh, so this is this is the big... So Jump is the, the kind of brand that like... Shonen Jump. Shonen, Shonen, Shonen Jump. Yeah. Yes. You know, they've got Goku, or Dragon Ball, One Piece, all those kinds of games. And this was their big... Uh, it's not the first time they've done a Jump game. Mm-hmm. There's one on GBA that I know people really like. That one's actually that was good. really good. Yeah. yeah not uh, but they haven't really had like a big one of these. Like a like a marquee, let's get all... Uh, let's just do Smash, right? Let's just do Smash. And I think about Smash a lot. <laughs> we know. Which is a problem. <laughs> I have a brain disease. Because um, <laughs> I feel like that's... Ben, this you're, is a safe place. You're okay. setting... I feel like that almost puts unfair expectations on this game so here's my by trying to say let's do a smash because they're just they're they're saying let's do a jump right and I'm mad at them for that yeah I think they should be taken to task because I I, I think about smash and I think about like is there any other roster out there that could kind of just re- make a real take at smash and try and be like we're the new smash mm. like we've got it's like or Disney. what if they made it a proper fighting game or that yeah, yeah. I mean that would have been amazing <laughs> yeah but like you know like. I think Jump is honestly one of the few rosters out there that could be like, okay, we're making a serious, like, I, I think, th- 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 like a party game or something, like something yeah. that people can jump in, people who, oh, okay, I know Goku, uh-huh. yeah, I, I know, love Jump, I know Naruto, you know, but like this game is just such a piece of shit. Oh, it <laughs> wow. looks, it Jeez. looks awful. Like I, some of the character models look like hyper realistic. I like it how was. bad they look it though. <laughs> yeah, like Goku looks scary, but, but like, like if Goku existed in the real world, that's what he would look like. Oh, no. You'd be like, oh my god! No, you had, like, no, no, no. I know, I know what Goku like would nightmare. look like in the real world. They made a whole movie about yeah, it. I guess you're right. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. We have, uh, we we have, have a human that Goku, yeah. live action. He looks like that actor. Like, Naruto looks okay. Some of them look okay, but, like, Yugi is terrifying. Who's uh, the green boy? That's, the, like, that's the creative Goku character. That's Goku 2. Where's his yeah. hair? You make, your own. you make your own character. You make your own Goku. Oh, oh, gotcha. Um, if you were to make Goku from the ground up today, he wouldn't have the oh, hair. Oh, God, you know? they're right. so 2019. Yeah. Well, I mean, and then you could start bald, and then Super Saiyan's when he grows the hair. It gives you more, yeah. like, yeah. pathways yeah. to get go down. Guys, guys we have a lot of games to get through. So what's what's so bad about this game it's other than the just, fact that it looks bad? It's, it's a shitty arena fighter, and even in the, the sphere of shitty arena fighters, we've had better shitty arena fighters this year with, like, uh, Kill a Kill If. Yeah. Uh, uh, was the My Hero game this year? The My Hero game was this yeah. year. It's just... It Cutscene story is just laughable. Really, that. like, you ridiculous. can... There were a lot of clips that came out around the time of just, like, characters just kind of, like, the Deku? floating away. Is that Deku? Yeah, Deku's, Deku's in, in it. All Might's in there. Oh, There's yeah. a Yu-Gi-Oh yeah. guy. Yugi Todoroki? 
Uh, no, no. no. I will say there's no consistency with the eye size yeah. of any of these characters. It is unsettling. I kind of think I like it too. Yeah, though. I like it's the weird nightmare. Times Square they had, the like fake yeah. PKTS and the fake McDonald's. And it's like the interesting thing is like at the start of the game you choose a team. Basically, there's like three teams and each of them has a leader. Like Luffy's one of the leaders. I think Goku's one of the leaders. Goku's a leader. Naruto's a leader. And Naruto's a leader. But the and then they have boy? like Yu-Gi-Oh boys just in a crew. Like he's hanging out with Goku, and then like, you've got he could like be a leader. You've got like Deku hanging out and Sasuke hanging out with other people, and like you're like, oh, okay, cool. I'm gonna have all these interactions with characters that don't normally interact, but they never like fucking talk to each other. They they're basically Mm. just like say one sentence to you and then like do the poochie do the poochie thing and just like levitate back out to their home planet. This game's a piece of shit. Wow. How, How are the supers? They're they okay. look They're cool. They're yeah. okay. It's yeah. just like in a world where Dragon Ball Fighter Z or Fighters exist. Yeah. yeah. Like this is such a disappointment. What's that? What's up with the weird behind the back camera angle? Is, yeah. that, is there any precedent for that? Like, kind of Dragon Ball games are fighter game. Game. Long, It's like a Gundam like, you know, yeah, genre. Okay. The Naruto games. Some of the Naruto yeah. games. Yeah. Okay. The Cyber Connect people love that. And those are all bad, too. Like, the Budokai, like, all that Dragon Ball mm-hmm. stuff. Ship and I would rather play Budokai than this. Boy. Because this game is bad now. Yeah. I've said it in my piece. All right. Okay. Your one piece? Your one piece. I said my one piece. It's yeah. the name of the treasure. treasure. On the... <laughs> More like Yugi No. Wow. We're just going to keep going. I should have just said that. More like it blow coos. Wow. No? Cool. No? Okay. More like Shonen Jump. More like shit of, of the North Star. Mm-hmm. No root. No. No. Do we do that already? No. Pity Hunter. That one's for Jason. More Thank like more no like Ruto. Shitsuke. Right? Oh, no Ruto's better. Like yeah, Boruto. Bori- yeah, there we go. There um, we go. All right. But that's actually a... That's his turn. Yeah. <laughs> well, moving right along. <laughs> ah! More like Dump Force. Yeah. Ah! That's the one we were looking for. Oh. All right, fade in black. <laughs> <laughs> Brad, what's next? Metro Exodus. Oh, yeah. That came out this year. <laughs> yeah. uh, I am not the biggest Metro fan in the world or anything, and I didn't necessarily expect this game to uh, set my world on fire, but even I found it just to be kind of tedious. Yeah. Um, it's the... So, yeah, like, it's the sort of, like, pseudo-open world thing where you're kind of moving from area to area, uh, and each of those areas is kind of open. That, like, that, that seemed to be, like, the big pitch going yeah. into this. was like, hey, it's more open this time, there's more side stuff to do. Yeah, it's there's not a lot. Just a linear shooter. There totally is more side stuff to do. There's totally, like, a, a number of different interactions you can do in each of those little areas, but the problem is that I find all of it to be very sterile. Uh, there's just not much personality to it. The shooting is still... Like, it, the bullet economy is not really a thing anymore. Yeah, no. they, they got away from that. No, yeah. that was the coolest thing about these. Uh, uh, but, but you know, at some point they're like, ah, just, we want you to shoot stuff. Yeah, and, you know, like, there's still a limited amount of ammunition, but not so limited that you aren't just shooting stuff constantly. Uh, the guns never feel that great. I mean, I know they're supposed to be sort of, like, junky and post-apocalyptic, but But, it's like, just, they're just not interesting to use. No. Like, you know, this thing you have to pump up or whatever, like... It's not great. No. And, and the random encounters in those worlds suck. Like, I didn't enjoy yeah. fighting, like, the weird mutants and demons and stuff. Like, the stuff that was more story-focused, that was more about, like, the different survivors and whatnot, like, that shit was a little more interesting. I feel like the only interesting thing about this game to me was, like, the setting, this idea of just, like, we're on this train. Yeah. Like, the, the initial open of just, like, we're on this train, they think we're traitors. Oh, wait, are we traitors? I think we actually are. Yeah. That's probably for the best, though. Like, that initial setup, I thought, was pretty good. And I don't think that they do much with it. Also, like I, so I returned to this game pretty recently mm-hmm. after getting a card that could do ray tracing because oh, it was sure. a, a pretty yeah. early example of it was like one of the first games for that. And I was like, 
well, I own this and let's install it and see how it looks. And it's like, yeah, these shadows sure are slightly more shadowy. Um, it's it's a reasonably nice looking game, yeah. even without that stuff. Yep. Like I played it on One X and it looked mm. pretty good. Uh, but it just, you know, I think when they showed that first trailer and they were kind of getting out there with this game, like I think people were, or at least for me personally, I was kind of hoping they were doing something a little more inventive, something yeah. a little more, uh, you know, like it just had a little more ambition to it. And it just didn't really, to me, feel like it had that. It doesn't feel like they honed the earlier ideas, like in a in an interesting way. Like this, this seems like in some ways. Like, yeah, they're getting away from that bullet economy stuff a little bit more than they even had in the past. And, 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 and I mean, they're taking you outside the, right, you know, the exactly. underground. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's like, here's this chance for them to, like, this felt like their shot. Yeah. They're like, okay, here, we're, we're going to make this thing, and this is going to turn this from this shooter franchise that weirdos play, and this is going to be our big moment. Right. This is going to, and it, no, it is super not that. Um, yeah. Do you have to wipe um, off your mask? Yes, you do. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's it, it, like I don't hate it, but it was a game that I think I just wanted to like way more than I did, and ultimately I kind of fell off of it. Like there's there's a few interesting ideas there, yeah. but it's if you were not convinced by the other Metro games, this one certainly isn't going to be the one that does it. I, I did think this was going to be the one that was going to make me play one, two, and three. You know, to, oh, to sure. make the, yeah. like kind of in a way that's like, okay, do I need to go back and play the other right. ones? But, yeah, um, not yet, but I no. still feel like Metro yeah. could get there. Where I'm like, okay, I gotta go play. Exodus uh, 1, and what is the second one called? Was it just Metro Last 2? Light? Last Light. Last yeah. Light. Yeah. Right. I think that's yeah, that's right. Because uh, there's something about them still, every time I see them, I'm like, I think I would really like I, these. I, I really like that Eastern European kind of fatalistic post-nuclear yeah. vibe that they have going on. I feel like that's if you want that, then, you know, Stalker. Stalker, Stalker exists. Stalker. Yeah, like, yeah. And, I, and I like Stalker, yeah. but, like, you know, People who like Metro really like Metro, yeah. uh, and I feel like it's something I could get into. I think I'm just not a person that really likes Metro. Which is it's its own thing, and I, yeah. but and I feel like this was their this was I, this feels like in some ways I, I'd be curious to know like what a I, I guess this is attainable information, but we don't have it here. But like what a real Metro fan thinks of this game because I was under the impression that like maybe they kind of dumbed it down like in a way, down. watered down the formula in a way that like those people weren't necessarily thrilled with it either. Yeah, uh, in in an attempt to kind of widen the audience. So just you just look at it like man, it, you know. I feel like three weeks after this game came out, I never heard about it again. Totally. So I think this was something that like they showed off at Judges Week, and for whatever reason they decided to show it running on Xbox One, and I think like, they I did a marketing deal. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know if it was like the build was whatever it was, like it ran horribly <laughs> this event, and it was like this is what you brought to show, uh, and it's like coming into the final version, having talked to people who were there at the time, like oh no, the the real game runs better. It's it's a it's fine. Playing like okay, it did. It did ultimately run better. The final. Oh yeah, game. it absolutely did. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. But um, not great. No. Well, there you have it. Speaking uh, of next up hmm. on the list of 2019's games, Anthem. Oh, oh man, February, oh, huh? Yeah. Off brand Destiny. February was a month for sure. And way off brand. And oh, way off. Man. Way off. Generic. More like Lestiny. I don't know where to start. It's been great at Subhead. <laughs> uh, wow. Anthem. I, a game that I was, uh, I I wouldn't say was disappointed by, but I still, to this day, I still like jumping off the cliff and firing the yeah, rockets. Absolutely. On yeah, your feet, flying, right? flying the flying feels so the good. The Iron Man stuff is like, Okay, I you like see what yeah. the hook is. Yeah. The first time I flew and then like went underneath the water, I was like, "Whoa!" 
yeah. and that was the only well, time I ever felt anything. Then that was the one thing that game had. Yeah. Not yeah. much else. To but ultimately, do. I mean, they even restrain your flight ability too much, yeah. right? Yeah. Really, yeah. To really get the like, oh, you overheated again. Yeah. Fly yeah. through a waterfall. Yeah. 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 Oh, we've conveniently put water everywhere here to uh, account for this weird system. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think we need to like relitigate every one of this game's failures. I mean, like people know what this game did well I mean, and what it, it didn't at this point. I, the feeling I come away with from Anthem in the end, it's not necessarily even disappointment for me. It is sadness for yes, Bioware. That is one hundred percent the thing I wanted to say coming into this. And, is, and for EA, it is like, like a, it is a kind of like oh no, <laughs> like no. Mass Effect Andromeda was like a real low point, mm-hmm. but it was also was like you know it was made by a different studio from the core Bioware, and you wanted to think it was like a one off occurrence, and then this coming out was just sort of the final proof that like at least for now Bioware has kind of lost its way. And the, and the amount of internal kind of what seemed like internal um, uh, uh, propping up and, you know, this is it. This right. is our big thing. Yeah. And then for it to kind of really. Well, that was the thing. You know, we went and played this game at E3. And, like, yeah. in that very small slice of the game, you're like, oh, this could be really it, awesome. It made like a the great flight stuff. Yeah, it made an, ama- an amazing impression. And then they put out that demo. And I think that demo was where I, where I think a lot of people were like, this is going to be this whole game, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Hmm. And then they put out the, the, the whole game, and yes, like you know, here's a here's a first person story area to walk through oh. that you don't see any other human players, and a hastily tacked on social space that doesn't do any of the things you want a social space to do. Um, like a lot of tacked on story interactions that feel like someone came in and said, like, you need to bioware this up, <laughs> and you have seven hours. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, like dialogue choices that didn't actually do anything. Yeah, yeah, like just top to bottom, like so much of the game feels like superfluous, or, or yeah, or it feels like 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 I said, tacked on to try to make it feel like something it's not, to feel like it's more than it is. I remember just being so I didn't play a ton of this game just because it was bad, uh, but you got out. nobody you got out. Like, yeah, <laughs> I just remember being surprised by how generic everything felt. Like yeah. it truly felt like. Somebody saw Destiny, they were making a movie and needed a game to play in the background, and this was it. Like, it feels like, from the aesthetics to, like, everything about it is just so dull. It it's is. like, here's a future robotic alien type thing. Here's another one. We've seen it a million times. Right. Here's sort of, like, kind of a future nature environment. It's, it was just so generic and felt so lifeless. It is deeply lifeless, and, like, that extends to the character interactions especially. Mm-hmm. Like, the personalities in that game are just so barely sketches of human beings and characters. Like, there's yeah. just not anything there. And, and then, you know, th- you, that stuff you could forgive if, like, the action was, like, top-notch. Sure. Right. But you get out there, yeah. Like, that's, that's a good point. Like, that, that kind of future nature thing. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> so done. Uh... But then, even then, like the the world is not designed. The world is designed in an almost confusing way. Yeah, like it's parts of it are labyrinthine in a way that they couldn't have intended. Um, and just getting around that space to get to like what amounts to like a public quest or trying to get from point A to point B. Just wasn't it even complicated trying to get together and launch a mission in almost like a Monster Hunter type of way of like, wait, how do we? Yeah. Get it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't quite bad, that but, far, but right. yeah, it, yeah, it was harder than it needed to be yeah. for something that. Um, should have been better yeah, than presumably it was. was built around multiplayer. Right. Like there's a pitch of this game that you look at and go like, hell yeah, Anthem, but like none of that is realized here other than oh, I guess the Iron Man suit flies. And even tonally, I think for a game that needs to get itself away from Destiny, mm-hmm. it, it's it's aesthetic and and the choices it makes with explaining like they also kind of do this magic science thing like where you know you're this the war- almost like this warlock, yeah. you know, like oh storm you know yeah. person. It's like 
I've, there's so much of that. There's so much of that in this other game that has been around. Like, just yeah. please do something different. Uh, like a lot of jargon to just describe like mysterious abstract forces. Yeah, the, the world. like yeah. if they had been the Star Trek to Destiny's Star Wars yes. and just went like a little more sciency or something. Go hard like it science. Been, and yeah. and, uh, I, and uh, you know, as someone who was looking for a bit of story in there, it was terrible. It was, awful. It was just it just made. And they, or they didn't give enough of it, or what I saw was just not fun to engage with, to the point where you fly out and just just felt meandering. Yep. Like, uh, and, and you get to the end of that game, and you have like the post credit sequence that was ostensibly meant to set up some piece of DLC that never came out, yeah, yeah. where they're just like, oh, the real threat's coming. And you're like, oh, thank you for dumping <laughs> the single piece of potentially interesting lore here at the very end of the game. Finish the fight. Um, and then they didn't finish the game. So you and can't then, finish the fight. Now Maybe they, they'll finish the game someday. I don't know. Now that, they, that's they don't a weird, even talk about a it weird anymore. Skunk Works finish the game project. Yeah, there's a story going around that they're trying to reboot it. And really? Up. Oh yeah. 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 Wait, like, so re- like, like supposedly, supposedly a major effort inside Bioware to like fully rebuild this game. Yeah. Wow. That's Ooh. awesome. That's that's a crazy, <laughs> yeah. Thing. crazy. Yeah. Like, like conceptually, like like imagine the goodwill that they must be happy. Like. We we can't just walk away from this because no one will fall for it a third time. <laughs> Mass Effect already burned the bridge once, and here we are. Like we have to make good on this for people, or we might as well just pack up our fucking desk. We might like as well set fire teams. to these fucking yeah. Dragon Quest discs we've been working yeah. on because That's, yeah, like just put in it. Yeah, if Cal Lightsaber was in it, that probably solved the issue. Wait, so like just just relaunch Anthem? Yeah. I mean, it's all rumored at this point, but yeah, that that's the idea. Like Anthem Next or Anthem 2.0, or yeah. whether it's a remaster of a game that they just made or. Director's I mean, I, yeah. it almost feels at this point like games like this get rebuilt more often sure. than not. Like every loot game, even if it was popular, first. like it, it could. Yeah, totally. Like games a... absolutely change, but like I, I would a few love... of them start out this bad. <laughs> yeah, Final Fantasy fourteen. I like, said few, you know, not yeah. none. Is, is maybe the other yeah. example that I can think of, but that was a full-on subscription MMO. Yeah. That's like an ongoing revenue stream that like it, it just seems like a different business to case than this. Where Final Fantasy like, is a much more valuable IP that you mm. can't. But also, there's just so much other Final Fantasy that people are fans of that it's a lot easier to sweep a bad MMO under the rug. Uh, whereas this is just like, yeah. I, I feel like this is the credibility of a studio going forward. Like, no one's going to buy a Dragon Age unless they make Anthem right, maybe. But even then, would they? I, it's, I, I wonder in the broader sense how many people even know Anthem and Dragon Age are made by the same studio. Yeah, I'd buy right? Dragon yeah. Age. Right. I'm sure. excited to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I think, I think my general thought was Anthem releases, oh boy, it's, it's real clunker. And then, hey, six months, they put so much into it, six months we got a big turn on sure. Anthem, right? They populate it, they figure yeah. out the quest stuff. Man, some of that stuff with those doors so that were locked. Like, like, yeah. yeah. I will also I, say, I mean, granted much different because I do feel like I enjoy Destiny at the start. It just sort of like, when I first played Destiny at the very beginning, it kind of like puttered out. And it's like, well, I've kind of done all there is to do. Whereas this is more just like, playing it's not fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe they're trying to do like a Destiny thing of like, well, they could turn it around. Yeah. Why not us? But, but, but they've been so radio silent on yeah. Anthem where I feel like, you know, Destiny, they felt like they got out there, they messaged, and I feel like with Anthem... Didn't they just scrap their whole plan? Didn't they? A lot of yeah, yeah. Like they put out they put out a roadmap yeah. ahead of launch yeah. that they I don't think they've made good on the first chapter of my, that. Thing. My favorite thing about that was like, yeah, people were complaining about that on like Reddit or whatever. You know, people are like, hey, when's this update? These updates are supposed to come out, and then some people found an exploit, like a glitch, to get better loot way faster than intended, and they immediately yes. patched that out. Yeah. And people were like, so okay. someone's listening. Yeah. Yeah. Hang on, listening. We're having fun with the game now. What are you yeah. doing? Yeah, it was like the one thing. But then there was, get excited about. 
the thing is, like, they would have patches that would break things yeah. as well as fixing them. There was a, a situation for a while where, like, the starter gun was the best gun in the game. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, that a was lot of the weird, bad math. Damage and scale. Yeah. That, yeah. Was, that was very brief. That was, like, a yeah, week or something. Exactly. But still, but still but it's like triple A, like, huge it's been, game. I feel like that's been the case of that game. It's just like, here's another update. It doesn't actually fix the thing you perceive needs to be fixed. And introduces more systems that you're just like, what? Who? They, they've had they've had profound issues with like loot balance and yeah. itemization and all the kind of nuts and bolts of what makes a game like this go. They haven't quite fixed, from my understanding, or figured out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like there were there, <laughs> guns would drop when the game came out with buffs on them that did not pertain to that gun. Nice. Like it's just crazy. And uh, I don't want to harp on it forever, but it was the buggiest thing I have played since Mass Effect Andromeda. Oh, the network issues, yeah. They're like, still persistent. Yeah, I've got a friend who just recently got his origin and got uh, you know, Anthem up and running, and we're experiencing the same network errors that, yeah. that, that I was wow. since day one. But just all kinds of broken quests and like core functionality. Yeah. And it what, shut off my was, PS4 twice. It had that bug. It had that bug that literally would just hard power off your PS4 to what? black screen. Yeah. It happened twice, and then I stopped That's playing it on PS4 because I was afraid. I had that, that bug where you got so to those, they fixed it. You get to those doors, and they're like, "Go kill twenty-five of these things, get fourteen of these," and then I said, "I can't." <laughs> what do you? Why? Yeah. That was a, a crazy situation where like people were playing the game in like whatever high-tier origin access, like you pay them the high, the fifteen dollars a month or whatever, and you get to play Anthem a week early, and those players, like they they reduced the requirements on those doors. They did like pretty early on. But oh, right. like, oh, I forgot about and, that and, whole and thing. They, they had yeah. stuff where they were like, well, it's going to be fixed in our day one patch. Oh. And it's like, guys, motherfucker, this game has been playable for near a week yeah. for the people who paid the most yeah. money for it. Right. Uh, you're and, and, you're, and, and your excuse is it's not day one yet. Yeah. Like, give me a fucking break. I just thought that was like such a bummer to yeah. hit, hit those roadblocks. And, you know, some games do it well. But like for me, I think it just it was it was extra bad because it was the most game thing in this Bioware. What I'm looking for is a lore-heavy game, and you just hit a door that's like, you need yeah. to get 25 you, kills on you, this. You hit a door that says, like, you need to grind more because yeah. this game is not long enough. Right, exactly. Also, and once it, you complete the grind, you walk through a door and hit use on a on a like a coffin and get a paragraph of text and walk back out. Like, oh, that's man. the payoff yeah. for all that grind. What, uh, a, what a thing, yeah. Uh, that's, let's, let's stop grinding on this one. Yeah, I mean... I I would love nothing more than to see Anthem like this great underdogs like redemption okay. story where it comes back and is huge and amazing. But but we're not going to see that in calendar 2019. They, they have a lot to prove if they're yeah. going to keep going with this. Yeah, if, if I if that's truly the path that they're on to actually fix this thing, like what is the make good though for do you give it out free? Like part of that story was they're trying to decide like is it a bunch of updates? Is it one big relaunch? Like how do yeah. we? charge people for it or not you stuff don't like, that. Yeah, like that, i feel like that that's like a telling like if there's a conversation happening internally with someone saying like how do we chart what do we charge people for this and the answer isn't people going zero you yeah. asshole yeah. i mean that's, like, that's what, the right call like, what the fuck is wrong how could you what right. i mean wasn't that the like battlefront 2 thing that they like had to change major parts of that and they didn't charge anything obviously it would require way bigger things here than like loot boxes yeah, like yeah. i mean the battlefront 2 stuff was like it was a very hasty fix Hours before the game went on sale, mm -hmm. yeah, uh, that like reviews were getting ready to run and all this, and they had already right. started to hear the blowback, and they were like, "Uh, <laughs> turn it off." Hey, we've we've issued a statement on this. We fixed it, and they did, a they didn't did fix, fix it, it, but b like their fix was to like just shut off microtransactions like three hours before the game came out. 
Like just the most like God, that was a crazy evening. Yeah, games are, right. Games, games are wild right now. EA is yeah. in a very strange place. They've yeah. had a run. Live games are amazing. The part where you can turn parts off, maybe just reboot a thing that's already out, yeah. and just say this is it. We, we've always been at war yeah. with Anthem, <laughs> right? You know, yeah. um, that, that it's so bizarre. <laughs> oh man! All right. On that note, <laughs> what do we got? Uh, Godspeed to the Anthem team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really? Got their work cut out for them, but I, I hope they get there. And the Casey Hutton team came back already. for this, right? Was that? Yeah, oh, Casey yeah. Hutton come back uh, for him? Well, left I mean, again, not right? necessarily just for this, but yeah, he did. He came back to run the studio. Did he leave again? No, he's still, oh, he's still there. Okay. He showed up and announced Dragon Age at the Game Awards and was just like, so, yeah. I want to say right, he, he back later. came back less than a year before this came out, I want to say. Something okay. like that. Um, I imagine, like, you walk into this and you did what? <laughs> While I was gone? God bless them. I feel so bad for them, but they're, like, trying their best to do, like, seasonal events and stuff like that, the thing that every other live game does. Right. Like, they had a winter event. Yeah. They still be going. Oh, Anthem did? Like, you know, it's, it's got a name. I think it's, like, Ice Tide or something like that. And oh. it's, like, there's unique stuff to get, but, there? like... There's just so nothing there underpinning like this fluff on top. It's like a Charlie you know? Brown Christmas tree like, somewhere in there. Now it's is the winter of our discontent. <laughs> like it literally took Destiny five fucking years and two and a half games to get to a point where the player base is happy with it. Yeah. And now they can do all these seasonal <laughs> events on that. Like you've got to have your your framework there before you can. Uh, you know, I, I hope they get there. It'd be interesting to see what that game looks like if it was good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Flying yeah. is a fun in a video game. It turns out. Uh, what else is fun in video? Games? They put out a new Trials game. They did, yeah. Trials uh, Rising good came series. out. Came out in February. Yeah, yeah. I I like it more than Fusion. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't like the future stuff in Fusion. I like really? it being well, the, more the kind trick of like stuff. Didn't. Yeah, the trick stuff was kind of right. The ATB stuff with the yeah. yeah I didn't, I didn't, like didn't need it. Um, but they're like they're they're went back to its roots, yeah. Exactly. And like Evolution's my favorite one, and this seems like it was kind of harking back to that kind of formula and feel. Uh, it was just something about it. Uh, the, the tracks were pretty good. I didn't necessarily like the the map system, and I thought it was weirdly confusing. All the, all the menus, like there's a lot, there's too much downtime between levels. Yeah, like, yeah it's yeah. like okay, go back to this map and then do this, and, and then, oh, like, we're showing one of the level, and watch these meters fill, so you can yeah. unlock the dab. Yeah, you know, and like all the like, all the loot box stuff in this game, yes. like all the XP meters filling up, and you unlocking. A fucking new bike chain, like a tire tread sticker that you can put on your helmet or something. This is what I think it comes down to with me: is that I understand why any developer will feel the need to build upon their core concepts, to develop them, to add new things, to try new things. The problem is with trials, and this is true, I think, of just about every fucking trials game. Anything in trials that is not you literally just driving a motorcycle over dumbass ramps yep. is never interesting or good. Yeah. The tandem bike stuff was kind of funny. Yeah. I had some fun but that's, that. that's you doing silly. that. That's that is you're still doing the core thing. Yeah, it's true. And like they tried to do um, like some better training stuff here, yeah, like better tutorial stuff. Yeah. yeah, but like the way that gets presented, so. As someone who has been worming his way through a bunch of different Stadia games, I just played the first hour of Trials Rising again last week, and the onboard, just the process of getting up and running in that game, and and here we're going to show you this university stuff. We're going to do it like it's. Mm. It's pretty like slow. This yeah. map stuff, yeah. the, the, all the menu love, stuff is terrible. I really yeah. didn't love the coliseums, the like trials yeah. where you start with eight people, then you go down to four people. It's like here's this fake yeah. multiplayer thing. Yeah. yeah, that didn't seem. I did necessary. like that they were pulling real ghost data from your yeah. friends. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a cool idea. But 
I mean, that's the thing. And I think here, when you are just doing the trials thing, when you are when you are allowed to just get past all the UI bullshit and are just doing the stuff, yeah. you just do, it's good tracks. Like, there's a lot of yeah, like, yeah. like quality stuff in there and fun humor stuff, like uh, the piano falls on your head bullshit yeah. that happens at the end of every. Yeah, their the Warner Brothers cartoon time, shit is still funny. Yeah, at the same yeah. time, they've made a lot of trials games now. They have. Yes. Like, that yes. that the, the novelty of the core. Yeah. Stuff yep. is just not there as much as it was. I probably for me. spent more time playing the mobile trials game than this, uh, just because like it's situational. You're like, oh, I'm somewhere where I have a phone and nothing else. Right. Played the Flash game this year. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But like, yeah, that that Trials HD, like those those the the golden era of Trials was great, and I thought Fusion was still good, even if yeah. the trick stuff didn't need to be in it. But I think this was the point where it's like, okay, this formula is this yes. formula, yes. and yeah. as much as I Love trials. It it does need to be something slightly more. Yeah, the trick I liked, thing wasn't it. I liked playing but, it, but it needed something to like get you to play it. Right? It needed some like some reason because at this point it's like more trials is more trials. It's fine when I'm doing it, but there's like there's no like one le- one extra thing that could there are a lot of other game. exciting games out there to yeah. play that have like leaderboard stuff or competitive things in them. Uh, that you know they, they aren't trials per se, but I could get a lot of exciting video game action elsewhere, and having played the shit out of a lot of Trials games, like I kind of yeah. didn't find myself coming back it's, to this. It's less that there is still diminishing returns with each of these games; it's that the returns have officially diminished. Like there just totally. isn't yeah. much yeah. else. It's, it's like it's cool, and, and I'm sure like people that are big Trials fans are into it. Like the the level creation stuff has always been cool. Yeah. Um, I think if we, yeah, man. I think for me personally, this came out and I, it didn't seem like it was doing anything new for Trials, but if you took a break from Trials... Oh, yeah, a long we, break. And we came back on the next-gen stuff and they said, look at this Trials on here, I think I'd be... Really <laughs> yeah, ready. give me a couple yeah. of years. Give yeah. me give me some... Come up with some new ideas, you know, spitball yeah. stuff. Even if that new idea is like we've got hot new tech that makes mm-hmm. the Trials games look different or, or yeah, whatever yeah. it is, right? And it's the same old Trials formula but on this new thing... But this one kind of just seems... Yeah. Yeah. I think we don't overthink it. Don't overdo it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. need the, the futuristic tracks. I don't yep. need the tandem stuff. I don't need... All this progression All this stuff fucking like, you know, uh, loot box and the All this system. gear I could not yeah. give less there, of a shit about. Yeah. Weren't there points in this where you kind of like had to go back and earn more stars on old tracks? Yeah. I mean, that's the on? thing that's happened a lot. Like, even yeah. like, yeah. the older ones had that. I yeah, and it was also a case of, of with Trials Fusion, they put out a lot of DLC for that game. Yes, it was all themed and oh, like man, yeah. like not themed in way. Like I thought the DLC was worse than the base game in some of its like. If you didn't like the future stuff in in base Fusion, man, I liked that stuff. But by the time they got there, it was like, come on, yeah. Um, the spirit of Trials, I just don't think this did it that much for me. Yeah, I just uh, it I makes mean, me think that uh, it's about time. Yeah, for I a had new Trackmania. I had <laughs> a solid go. week and a half with this game that I was fine with, but mm-hmm. like I have not thought about it since. It yeah. made me laugh several times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, for me, Trials just needs something new, and I'm not sure what that is, but I'm not sure they know what it is. Yeah. Or some like I could use a little time away. Yeah, unless you played all that DLC, then it was a was lot like more recent. Four or five years? Three, four years or something? That's not that long. Eh. Like, In a world where games come out every 11 months. <laughs> that, that's true, but it was still the same console generation, so. Yeah. yeah. It's fair. All right. Um, how about we talk about Ape Out? Let's talk about Ape yeah, Out. Sure. Now, that's a game that's cool. Ape yeah. Out is cool. Ape, Ape Out is the coolest cool. game. It's got style. So it is a top-down action game uh, in the vein of, let's say, like something like a Hotline Miami, and that you are—it is a game full of murder puzzles. Uh, you are an ape, and you want out, 
and that is uh, there are a bunch of guys with guns that would like to prevent you from getting out. So what you do is you grab them, and you either make them shoot their guns at other guys with guns, or you throw them at the guys and pick up their decapitated limbs and hit them with them. Uh, ultimately, you are leaving blood splatters I, yeah, everywhere. Yeah, you break a lot of cool glass. I have a, a lot of great percussion. I have a question. Why are the guys so afraid to shoot you? Uh, it's you're not, a, you're a, big you're a gigantic. If a gigantic okay. gorilla started running at you, yeah, and you had a gun, would you immediately be like, "Oh, I got this," or would you be like, "Oh, fuck"? You shit your pants first. Okay, sure. Yeah, there's has sure. to be at least a few seconds of pants shitting before you get the gun <laughs> yes. ready. Uh, this is a really tight game. It, I really like the way it feels. Like the the action has a really nice flow to it. It's just tight enough to where like. You know, you can fl- you can move through it in a way that where it's like it feels very like there's a great flow to it, but also you can't just run and kill everyone all the time because if you do that, you're likely to get trapped somewhere and get killed. Mm-hmm. And and the whole thing is against this kind of Saul Bass uh, style, like, yeah, uh, that's cool. title sequence and like '60s uh, bebop jazz, like yeah. just the percussions are happening, yeah. the, the music is happening as you're. It's dynamic. Like they, I can, they present I can, it like an album. Yes. yes. Each, like each I, of the four worlds is an album unto itself. I feel like I can like imagine the drums that are in this without even having yeah. heard it. Well, so the cool thing about the soundtrack, and this is actually one of the, the, the neatest things about it, is that it's not just hitting random notes <laughs> when you are playing. There is an AI system underneath that has like a huge library of jazz drums and different like uh, drum styles and rhythms that is building, a like it is in, in real time building a song out of the way you are playing. Right. So it is matching music and composing something in real time as you are playing as opposed to just hitting a library of sound effects. And it, it works super well. It works really well. Yeah. Like as you're throwing guys into walls and the cymbals are crashing. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, it's all time. It makes the impact so much more. And it just suits the aesthetic so well, too. Yeah. It's, it's a really, like, it gets real hard. Like the last two yeah. worlds are very challenging, uh, sometimes not as much in a fun way. But it's also not super long. Like that's a game that you could beat in four yeah. or five hours probably. And I think it, it, it lasts just as long as it should. And the whole progression of it, I think, is just like really smartly designed. I found myself wishing that like when you're carrying a large object, you moved less slowly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that's, it's, there's some really sluggish spots in this game when you're like, I need to carry this over here and do a thing. The nice thing is there isn't a ton yeah, of that. Yeah, not a ton of it. But yeah. it, it was just enough like when they first introduced that, I was just like, man, this is kind of bringing yeah. up my flow. Uh, mine was my kind of biggest gripe with it was I think in a session after about two and a half hours, I, I felt like I got yeah. my ape out. Yeah. Um, and then I, I started getting to the more difficult stuff. You have to was, get him out at least a couple more times. <laughs> right. And it was like, I, you know, I think I got it. Yep. And, and I really enjoyed it. Uh, but I, I think I did not feel a need to just like yeah, keep aping everything out. out but man, time. it is a, it's a, it's a, stylistic and uh, impressive impression yeah, of, uh, I, of a game. I think I liked it probably more than anyone else here. Like, I, it was the first game this year that I felt like I really latched onto in a serious way, uh, and I just, I don't know, like, I've gone back to it multiple times and just, like, replayed levels because it is just fun. I didn't I didn't play it because I saw it and I was I kind of dismissed it as, like, hey, I, I, okay, I played Hotline Miami already. Yeah, but it totally. Sounds like, it sounds it's like another Devolver game. It sounds, so but it sounds like, sounds like that was not it, entirely fair. Yeah. It, 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 I think the pace is less puzzling and, yeah. and faster and i think when you die it reshuffles the level enough where you can go through and you're just you have to make very quick choices in it and i think that's different than hotline where i think at least when i played it i plot plot out right. my path you know where more. all the stuff is in those levels and i feel like stopping at least in the early levels if ape out you're just you're running grabbing yeah. a guy moving and, and if we had a best death screen of the year award i think this might be it where it just says dead and it shows your path through it yes. i think that's really yeah, cool. yeah that's mm. neat 
It's it's a killer game, and it's yeah. it's probably it's definitely one of my favorites. It's a killer ape. Yep. Whoa. Damn. All right. Um, and that takes us through the end of February of 2019. Seems like a good stopping place to uh, sure. take another break, sure. uh, and then we'll come back and resume with March. <laughs> The Games of March. That's the... Beware the Games of March. Yeah, that's the Roman thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's just Beware the Games, though. Oh. Or Beware March. I can never remember. <laughs> just Beware everything. March yeah. Rise yeah. Up. Yeah. Cast yeah. Yeah. March Madness. Cast a wide net. Uh-huh. Be extra careful. Uh, March is where we're at in uh, the list of 2019's games. On to the first of March. My True Love Gave to Me. Came at Dead or Alive 6. Oh. Oh, man. Bikini battle. Uh, Completely forgot that that happened. Yeah, mm-hmm. right? That's Dead or Alive 6, I feel like it kind of came and went without too much fanfare. Like, it, the people who no, like it still it like did. it. The Well, I mean, the thing is, is that it kind of released without, like, online lobbies. And, right. You know, there wasn't a yeah. huge scene behind it. But, uh, you know, they they did add some some new uh, tricks. I guess, sweat. You know, a lot of sweat. Uh, they, they had sweat since 5. Uh, yeah, sweat's very sweat last. made its last promise oh. return, uh, for sure. Does the sweat like stain your clothes gradually, or is it just suddenly there's water splashing off? Just probably just water splashing. <laughs> okay, off. just curious. But uh, yeah, the clothes uh, there's like battle damage and stuff. They also oh. have like the the slow mo feature that you see in, in a lot of Tekken matches, which is kind of cool. Yeah, is it, okay. is it as well implemented? No, no, okay. they've, they've got some so. some new like a you know you kind of mash out a combo that goes into a super move, yeah, you know, almost like an auto combo type yeah. thing. So that that's just like an accessibility thing for the most part, but. Uh, like it's not the most uh, you know optimized combo or anything like that, but it's super easy to do yeah. and super easy to see see that you know cool super move actually hit sometimes. So I really enjoy low level dead or alive play <laughs> and <laughs> high level dead or alive play and the things it would take to get there. I'm just never going to be able to mm. invest the time. Yes. Yeah, so I had a really good time with this until I started trying to get online with it because the only people playing this game on the internet are people that are way invested in dead or alive. Yeah. And, uh, that's that's where it kind did of this, fell apart for me. Did this one really pick up much steam at all this year? Because I feel it's like steam. no. Okay, well, aha. Uh, hundreds of dollars of costume DLC. I feel oh, like right. I want to say I saw it, the, the finals for it on the listing for Evo, but I can't remember if not, that actually happened or not. Not no, me. No. No. Okay, but it's, it, you know, Dead or Alive is always a pretty particular thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and these but, games have been pretty good for a while, and this is kind of another one of those. I would have preferred more Virtua Fighter characters, mm-hmm. since that was the cool thing about Five. Um, There's just kind of not much noteworthy in either direction about this game. Yeah. It was just very, like, yeah, they didn't fuck it up. I think they made another one. I think it's mechanically and it's, it's an improvement, but it's yeah. still not It's going to stand out. And the net code is garbage, yeah. right? I mean, unless they changed it, but I remember I like, last time I was trying to play it on the internet, it was a bad time. Yeah. Um, but this game's alright. Yep, it's alright. It it's alright. Completely alright, but there's some much heavier hitter. On some level, I'm amazed that Dead or Alive is still trucking along <laughs> yeah. and like making games that are tolerable well, or, or they competent. Make, you know, these games, like you casually mentioned, will have, you know, thousands of dollars worth of costume DLC and yeah. some maniacs buy all of it yeah, we are not those maniacs. No, though. when's Extreme Beach Volleyball Four coming out? I think that I think Four technically already happened. But Wait, it was for the Vita. Vita. I was going to say that it had to have been a Vita. Yeah. Paradise or Paradise? Like Paradise. Or, oh right. 
And then it didn't come out here or something? Yeah, it came out here. I reviewed it. I remember. It. Okay, then there was one after that, I okay. think, maybe. Huh. Because they you didn't... censored butt battle. Rumble away my butt battle. Use their hands now. I'm, if I go to Zack Island, I want Zack to get that ass out, and I want him to battle with it. Exactly. It's not, is that too much to ask? <laughs> Let's just go watch the Dead or Alive movie. No. No. Yeah. Only the Kevin Nash I'm things. That movie is okay. No, it's not, but it's a great okay. kind of bad. It is an entertaining uh, uh, kind of bad. That's what I mean. If he's uh, he's Bass. Who is, is who's, he Bass? Who is Nash? In he's the, the, the Hulk Hogan surrogate yeah, character. Yeah. 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 He's a, yeah. Hmm. Got one NWO member. Yeah. Close enough. Eric yeah. Roberts is in it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Great. Great. <laughs> well, speaking of great, somebody put Left Alive on this list. That great. wasn't me. And I, I think I might be the only one that... Too bad, this. you have to talk about it. Oh, Left geez, Alive? Really? Okay, it's got uh, Yoji Shinkawa art, yeah. and that's about the only good thing about this. I uh, think that this is notable... Oh, this fucking game! Yeah, yeah this is notable, <laughs> if I think, for how poor an execution it was. I mean, this is a... Was it... Can, Correct me if I'm wrong, Square Enix? Or no? Oh, yeah, the yeah, Square Enix, I think. It was like terrible, terrible stealth. Uh, we've got the quick look up on the screen. I'm trying to think is about... Is this the one with the guard who eventually was standing on top of the van? Yeah. Yes. 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 Oh, God. Really I, bad stealth. I forgot this is technically a front mission game? It is. No. It is. It is, it is it's in the universe. Oh, no. It's wild that this was made this year. <laughs> I remember this being exceptionally bad. I remember we couldn't this get it like running a, on most computers. Okay, I was going to say, this <laughs> looks like a PS2 game running on a really nice emulator upscaled to 4K or this, something. Like, yeah. This and Quiet Man came out within like five months <laughs> yeah. of each other. They were doing some great work. Yeah. <laughs> All of the menu stuff I've seen is the most Metal Gear Solid ass. The sound effects stuff. and everything, mm-hmm. clicking through things. Yeah, it's hundred percent Metal Gear uh, without all the good stuff. But yeah, it is a real trash ass game. Yes. So like it's like a Metal Gear Solid three then. Oh, Jesus Christ! God all about the good stuff. Wow. Jesus, you Jesus, can't Jeff. possibly believe that. Jesus, what? Jeff. <laughs> three is the best one. I'm not even a Metal Gear fan, and Jesus, Jeff. <laughs> three, is the best. three is the best Metal Gear. <laughs> I might rather play Survive. I'd rather play Survive than other games. Well, I was going to say other games. Yeah, game well, away, but yeah, he didn't sure. make it Survive. Yeah. Anyway, this game left that life sucks. No. Yeah. Let's let's leave this one not alive. Yeah. Wow, no. left it dead. Yeah, Jeez. No, left it dead. Left or dead? Now you're on yeah. to I like it a lot. <laughs> dead or okay? Yeah, yeah, dead or alive? Left or dead or alive? Hmm. <laughs> That's the crossover I would like to see. <laughs> left or dead or alive? Christy going pills here. Fame Douglas monopolizes the pills. That's right. Moving right along. Yeah. Next game, the occupation. Oh yeah, this fun. was this was an interesting. Uh, it, it's not a fantastic overall game, but it's a really interesting um, set piece game where you're. It's got some stealth. It's a kind of an adventure game, first person, almost point and clicks. That when I say adventure game, I know that's a very broad term these mm-hmm. days, but it's more like adventure game in the style of point and click adventure game. Finding mm-hmm. items, finding items uh, on this, in this clockwork world that is kind of going through its motions. And so you have to be in certain places at the right time to oh. execute and, and find out what is going on in this uh, dystopian future. Is you're like the on Brexit the verge. Game? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So you're like on the verge of like things going real bad. Like what, what, okay. what would it look like if things were about to go real bad and you're kind of on this precipice of it? Uh, it's it's neat. the The voice acting is is kind of hit or miss. It's uh, very British, very much so. Uh, but it's it's worth taking a look if you're into these types of games. Uh, like it's not maybe going to rise above 
the din from 2019 in terms of, of games, but for this particular type of game, mm. I think it does it pretty well. I will say it was one of my favorite games to watch you play this year. Yeah, I enjoyed the, the moments you got out of it. You're kind of sneaking around this... Uh, um, Ministry, mm-hmm. uh, and ministry not in the church sense, but yeah, in the but a government, government 1984 agency. style yeah, yeah. ministry of thought kind of thing, yeah. uh, and hacking computers and, and doing that kind of stuff. Trying yeah. to, you're a journalist trying to put stuff together. It's, mm-hmm. it's neat. It's, a, it's got a cool concept. I remember being intrigued by it. I think I, because you played mouse and keyboard, I think I played a bit of it on the PS4, and I think I had a lot of difficulty with the movement mm-hmm. and like picking stuff up because it seemed like it's very much designed for mouse and keyboard and didn't necessarily translate. Oh, yeah, I had a better too fiddly. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it's that a lot. Sense. It's a kind of a lot of like swing the mouse this way and yeah. turn it yeah. this way. And it was the thing I because I, I was intrigued by. It, I wanted to play more, but I think I just was like fighting against the controls too much and just never finished it. Cool. Okay, that's the occupation. There you have it. Hmm. The occupation has been occupied. Oh, there you go. We don't have to do it for every game. Okay. <laughs> no, we do. <laughs> no, We're we in it now. We absolutely do. Doesn't they cry five? Oh man. It's oh good. man, they made yeah. that shit. Yeah, they made it. yeah, they made it. And people liked it. It's yeah, it's incredible. It's, it's the third best that will make cry. It's it's up there. I'd say three, three one five. I definitely yeah. had a great time. Yeah, with it. I can get down with that ranking. Yeah, wait, yeah. Well, what is it? Three one five. I'd say. Hmm. Why? Ooh. Three four two. Ooh. Three being the best. One yeah. and five. Three is the yeah. best one. Yeah. Two is the worst. Two is definitely the worst. Wait, yeah. have you played one recently? Uh, not like in the last year, yeah, but you maybe want to go back and give it a shot. I'm not saying now in 2019. I disliked Devil, Devil May Cry when it came out. Oh, it was like, the coolest was shit in the world. Just... Infinite ammo, you can shoot up in the air with a shotgun. Juggle them. Juggle them. Shotgun. I loved it. I loved it when it came out, and I'm not sure that it holds up. Anyway, we're here. Anyway, to return to form after the the DMC debacle, as it were. All those that game. Actually, I love that game. I love that game as well. I said, as it were, that game's enjoyable. But I feel like not seem to enjoy. I love it. Iteration of yes. that game, I loved it mm-hmm. as well. Um, but it's almost like a different thing at this it's, point. It's yeah, it's, thing, yeah. yeah, it's, it's retelling, reimagining, whatever. This is it. Was like return. their chance to make Devil May Cry good, and then <laughs> people were like, "No, we want it to be bad." They did. They made it good. Yeah, people down. It. It's all good. Anyway, too. So well, turn to you know the the, uh, the old characters, so old Dante, uh, old Nero from Four. Yeah, such, uh, and then one and Goob. Yeah, v. one new goob. I like, yeah. I like V. I like uh, V. It's it's you, you have a dedicated button that's just read poetry. Uh, yeah, it's so stupid. V the Viva the hell goth guy. Yeah, he's yeah. a hands off character. He just sits in the background. You can control yeah. these familiars, and I thought they did a really good job. That was making interesting. Him so, that was interesting. The idea is really cool. I, yeah. I think, yeah. but I just for me, Devil May Cry is so much like just getting up in someone's face and having very direct control over every sure. single thing you're doing. And every do you have to? Do you have to play him? You yeah. do. There are chapters. Oh, where that's you have right. To. That's right. They don't let you pick characters. Either. Right. And I mean, there are cool things you can do with like he's got this like spirit hawk and then this like panther situation. thing. And when you summon the the big golem guy yeah. and hop on its back and yeah. start smashing around on it. The problem is that dude gives off the energy of a direct to video crow sequel <laughs> protagonist. Like he's like he's the third or fourth crow. He's not killing that can rain all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think this is my first step into the Devil May Cry series, and I was surprised how much I actually enjoyed it. Um, I liked how corny it was. Yeah, like, I think corny. that if yeah. this guy wasn't this, like, mall goth, I wouldn't be as interested. <laughs> Adam like, Driver pretty boy goth. Leto, like, oh, no. goth. Um, I also, I, you know, I never super got the hang of, like, the combo system, but I still found the, the combat pretty satisfying. Cool. Um, I enjoyed it. I didn't love it enough to actually finish it. I really I was I surprised it. how much I enjoyed it. Also, we I got it, and it, it, it does get a bit repetitive towards the end. Mm. Some repeated areas. 
Uh, yeah, yeah. The cutscene, the the, yeah, the DLC like yeah. storyboard oh, cutscene like stuff was incredible. The most inspired yeah. bonus in the yeah. game in a very long time. Yes. Also, yeah. Virgil's back. Virgil's great. That, that, that's a yeah. huge spoiler, I guess. But <laughs> we said at the top. I know. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, that's, that's a big deal. And yeah, it turns out to be that's uh, that's Nero's dad. Um, Virgil is. Virgil. Yes. Yeah. No, I don't think I picked up on that. Okay. <laughs> he has a cool oh, sword. Sorry. How did you not <laughs> yeah. pick up? On it's his dad. It was yeah. Virgil, and then it was tree, Vincent. Man. And then after that, it was Vincent. Uh, it was, it was and then Vincent. he became as uh, he was part. Yeah, Virgil. Something I don't know what these people are. Uh, yeah, Soul, Soul Train Jones. Jones. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I see. Okay, yes, yes, of course. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's real cool. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, especially yeah. Uh, we're looking at some of the previs, the bonus material and stuff. <laughs> so it's it's really wild. You that can they play put that the stuff game in there. The, these cutscenes. I think that's yeah. great. Yeah, it's a nice touch. They seem sure. to know what they were doing with the yeah. sequel and yeah. had the right attitude yeah. toward they, it. It's, That's it, what I appreciate, I think, most out of it. It seems like they wanted to make a fun game and had fun doing it. Yeah. Or at least had fun doing this part, I hope. And that is the most you can ask for from a Devil May Cry game, I think. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You think they'll make a six? Yes. I hope. Yeah, sure. This did all right. I just, yeah. As of September, <laughs> they were saying 2.7 million. So that sounds like they've got to be pretty good. Keep going. Okay. Yeah. So. Inspired. God, so silly. I could just Something sit here else. and chuckle all day over this. Uh, yeah, uh, stylish hard action. Seems like they yeah. just kind of delivered what people wanted. Yeah, yeah. totally. Which is cool. Uh, and I just accidentally closed the tab for the list. No! Uh, work, Brad. Keep talking. No, no, I'm sorry, never mind. Here it is. Uh, Hypnospace Outlaw is the next game. Yeah. yeah. On the list. Uh, it's just a, it's, this is one of those <laughs> games. Cities, the game. That... I would have never known I wanted. It's a game yeah. where you play a internet cop issuing referrals against pe- like people. Geo- You're writing tickets to the internet. Yeah, yeah. Geo- you play as an AOL mod. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And it's like, you know, you, the basic structure is you get a, a mission like, hey, we heard there's people selling uh, elite stuff not using HypnoCoin, the official currency of the Hypno uh, space. Yeah. And so you have to, like, go through and basically use keyword That's searches. because HypnoCoin's corrupt. Yeah, okay? And they won't let me sell well, my stuff. I mean, I don't know. Has anyone else beaten this game? No. I'm no. pretty close. I, I, it got yeah. hard. Shit. I played yeah. a fair amount shit of it. pops off in this I game. had to stop and start over because I, I took up too much of a break from it. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, shit. What I am I looking for? I don't even know how to find. It gets really real. I, I think that's where yeah. the, it, I, I loved everything up until there were portions where they're like, just go out there and find infractions. And I was like, oh, these are too many pages <laughs> to look for. Uh, but like I, I feel like so many of the pages were worth reading on their own. Yeah. Yes. And I, I feel like so much of their material lands, like so many of the jokes of like, and they've created this bad alternate pre-internet or early internet. You know, yeah. it's not just hey, here's a bunch of web pages, here's a bunch of GeoCity stuff. It's like it's got technology that didn't exist back then, but right. like you could see a world where like this happened instead mm-hmm. of HTML or, or AOL took off in a way that made this a reality, and it's just so. I would I would suggest playing through this game with a guide open. Like, totally, you don't need to like. It, this isn't like Outer Wilds where half the fun is like wandering around no. and then stumbling yeah, into something. I think like, that's my only real criticism of it is that the gameplay part of it feels much more just like the thing they put in there so that you can look at all the goofy ass web pages. Sure. Like, it's there yeah. specifically just to propel you forward. Yeah, yeah. I, I do wish it moved. Like, that was my biggest complaint is like it moves so slowly and in the thing of like you'll be on a web page and there are five infractions you have to click one individually and then like be like this one and then this yeah. one and then this one and it's like a slow loading screen and it's like all in nostalgia but it's like at least let me select it all and then do you know the slow if you wiggle the mouse screen. it goes faster 
No, but I don't care. <laughs> that's, that's a good like time. my thing, I think I don't have the nostalgia for this time. Maybe mm. I'm too young for it. Um, I did enjoy finding these websites. I enjoyed the influence of like, oh, I took down your, you know, fish creature, and Duper. now this person is mad at me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that stuff is neat. I yeah, I think I got a little bogged down in like just the tedium of it. Um, I think thing- I also enjoyed like. Actually spending my money and being like, yeah, I'll buy this hamster and like have a hamster yeah. on my dash. Download custom songs. And yeah. yeah. I like all the uh, virus stuff. The I thought music, it was really yeah. fun. There's the, the really some the great theme. music. The, oh, the Chowder oh, Man yeah. concept album is great. Uh, Granite Cream's Hot Butter Ice Cream. Yeah, I do yeah it's terrific. I feel like there were times, though, when I... So I didn't get super far into it. I'd like to play a little bit more of it. But yeah. I there were times when I just wanted to be able to search like... Oh yeah, I'm looking stuff up, but like, let me just search like music download and mm-hmm. see what. And there was no way to really do that. It felt a little on the rails in that sense of like you got to sort of wait till they open those pathways to you. It opens that stuff pretty early on. Like you can you can just type things into the search bar and and turn yeah. up. But like, there's a like way you I can find a hint like, page that tells you how to play and finish oh, the game that way too. So. But I feel like I was doing some sort of basic stuff and it still wasn't coming up. Maybe mm-hmm. I just wasn't putting in the right. Well, it's, it's I mean, the main thing is that like the the world they have built, yeah, the, the yeah. fake yeah. ass internet right. they have built is incredible. That's and what I wanted. To, to speak to is like the thing that this game does the best is so you you find you're basically finding all these people GeoCities pages or MySpace pages or whatever it's like where it, they're posting about their world and what's important to them and as you play and as you find more of these and as you dig deeper into them you start to like learn about these people more than what's on their page like they start to become yeah. real characters the relationships between them and stuff yeah. about like I want this person to be the the lead cop or whatever and they actually come through on making it matter like oh, cool. i mean we can talk about story stuff at another time specifically but like there's moments in this game that i was just like really sad about yeah. like what happens to some of these people the and thing, there's yeah. some stuff early on where i was like man what am i doing i'm really fucking this person so, over literally one of the first thing you do is file a copyright complaint against a first grade teacher for having her kids yeah. draw like basically mickey mouse yeah yeah it's amazing <laughs> i have a question um does the story do sort of like a papers please thing where it's like, yes, I'm a cop, but like I am going to choose or I'm going to be lenient or not? Or is it just sort of like you got to do it and see the consequences? The story changes based on how harsh you are, but not by a ton. Okay. It's more about finding out about this world, what's going on, and like what's up with it, like the, the tech behind it. What's up with Zane? Zane's a cool dude. He's a piece Zane, of no, shit. A piece of shit. <laughs> no, have you heard his band? He's a fucking <laughs> I'll, I'll say it again. Like the thing they do, which is really effective, is that it's like yeah, it's full of like weird ass jokes and tons of references and whatnot. But like. I know these idiots. I've encountered these idiots <laughs> yeah. on the old internet. I know exactly what yep. kind of idiots they are. I have interacted with them. I have joined their web rings. I have signed uh-huh. their guest books. Uh-huh. It feels human in a very absurd way. Yeah. And I like that. And also the, the parts where people, other people start interacting with individuals. Like when they do make a web ring. Like I mm-hmm. got to the part where the gooper, uh, don't ban the gooper, and everybody has the, yeah. the fish on their page. Part was very cool. Of like, join, help Cindy, you know, fight against the censorship. Yeah, uh, and you read their status thing uh, up at the top every time you mm-hmm. kind of hit a milestone and it changes, and they're just getting pissed off about being on. Is it HypnoNet? Is that the what's the actual Hypno internet? OS? Hypnos. Hypnos. Yeah. Uh, and that uh, yeah, it, I was really engaged with it. Uh, it just got when it got to the part of go through the page. Like there is a point in the game where they're just like, hey, <laughs> the mods were away for a while. Just we're backed up. Go through the yeah. thing for a while. And just look for infractions is where I was like, oh, I don't know if I have time right now to do <laughs> yeah. to just surf the fake internet mm-hmm. looking for infractions. And I did open a guide at some point. It was just like, let's just move forward. Yes. 
it was also a thing. The first thing you play is Abby's World, and I was like, "What? <laughs> did they do this on purpose?" <laughs> yes, uh, yes, they did. Wow, amazing! Five stars. It's a cool ass thing. Yeah, so. yeah, it's neat. I yeah, I I, I, love the I idea. know. Is this what the internet looked like then? Because I feel like no. it's not I mean, my image. It's a very exaggerated version of it. But it's but like kind it's of rooted in a reality. There are elements that definitely yeah. harken back, yeah. like oh, these rotating gifts and everything. Yeah, yeah. and the web ring stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like and how to a browser, like a pet, live on your desktop. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, yeah. And just the way people communicate through those pages, like the things they post about themselves and the way they talk about yeah. themselves, felt true. Yeah, and also like the lore of like what you are doing is like putting a headset on and going to sleep. <laughs> to access the the internet yes, is yeah. like that's exactly yeah. how I remember it. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I think the web pages were closed. A lot of people had autoplay MIDI stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Web pages. Oh, yeah, then, which, a lot of animated gifs, yeah. comic sans. Yeah, yeah. I think some of the animations were not there. Okay. Like the, no, not quite to that level. Yeah, it's a weird thing. It yeah. is a cool weird a delight. thing. Yeah. Uh, I like the wor- idea that you can make your own pages for it. Mm, Steve yeah, Charlie, like, that stuff's kind of oh, they just added it's out of some form, right? Yeah. Like that's a, that's a cool idea that I would probably never make time to do, but it's but like, I want to see did, what people yeah, make. Yeah. They, they made some pretty good ones up there to just like populate the store. Cool. Yeah. All right, next up, Baba is you. Another weird little game. Yeah. And you Me and you. you. It didn't have like a sign off for and Hypnospace. You. Oh, more like Hypnospace. Out let's, love. Let's get out of. That okay, game never mind. We did it. Okay. Yeah, we, we ruined it. All right. It, no space more. Low, low. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Got him. I feel like a lot of us seem to have the same experience with Baba as you, where we're all like, this is genius. And then we played it for a while and got to a level where it's like, my head hurts. And then we didn't play it again. Yeah. But I, I it's great. I think this game is phenomenal in so many ways. Like, it really, really wowed me in a lot of ways. I think it's so incredible that they can take... Um, a level that looks exactly the same and have it be a completely different solution. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have to figure out a completely different way. And I think that every time I got into a level, I was like, this is impossible. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to do this. And sometimes that would be like, oh, very satisfying. I figured it out. But I feel like a lot of times it would be like, this feels like work. Uh, like, this is a game I loved looking up solutions to. And just be like, <laughs> how'd you do it? Wow, that's really cool and clever. And not actually having to do the work to figure it out. Cause sometimes I just felt like this work is not always, the payoff isn't always as satisfying as sort of I, I, yeah. how clever this game is. For Bob, Bob is you was like, like nor- normally a puzzle game will either, either make you feel like really smart or really dumb. Yeah. This was like level to level one or the other. Yeah. Like it was just like yeah. one level you like knock it out of the park and you're like, yeah, fuck yeah. I'm mm-hmm. the best. And the next level, like I'm the biggest idiot that's mm-hmm. ever been an idiot. Which is I wild because it's not changing that much. Yeah. yeah. I, I would get stubborn and not look stuff up because I'd be like, okay, it's all on one screen here. Right. There's only, there's like there's eight only so words many here, permutations. different ways yeah. you yeah. can do this. Like I have to be able to figure this out. And you just bang your head against it and be like, I, I just don't know. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff in this game, a lot of puzzles that really blew my mind of like, wow, I really had to truly think outside the box here in a way that like I just couldn't always wrap my head around at first. So like once I did, it was like, wow, very interesting. But I just I wish that I felt like I took those things I learned and like really felt like I had like a breadth of like, look at what I was able to accomplish with all the stuff I learned. Instead, it was like, well, let's relearn a thing. And like, I don't know, I got to open my brain up in a different way now. And it was just a little bit exhausting. I do think this game is still so cool. It's incredibly clever. Um, It's one of those games that you come across every once in a while that's like, I didn't know you could do this in programming. Like, I didn't know. I didn't know this was like when, when people first started putting... Like um, it was a prey. You put like portals where you could see into a level or mm-hmm. something like that, and you're like, "Wow, 
I didn't know you could do that. I yeah. shouldn't be able to do that. And this is one of those games where you play and be like, well, I didn't, I didn't know you could do that in a, in a game and somebody figured it out and, yeah. and made an awesome, figured out a concept and made a very good game to yeah. exploit that concept. I, yeah. I bet it's really complicated on the back end to account for all the different, or maybe it's really easy because it's all systems based. I, yeah. but I just look at it and go like, man, that must, I Something. bet this is hard to test. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, put this game on my Switch when it came out, and every month I go through and play like three, four levels from it before I get frustrated again and have to stop. And the thing I, I really appreciate about it is it's so simple to jump back into mm-hmm. because the yeah. rules are literally on the screen. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you don't have to remember, like, oh, God. Mm-hmm. How do I, there's some stuff later on when you start incorporating um, some of the more advanced stuff where you get, like, like there's some kiki stuff in the, in the late game that's really messed up, and you start to, like, question, yeah. is this even possible? But I'm looking forward to beating it in 2028. <laughs> <laughs> Just as a, uh, a predictive thing here, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that this will be on a lot of developers' top ten lists this oh, year. I bet. Oh, yeah. yeah. It'll be one of those games where just, like, anyone who makes games is going to look at this and be like, yes, this fucking blew my mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <coughs> excuse me. You're excused. No. All my kiki stuff. Coughing is you. Making me sick. Oh. <laughs> game is good, am I right? Yes. Oh, there yes. you go. Nailed it. You're right. Got it. Great. Game, game is good. Tom Clancy's The Division 2. Yeah, yeah. I, pl- I played a lot of that. Yeah. Did you? Vinny did. played a lot yeah, of did. that. I, played a lot. I wanted <laughs> many to play weeks. way more of it than I did. Did you make a weekly thing where you have to play a game? <laughs> and then just um, everybody has this one. Do you want to play this or Siege? I'll play some Division. Yeah. Not to say that Siege isn't bad. Uh, Division 2 does a lot of what Division 1 does. Uh, kind of to a fault, I, I, mm. I think, in a lot of cases. I think the... Initial parts of the division that I didn't like I came around on, which is it's not in New York and maybe playing in the DC area is not as interesting, you mm-hmm. know, like, uh, but it, it's solid. The, the loot grind is, is okay. And, and, and in terms of Ubisoft doing their games as service, I think they are continuing to do a very good job. I, yeah. I think, you know, we talked about what we were talking about earlier, Anthem being kind of complicated getting in co-op stuff. This is the opposite where I felt like every time I wanted to do some co-op thing, it was extremely easy. Like, yep. oh, this oh, person's man. online. Let's hop in. Let's run to their place. We'll yeah. help and then we'll back out and do our own thing. And it seems super well done and that, matching to the world of the player. And that part is, I think, very well done. The yeah. the playing and then somebody's like, ah, I can use some help here and just jump into their yeah. game. Yeah. Set up a player or something. And then they and they jump back out. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. I, I had a bunch of trouble with that. And, and also the, the reason I stopped playing it was because I couldn't. I would go do matchmaking for story missions and never find another player. Oh, really? And Were you playing super early or just in the? It was the like launch? it was a near. It was a round launch. Okay. There were definitely people past me, and, and you know, there. like there, you'd mm. think that there'd be people there, and just it would never fill up. Uh-huh. Uh, and some or sometimes I would find one other person. Like it wasn't like the networking was broken per se. It was just like yeah, where it's just not. Yeah, where's the where are the people? And that was really frustrating. And that's that's I ended up not playing any more of the game at that point. So I was like, okay, I, I can't. Because this game actually, I think, is actually a little more difficult than the first one is. Mm-hmm. Like the the enemy AI yeah, is a lot smarter. Really they flank the shit out of you, and they know and they what they're doing. Get you. Yeah, yeah, they will. And get if you you're playing game. alone, that's a problem. Yes. So I didn't want to play the story missions alone, and as a result, like I just I felt like I couldn't really advance. Might uh, I suggest and that what, was frustrating. What I did, which was get three friends who were already world tier three by that time, mm-hmm. to just run you through the base game as fast as possible. Yeah. Uh, see, that's that's already broke. I, I, yeah, yeah. I, I I really like some of the set pieces though. Before we get off of that, like I, I, I you mentioned DC being kind of boring, which 
for the most part, but like the museums and yeah. stuff. So like, like, inside, cool. right. Yeah. The, the yeah. outside running around, I thought, was not as interesting. But yeah. that's where I said, I, once you get over it and you're actually in like the Air and Space Museum yeah. or you're in the set piece parts, mm. that's when you realize like, oh, okay, there's a lot to do mm. here. Also, let's be real. Yeah. There's a little bit of a New York bias there because that first game, it's just like, oh, yeah, no, I've walked down the street. I've been <laughs> around all these places. I haven't spent a lot of time in D.C., so I don't have that same sort of like I have a bit of it. I, I lived in D.C. for a little bit. And I, I mean, I think it's neat. It's in DC, but yeah. it's like that's also overgrown. Gray tan building, you know what I mean? I had uh, I had similar problems too with the Jeff did in terms of playing it by myself because the missions are so goddamn long. Yeah, yeah. I, are, just, yeah. Would, I would hit a point like that's what made me stop playing. Two thirds or three quarters of the way through a story mission, I would be like, I'm kind of done. Mm. I don't want to do another twenty minutes of this, but I have to to get credit for it. I yeah, I enjoyed my time with this game, but I can't imagine playing it alone. This yeah. is a game that I played. You know, a few hours in with friends, and I could not tell you a single thing that really happened, especially story-wise. Like, it's it's all just like, this is a game I turned on, and it was basically like a medium for me to talk on the phone with my friends and do things with my hands while I did it. And I don't necessarily have, like, a criticism about that, because I think no, it's I mean, obviously designed to be a co-op game, but I will say that I could play the first division pretty easily on my own and did not feel yeah. like I was yeah. having, like, a negative experience with that, whereas with this, I was immediately like, oh, this just doesn't feel right at yeah, all. Yeah, I just had no draw to play it on my own when I wasn't just, like, hanging out with a friend. Yeah. Like, it was a game for me that was, like, cool, similar to maybe, like, Far Cry New Dawn. It's like, I play it, it's a video game. I play it for a bit, my brain turns off, and that's enjoyable in a lot of ways, but it wasn't a game that I was like, man, I gotta see what happens next. No. Gotta do the next thing. I couldn't tell you a single thing about the story in that game. Yeah. Yeah, it was so oh, I remember yeah. aspects of the first game, and the dollar flu, yes. and all that shit, but like, where it... Do you remember oh, saving the president, president and, and then he comes yeah. out of the airplane with the AK-47 <laughs> right. shooting terrorists? Yeah. That's pretty okay. That's president? literally the only story beat that is I remember. He, that was, is he that shouting was right about nanomachines? That. that would be the one <laughs> to remember. So so I, I played some of this alone, and the the thing, I didn't do a lot of the big missions alone, because mm-hmm. I always had that play group to go into, yeah. but I did a lot of these side missions alone, and that stuff is pretty manageable alone. And it, it's an interesting thing, because it scales, I thought it scales pretty well, actually, mm. with groups. And when you're alone, you're like, oh, man, they are so less bullet spongy, and that's enjoyable in its own right. Uh, but when you have more people, you compound the firepower, right, and you can yeah. get people who are flanking around. The thing you. I ended up with, like, it was the one side mission where it was like, you they have a, a location, and you need to take it, and then your guys run in, and then you fend off a wave yeah. of resistance. Yeah. Like, that one, for whatever reason, was always a nightmare playing alone. Oh, really? Okay. Um, like the stronghold like, ones? Yeah, or... where, regardless of which one it was, that, those were always, like, weirdly difficult, just because, I, I think, you know, because it's it's not a scripted mission where it's like, you're going to, you're always going to be facing this way and going in this direction, yeah. so the enemies are built that way. It's more like, here's an open area, and, they can and the enemies will be all yeah. around you, and... It just ended up being fucked in a way that was like, okay, well, I need to play this with players, but I would join random people co-op games when they would be like asking for help, yeah. and you would finish the one thing they do, and then they would just take off running, and you'd be like, uh-huh. what the fuck? And and they would never want to do anything else with you. Uh, and They did seem to add in, at some point, the ability for the AI to revive you. So if you went mm, da- if you yeah. got downed, the AI would come okay. over and bring you huh. back up, and I think yeah. that really helped yeah. out because that, you'd see the rest of like that would matter because they do have a lot of people fighting alongside. Yeah, they do you. the people with the like green over their heads. Yeah, right? yeah. Uh, the other thing that is odd about this, but also only reveals itself if you play a decent amount. After you get through that first narrative push, the entire game changes because a new faction comes in. Right, and that new faction is completely different than anything else, and you are now just fighting against robots and and drones and, like, uh, uh, militarized factions, Mm. which aren't in the entire first narrative push of the game. Yeah. 
Uh, and that, that part is more interesting and harder, but a lot of people won't see that if you bounce off of it. Yeah. Uh, you'll just never, ever unlock it. You have to make it through all these. Yeah. Initial- I got, you know, through probably over two thirds of that game, I'd say that I, I got to before it was just like, I can't find players. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, and it just, it was frustrating. I was yeah. like, I, I want to play more of this game, but yeah. I feel like I can't. Uh, right. You should be so able like, to. All right. I guess that I'll just move on. Game, right. Yeah. yeah. Neat though. Neat, yeah. neat sequel. Yeah. I, th- I think, uh, just a, a good place to mention that I think Ubisoft has been doing out of the big companies a pretty good job with their a pretty games good job. service. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, some reading, of the, it's not perfect. I've been reading a little bit about where the community is at with this thing. Just I, for I division? The two, yeah. specifically. I, I don't think it's, you know, always enjoyed favored status with all of its players. No, they had to take some time. stuff down yeah. to, to yeah. redo it. The expo, I forget what it's called, like they, uh, you go off site to these exploration zones right. or whatever. They the had dark to, zones. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, this is different. Uh, you got going a helicopter to these zones. They had to it kind of take of the, it down. It was one of the expansions, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like to put that out and then take it back down because I think wasn't. Division One had some some rough edges oh, yeah, around their sure. their update plans yeah. and stuff where their they had late to, game stuff. They had, yeah, they had to push some stuff back and be like, hey, like our it was similar to the Anthem story, but they made good on it. Was like, hey, there's some aspects of this game that we promised at this date. We're not going to hit this date because we have to fix this other stuff. And then they did it. Right. <laughs> Whereas like Anthem was like, oh, we're wiping this roadmap <laughs> off the map and. Uh, stay tuned. Yeah. They also um, had some odd stuff with their yearly pass, which the value there was... Mm. Yeah, because all the content was free, right? Was all free. Like you were getting it seven days early, I you think, got, if you bought they, the thing. They, on, uh, over the course of the season, unlocked new cl- endgame classes. I don't know if you guys remember that. There were three yeah, endgame right, right, classes. Right. Or near end game classes, and they would roll out. They rolled out like three more, I think, at least, and you got instant access to those. But then... Normally, you had to unlock them through a tree, and each level of the tree would get you other perks. So I wound up just working through the tree anyway to get close to unlocking the the class. Yeah. It, was, it was a weird value proposition for some of that stuff. It was basically you get early or instant access to some stuff. Hmm. Division two, division two, two. still division, there. Division as well. Yes, there you go. Okay, look who's divisioning two. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sure. Uh, next game. Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. Hell yeah. From from software. It's a lot of dying. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah I died more than twice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it turns out. Uh I I well I, whatever, I'm just gonna throw it out there. I think this is maybe the from game that has grabbed me the least somehow. Least. Which is not to say that I dislike it. I've yeah, been kind of trying to get a sense of like where this game rates amongst people who are really into these games and it's all over the place. Like yeah. I, I, the, a comment I saw that kind of on the topic is like, I feel like everyone's favorite from gear, favorite from game is their first, mm-hmm. which seems to track a little bit, but like this one for me is probably my favorite. Hmm. It's an aggressive one. It is. Yeah. It, 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 it takes, it takes like it. Bloodborne bet, and pushes it yes, up. I was I, just about to say, I bet that split breaks along the lines of people who thought yes. the changes in Bloodborne were amazing and right. people who yeah. thought they were getting away from what they liked. That's about. me, where I'm, I turtle up and want to use a shield yeah. and heavy armor yeah. in the Dark Souls games, and then Bloodborne was like, no, you have to be aggressive. You want that health back. You, you have go, to parry. You, you have to parry, yeah. and you have to get in there and get a hit in very yeah. quickly. Yep. And I think this with this the guard break stuff <laughs> is break that you got to break that guard. You got to get in there if you Overwhelm wait too long. Them. Yeah, and I, it's an interesting, challenging thing for totally. me because I'm not totally. that kind of player. Yeah, and, and I so Bloodborne is the only one of those games that I like kept coming back to. Same you know, with yeah. Dark Souls, I just, I just don't care. Uh, I just never, I couldn't get into them. And 
this it, early on, I was like, okay, cool. Like I like Bloodborne and I like this, but it was like the more I chipped away at this, the less I found myself wanting to play it. Yeah, and, I kind that's of, kind of where I, was I felt at, exactly yeah. the same. Where it's like I like it, and like I'm intrigued by it. I like the world. I like the aesthetic a lot. I like the characters in it. Um, I think with me, there's something about Bloodborne where I really, truly felt like I was getting better at the game and I could feel myself making progress in like a very literal way and also just in like how well I was playing it. And I don't think I ever felt that with this. Like mm-hmm. I did feel like I was moving through the world and like I was figuring out the systems, but I feel like there were times when it was just like, I don't know. There were like these long stealth sequences sometimes where it's like, I know exactly what I have to do with the stealth sequence. It's not necessarily that difficult. I figure out the pattern of it, but then there's like a mini boss at the end of it. I have to keep fighting. And then it's just like, let's do the same stealth sequence yeah. again. That's not fun. Having to clear, having yeah. to clear like, all those yeah, having to do it again. Five times in a row was not great. It's like not my favorite uh, thing. I, I don't mean, know. It's like, I, I wouldn't think... say it's not great. I, yeah. Like I understand not enjoying that sort of stuff, but like to me, that's where the game is most fun. And that's where I can see the most literal. I am becoming better because I get more and more efficient at clearing this path and it starts teaching me other things about the game, teaching me to use all my prosthetic tools right, teaching me, you know, when to be aggressive, when to back off. Uh, turns out it's always be aggressive. That's yeah. what demonstrated in that one yeah, fight. Yeah, never yeah, stops. Yeah. I think for me, it didn't feel like I was like, oh, cool, I'm like moving through the space more efficiently now. It's like, oh, cool, I'm doing the exact same thing I did before. I figured out the way I'm going to do it and it's not necessarily like, let's make it better. It's like, let's just get through it so I can retry this mini and boss or sometimes whatever it is. a lot of those stealth things is like involves waiting. So it's like, okay, yeah. well, here's the part where I step behind this rock and wait for this guy's path. I never did that. I, I did that. With some of I feel like I had a few moments of that and it was like, truly it was fine, but it was also, I think once I got to like the second big boss, I was just like, I don't want to relearn another boss right now. Like, I, it just didn't feel as worth it to me. I think that's very yeah. much the game of, yeah. like, learn, sure. learn I mean, the pattern. pattern I like Bloodborne a lot, but... Yeah. I think yeah. I've always preferred the, like, progression of, like, okay, I can just grind and get stat increases over the, like, skill point stuff. Because it's, like, sometimes it's like, well, I can get this one or two skill thing that I don't know if it's going to help me get past this boss. You know, whereas in Bloodborne stuff, you could just level up. I think I prefer that. It, I, it's cool. Go ahead. I, I I liked it. I I kind of j- just didn't grab me. I think yeah. I also didn't find the lore engaging. Yeah, I was gonna say I, somehow it's setting the first time I have really mm. okay. So maybe oh, I like the Bloodborne so setting lore. setting a from game Bloodborne in a, lore like. in a, yeah, in a real cool. world location was a little weird to me. I mean, like to be sure, it has fantastical elements like fifty foot long snake. And shit like that, like it's not. You fight a, you fight this ape, right? Yeah, and he's got a sword in him, and then you cut his head off with the sword, and then he picks his head up and starts carrying it around, and he grabs the sword too, and he's chasing you around with I mean, his head in one hand and a sword in the other. Like, like it's not, it's not like it's purely grounded in real world feudal Japan or anything. But like, based on what Ben just said, <laughs> <laughs> no, that happens. Just, yeah, those other no history major, but those, those, those other the settings from all their other games are so outlandish. Yeah. You know, like yeah. I kind of miss, especially Bloodborne. This has some of it, especially in the like they really jam all that stuff in the later third, I would say, kind of once you uh, get to Fountainhead Palace, which is kind of like this town in a waterfall, and then you go to like the Divine Realm, where you fight this like space dragon. Yeah, that sounds cool. But like, yeah, it's you know, very you know, back. I think it occurred that. to me like the, what, like the distillation of my problem with it is that the first like several bosses and mini bosses you fight are all just dudes. And see, the, it's weird for me because like that was way into what I, like, I, I was way into that because I right. think the thing that for me, I never latched onto uh, the Souls games lore. I, I've played every one of them I've, to, to different lengths, but I never really got invested in the story. I never really got into it because, for two reasons. One, it was all inscrutable. Like, if you were just playing through and kind of half paying attention, it was impossible to understand what was going on at all. 
but the other thing was like I wasn't a guy. Like you create your character, you kind of like I mean you're you're playing whatever the yeah, player, the right. character who mm-hmm. has a you're role a vessel, in it. basically. But like the story of Wolf, I could really latch on to. I'm like this is a guy, you know, he was raised, he's an orphan. <laughs> He's got a prosthetic arm. His like he's honor bound, and he meets this prince. And then like spoilers, eventually you have to choose between following the code and saving the prince and all this stuff. And I felt like this is something. That was your story exactly. Yeah, this is this is me, right? As a video game <laughs> character. No, but like this is something I can latch onto. And the fact that the enemies are people and they're talking to me, I was like a big fan of. Yeah, I, I can see that. I, I think it was generally the uh, for me. I think the. I really like the gothic aesthetic of the Souls games and the the Bloodborne stuff and the more Victorian stuff in the Bloodborne. I think maybe the kind of like Brad said, more grounding in a hey, it's like feudal Japan, but with a, a higher, a much higher level of mysticism. Well, like I, like I said, I mean, it's really just so many of the enemies just being. Human beings, you know, like yeah, I was just yeah. missing that outlandish. I didn't like, mind that as much. For they get a lot the, more the top aspect as you go yeah. along, uh, especially because like so the game does a thing where it kind of you know that main castle area, uh, mm. kind of when the you you kill like the first main boss and it unlocks this castle that you kind of work your way up to the roof of. Uh, they kind of keep putting you in there throughout different times of day. So in the daytime when you get there, it's like the normal people who are in the castle. You go back again at dusk. Uh, and it's being invaded by a foreign army, and all their soldiers are like really fucked up, kind of monster men. And then you go again one more time at the end game, and everything's on fire, and it's just like freaks and demons everywhere. And I thought that was cool. Um, uh, I also just wanted to give a, a, a shout out to the uh, the Genshiro fight. Uh, he's kind of the, I think he's the second boss technically. He's the lightning dude at the top of the tower. Uh, you fight in this area actually that we can see on screen. Um, and it's kind of like, to me, it's the point of the game that teaches you really, it, it's, it's one of the best fight, boss fights I've ever played because it, like, I was playing that game wrong. I was trying to play that game like a Souls game. I was really trying to like, be super defensive, wait for my openings, just wait for patterns and stuff. But like, I was just dying <laughs> over and over again against him. And then so I looked up some guys and they were just like, never stop attacking, you know, really get in there. And sure enough, by like the third time, like the third time I started fighting him, trying a completely new strategy, it started working. And, uh, that's something I don't get in games a lot, mm-hmm. where it's like, you can play this game for several hours in a, in a way that they consider wrong. I mean, it's not wrong, you can still beat it or whatever, whatever. But like, having this major check mark, or checkpoint here of just like, this is really a skills test. It's not like a, a lot of bosses can be just like, do you have enough resources to kill it? Do you have enough patience? Whatever, whatever. This is this was really like, no, you have to you have to start learning this game for real, and I really like that. I think on the flip, on the flip side, actually, I, I kind of appreciate you know the ability to play a game the, the way that you want to. Yeah. and Sek- Sekiro did not allow for that. <laughs> no, you needed to play it. Yeah, the way that it yeah. on its terms. Played. It really was missing that aspect of being able to like spec your character exactly the way yeah. that you wanted to. And I didn't want to play it that way. Like I like I started learning those systems, and it's like this is just not how I play. Yeah. I guess, mm-hmm. and and that's where I really bounced off. Totally. Personally, I got a few handful of bosses in, and I was really enjoying. This is this is kind of a Venn diagram for me. It, it touched a lot of mm. things that I'm into. Prosthetic yeah. arms. Yes, prosthetic arms. Yeah, lone wolf character. <laughs> Look at me. Um, <laughs> But yeah, ultimately it was the um, I don't know the like laser focused combat, um, and like I, I should have I, I should have been into like the whole parry system and and, and whatnot, but I, it just did not 
click with me, unfortunately. I found it exhausting. Yeah. It was like it yeah. was like an yeah, exhausting exactly. game. It's where, a very exhausting. Yeah, where, especially when you're like going up against a brand new boss, you have no idea what they're going to do. You could die time after time after yeah. one or two hits. Yeah, it's it's frustrating and it's. Yeah. Well, even like the you, you beat a boss and, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh man, I beat that boss. And you walk two steps and you get killed in two <laughs> hits, right? Yeah. And, or, or like even the area you just worked through does not feel easier. Like, yeah. you, like yep. you can yeah. always die very quickly. And it's something from and, and not to compare too much to Souls games, but like it's something in the Souls games. I do feel like as you got stronger and better. You just didn't care about the early areas, right? Yeah, you were just totally. like, whatever, one hit through this yeah. area. This we guy just, used like, to be so hard. Uh, and in uh, Sekiro, I thought it was, <laughs> it was always like, oh, man, I, I, I can take this guy out in five seconds or I can die to him in five seconds, but there's no in between. Right. Like, yeah. uh, if I gauge in this fight for more than 15 minutes, I should just run back. Or for more than 15 seconds, I should just run back, repop waste, again. Wasting so much yeah, wasting like, so much stuff. Yeah. Um, but I I did find that reward there was a reward to it. It was just so tiring. Yeah. yeah. No, I totally get it. The last thing I'll say to its credit is I was amazed by the fact that I could take a six month break between <laughs> playing it and pick it back up and just get right back I into try it. Try that. Yeah. Uh, my fight for the learning how to play this game was the was it Madam Butterfly or the, oh, the one who throws yeah, the knife yeah, at yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, and yeah, that yeah. was the one where I think I wound up cheesing it at the end, but was like, hey, if I just keep hitting you, you never attack me. I watched mm. a, a cheese guy. It was a compilation of all, <laughs> just all the bosses getting cheese, and it was the most like, I just was like, yeah, <laughs> fuck this shit, fuck you, yeah. and fuck you, yeah. and fuck you. Yeah, because they will destroy you. Yeah. <laughs> cool game. I mean, a yeah. lot of them have swords, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like kind of cool to see a game where they're just like, no, these weapons are fucked. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's the sort of thing, like, you know, like, people always talk about lightsabers not being what lightsabers should uh-huh. be or something. Like, this is a game that, for better or worse, is just like, you don't, don't get hit by a sword. Swords are fucked up. Like, don't get gonna, stabbed. It's going to hurt you. Like they made, don't get stabbed. <laughs> like they made Bushido Blade into a full-on yeah. Yeah. third-person action game. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, it didn't fully grab me, but I'm still happy to see them try yeah. Yeah. some different stuff. and not. Just they should experiment all the ways they want to experiment. Well, now they got George R. R. Martin, right? Yeah. Oh, true. the... Elder Ring yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Ring Look, they're just anything to not write that book. Yeah. <laughs> yep. There's just no money in it yeah. at this point. Yeah. <laughs> now, he's, now he's getting into combat design. Um. Somebody put Power Rangers Battle for the Hell game. yeah, Jan. Good reason. <laughs> do you have another PowerPoint, Jan? I don't have a PowerPoint for this one because the Power Rangers do it all on their own, baby. Uh, oh. I'm not a the biggest fighting game person in the room i don't uh, obey the law no, of the science mm-hmm. yeah you're l- literally the tallest yeah. um but i wound up really digging this because uh power rangers is a property that i'm really attached to grew up with it and uh especially following the comics that came out recently and the level of surprising depth in this fighting game that was still accessible for someone like me but someone that that's more skilled like ben could also dip into and get into the system's the part where it was unfortunate in the very beginning is kind of how bare bones it was, though, of yeah. there's not a lot of sound effects. There's no story mode. Mm. The roster. Low roster. The roster started at like seven. Yeah. Um, but the surprising thing that was super cool is the continued support the developers were giving this game specifically. The roster grew from seven to, I think, now close to 14. Okay. Uh, they added sound effects. They added a... <laughs> <laughs> they added <laughs> exactly. a weird thing to add later, but okay. Well, no, no, no. Voice acting. They Voice had acting. sound effects. They had yeah. sound effects. Uh, because, like, each 
pre uh, pre fight would just be silent pantomiming. Oh, uh, but now it's like a character saying actual stuff. They've added a super bare bones story mode, uh, which is just like a bunch of stills with voice acting. But like even that's done surprisingly well, given like it seems faithful to like the comics. Oh, a hundred percent. Yo, they fucking go places that the comic goes. <laughs> wow. Uh, the Macedon Ranger is all just a bunch of cops. Lord Draken is there. Lord Zed. Is... They got black. They got dragon armor Trini, y'all. Damn. Oh, say. Damn. oh, sorry. Damn. Thank you. Thank you. Right. Uh, uh, but yeah, it's, it was just like a neat time. Uh, the unfortunate side is I picked it up on the Switch, and the online is close to nobody <laughs> on there. Yeah. Uh, I, I, this game is, is really interesting because it was, so this company basically, they got the Power Rangers license somehow. They made that <laughs> shitty phone game. That, oh, so this is the same company that did the phone game. Okay, yeah. I thought there was two separate companies. Okay. Well, no, so they did that as kind of, I guess, a proof of concept yeah, of like, yeah. hey, we're going to make a Power Rangers thing. We got this IP. Mm. Uh, and then they're like, we're, let's make a fighting game. But instead of just doing that, they went and they contracted out like some clockwork. well-known yeah. clockwork. I think Shady K's involved. Shady K, yep. um, like well-known fighting game people to come in play the game, balance it, mm -hmm. and then work with them. And they're still, as far as I know, working on the game, still constantly patching, yeah. uh, balancing stuff. It's all free, which is tremendous. Um, the game's not free. The, 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 the game's yeah. updates are free. Uh, it's, you know, it's a, it's a Marvel-style kind of team-based game. Uh, like a light, medium, heavy attack type stuff. Even, even more kicks. simple. I yeah, think there was like two hits and a special button. Yeah, oh, okay. two hits mm -hmm. and a special button and that changed like direction yeah. inputs. Um, but the, the systems are like the, the combos potential is there. It's, it's, Shockingly, a it's deep game. Surprisingly legit. And like, there's a small but really passionate community around this game that is really cool to see. Like, it's I don't know they they could have really phoned this in, and 100%. they did in some parts at the beginning with mm -hmm. the launch of it, like with the roster, like Shane was talking about with the voice acting. But you know, they've continued to support it, which you just love to see. The silly part is instead of uh, controlling a Zord, you kind of just summon it, and just like its tail or foot will come in and stomp around for a bit. Uh, but yeah, it's it's neat. It was surprisingly, I surprisingly had a good time with it. Can you fight as Rita Repulsa? Uh, Damn, no. I knew you you were that too. Lord Zed? How could I not? Yeah. Look, I, Lord Zed's a big deal. Goldar? I'm not saying Lord Zed don't matter. You I'm got just Goldar. saying. Can <laughs> face in the tube? I'm saying that Power Rangers was never better than when Rita Repulsa was at the helm. Yeah. Yeah. Is, this, is this how people feel when we talk about G.I. Joe? Yeah, okay. I, so. I mean, I also feel that way about G.I. Joe. Yeah, so I, yeah now, if they made a G.I. Joe fighting game, maybe you'd be onto something. <laughs> oh, the Commodore 64 oh one. Yeah. 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 Oh, Does G.I. Joe have a gun? Yeah. A lot of them do, but they're all lasers. It's more than yeah. one Joe. Yo. Now, anyway. Is this like a Goku thing? Joe's like a yeah. title. <laughs> Oops, all Joes? Yeah. 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 Pretty much. <laughs> Yo, Goku. Okay. Also, right. Doggy Cruiser's in this game. That's Doggy right. Cruiser's the best Yeah, we, we Googled him or her. Best Six Ranger. I okay, you're ba you're officially past my understanding of Power Rangers <laughs> at that point. <laughs> Lost in Space still is the best season. Sure, thank you. I, I'll, take, yeah. I'll take your word on it. I checked out after the White Ranger. Which one? The first one. <laughs> okay, the one that was also the Green Ranger. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Tommy. Had a flute. Yeah. He had a flute. I probably. Oh my God! What happened to oh, this? No. All right, it's Power Rangers. Wow. So anyway. <laughs> Yay. I'm glad that game doesn't I, suck. I played some of that game. It seems okay. Yeah. Yeah. Browsing. Yeah. 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 I, I expected to completely hate it, and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. All right, they did a thing. Yeah, it's pretty Good okay. on them. All right. Closing out March, 
Speaking of okay. <laughs> yeah, that's about how it's said. Yoshi's, Yoshi's Crafted World. Yeah. I like these games. I like the... How many have they made, The Goodfield game. Oh, well, well, the, the, the Yoshi second series. Yoshi one. Well, okay. I kind of see the lineage as Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island, and then there's a, uh, Yoshi's Story. Dan, and we're then there's Yoshi's, there's Yoshi's New Island. Dan, Yoshi's, wait, Dan, yeah. Dan. If you're asking about the Yoshi No, series, no, no, we're not. We're uh, just talking about the good feel, like, handcraft, like, yeah. crafts, arts and crafts. Like the Kirby. The ones that look like Oh, there's Woolly World, and then this. Is that okay. what you're talking so about? Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Kirby's, Kirby's Epic Yarn, okay. there's Woolly World, and then there's this. Okay. Okay. I mean, yeah. I think the N64 kind of tracks. It's not great. Here's the thing. First one's one of the best I uh, platformers. I really life. like Kirby's Epic Yarn. I think the first one of these Yoshi games is pretty good. It's that pretty was, enjoyable. Was that was a Wii U game, right? Uh, yes, Wally it was. World, uh, it also came out on 3DS later. Yeah, it was It was pretty good. This one started out all right, and it's you know it, it's playable, it's enjoyable enough. I think my, pro- uh, th- my problems are twofold. One... The level designs are not that interesting. Mm-hmm. After a while, it just it, it really like they have not had any new or, or particularly unique ideas for this series since the first Kirby game. Like it is just it is trucking on the aesthetics a lot, and I think that works up to a point, and they are past that point. Mm-hmm. The other thing is that the co-op for this game just straight up sucks. It's not great. What it's, is it? It is you can have multiple Yoshi's. Uh, you are both all collecting eggs, and you are kind of you know, handling the levels together. The problem is that you are constantly able to jump on each other or knock into each other. Jump on each other's backs. Jump on each other's backs in ways that you do not want to do. <laughs> is it in a funny way, like in New Super Mario Brothers Wii, where you're all jumping on each other's heads and, first, and it's hilarious? The first two fun. times, yeah. yes, it is that. <laughs> okay. And then the, the 97th time, it is extremely not you're like, bad. Get off my back. I mean, you can throw unlimited eggs when you're on the, on the back. That's but like, fun. Yeah, it's... I uh, I did not enjoy the co-op, and also I just found the whole thing kind of uh, vanilla and not inspired. Yeah, you know? I, I think they had a thing going when they first started making these games. I think that Kirby game, you know, was was kind of what it needed to be, and I think the first Yoshi one showed some promise, but like this one doesn't really deliver on anything particularly new or noteworthy. It's just not. It, I I really want this studio to try and find like a, a better groove for these games because like right now it just feels like. Other than the fact that they bought all the graphics from this game at Michael's, there just isn't really anything else to hook onto with them, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Vinny, yeah. did your kids enjoy this? No. Oh, no. no they, well, they oh. Did, I mean, they did not enjoy it, but it, it as soon as the next thing came out, they put this down. They're children of taste. Yeah. So, like, get his... Tough crowd at your head. Idiot dinosaur out of yeah, my face. We broke two switches. Because yeah. I you feel know, like there are some games where it's like, this is easy and dull for me as an adult who plays a bunch of games. So then maybe kids like, it's Yoshi, it's fun. But uh, if it's like not even fun for... Kids know better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Usually I kids like so, the good yes, games. But also, I had terrible taste as a kid with that too. I mean, <laughs> yeah. be real. So the yeah. thing is, it's not fun to play with a child because mm-hmm. of that co-op stuff. Yeah. And that makes it not fun yeah. to play. Like if a kid wants to play with their parents and they're like... I can't like the new Super Mario Brothers mm-hmm. stuff of like I can't I, this is too frustrating mm-hmm. you keep jumping on my head or like you keep bubbling up and then why do you bubble up during this part because if I die then you die just get out of the goddamn bubble it does sound like uh, it'd be fun to watch though oh yeah everyone yelling at each other no just you know, there, there are other great Switch games that came out this year that are yeah. much better in co-op yeah, yeah. I agree very with that very true okay that's the final word that's the final word on the March cute. 2019 I wish it was better yeah um, yeah that brings us up through the beginning of April Let's uh, go take one more quick break and then come back and talk about that month. Okay, next up in our rundown of 2019's games, 
Dangerous driving. Oh, right. man. Yeah. Oh, right. Uh, yeah. want, I wanted this to be the thing that we wanted it to be, you know? Yeah. Give it burnout. It, this is, and it, it is. It, it is, is burnout. It is kind of. It's, it's burnout three in a lot of ways. Uh, and it is also one of the most bare bones things imaginable. <laughs> yeah. I feel like the wrecks didn't have the right like weight to them, and a lot of the destruction stuff didn't look as just like splintering off everywhere like the burnout crashes had. It just felt like a knockoff of burnout. That's yeah. <laughs> I think that is the fundamental problem with this game is not just that it isn't polished enough. It's that the driving itself is so sub-burnout. Like, the actual car feel of that game does not feel good at all. When was the last time you played Burnout 3? I, I, actually not that long ago, and I agree. It is nowhere near as good as, like, where they got by the time Paradise came around. Right. But there is a feel to that game that does not make you feel like your car is on some kind of weird rail, which yeah. is what this game, to me, the, the little bit that I played of it, it just never yeah. felt like there was an actual momentum to the car. Mm. It just felt like it was just kind of slamming around, and then sometimes some crash physics would happen. Yeah, I, th- I, th- I think I see what you're getting at. I think some of that is just like they really went for that era of arcade-style driving game, and, yeah. that, and they were bad like that then, <laughs> Yeah, in a lot of ways. and And... Yeah, it's, you know, this studio, uh, Three Fields, like, it seems like that they started up to eventually get to this game. You know, they did their right. golf game. and The Dangerous series. Yeah, they did the <laughs> VR game. And what was the Crash game? Uh, crash, crash Zone? zone danger crash Zone? Danger Zone. What danger is zone. the names of their games? Dangerous. I just want Dangerous, they, you know, they want to establish called? a brand of, yeah, it just seemed kind Dangerous of, Paradise. Kind of flat. They kind of feel like placeholders. No. Like the Mania world. It's the dangerous world. Yeah, yeah. basically. Like dangerous a, RPG. Yeah. Dangerous shooter. I don't know. It's just like, this is the thing I wanted them to try to make. Yeah. This is the thing I would have loved to have seen them pull off more than anything totally. else. And it just isn't there. One of the, like the, the, one of the real tragedies of this thing is, um, so Dangerous Driving launched with no online. Yeah. They patched it in later. But, like, who's going to remember to go back and play Dangerous Driving? Like, it wasn't that well-received that people were like, I can't wait for the online. Yeah. So, like, they must have put some work to get that online finished. And then I, I went day of and was like, cool, I'm excited. I, it's me. I'm the person who's excited to try this out on the Internet. No one. Zero other players. It was just, man. Um, just for you. Special. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no soundtrack, but Spotify integration, I think, is a clever way to save some money. Yes. But also, it just felt like they were cutting as many corners as they could. I want to do a, to do a fun video. Yeah. But if you don't have Spotify... Then you don't have music. Okay. Mm-hmm. In a weird way, though, it reminds me of, like, as far as the old Xbox, the uh, burn your own CDs feature. <laughs> yeah. like, yes. The game I used that on the most was Burnout 3 Takedown. I, so. I think you and I were talking not that long ago, and it was just like, I'm genuinely shocked more devs this yeah. generation have not tried to do direct right. integration yeah. with that stuff. Even if it is for the same reason, like you said, they're just trying to cut corners and not license a soundtrack. That's fine. That, stuff's wor- that stuff is largely integrated at the system level now. Not as clean is maybe it was on the three things you have to like you have to yeah. go mute the music or yeah cut and that's the thing weird. is that I, that's why I'm surprised devs haven't tried to do it on their own because that implementation is not great and never yeah. has been right. and it would I feel like there are tons of games that would have benefited from like some more direct playlist usage and things like totally. that yeah uh, yeah I, I think that, that that stuff could definitely be a lot better uh, that's something I wouldn't mind seeing like better integrated at a system level next time out is like a like solid integration with streaming services really, in a way that like games can 
no to mute for a cutscene. Yeah. Right. Or, yeah. It's, yeah. Weird, it's weird that they got away from that because the 360 did that so oh, yeah. well. Yeah, yeah we're cool. great. It's such a cool feature. Like, well, it's like a kind of bar snapped out or something along the side, like on the, on the side of the oh, screen. Like, like a, a little, blade or like something. A, like a panel yeah, yeah. snapped out and you could like watch a movie while you're playing a game. Oh, like, you like, do two things that might be fun. fun. Yeah, like, okay. do two things that like, dedicate some of the processing. Well, you could just say something like, oh, snap this thing in. Yeah, snap it in. That'll never work. Uh Dangerous driving, it, it, hmm. kind of a bummer. Yeah. Does it feel like the studios just kind of operating on a shoestring budget? Yeah, it definitely from, from project like to project. Yeah, it seems like that they were definitely like we're trying to, yes, grow a little bit with each project so that we can get to the point where we're making these driving games. That was the story that I, you know, when they came by, it seemed like the that was the concept anyway, and and they got there uh, to make but one of them. So. It's weird, though, because it feels like they're making prototypes. Yeah. They're almost making totally. prototypes for games that, well, especially in this case, for games that they have made before, uh-huh. and it's hard to go backwards. Yep. It's hard to say, like, oh, if you keep following this path long enough, you'll get to Burnout Paradise. <laughs> you're, uh, not, right. you're not supposed to put out the pitch demo um, as your game. And uh, I think, it, to me, it, it speaks to how hard making a game is, even if you are the people who know how to do it and yeah. got the idea. Years of experience. Years of experience. Making more resources. exact type of game. Just, uh, yeah. A lot of people make games. It takes a big team. It takes a lot to put a game together. Yeah. Uh, it's, this, it's not a terrible game. Like, it, it plays... Mostly how you want it. It's just it's, disappointing. It yeah, didn't it satisfy. Like yeah. I feel like several people in this room are like the absolute demographic that would be interested in this, <laughs> yeah. and like all of us are kind of like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I, I wonder yeah. where they go from here. I don't know. Dangerous fishing. Okay. They get the Need for Speed license. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous fishing. Oh, okay. Oh, that sounds crazy. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that needs to happen. <laughs> now they were out there talking like this is the most people that have played a Need for Speed game this generation. And you went, uh, they made a Need for Speed game this generation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it's like, well, yeah, I would hope so. It's the end of the generation. More of these consoles exist than they did when you started. <laughs> also, so. also a bunch of people can play it on your subscription service now. Yeah, uh, uh, you know. Anyway, uh, what's up next? Moving on to Mortal Kombat 11. Yeah, <laughs> they did it. They made an eleventh Mortal Kombat game, and it's, and good. it's good. Finally, it's very good. It's very good. Netherrealm can can count to eleven. <laughs> the beam is dead. I kind of, I can't, on one level, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I also think it's awesome that this game is like a credible game of the year contender. Oh yeah, oh, I mean, yeah. No, I, I don't know. It's, I it think doesn't seem that incredible to me. No? Well, can, uh, well, I really like. Was it eight or nine? Which one? Nine. Nine. Really kind of blew people nine, nine away. Yes. Reboot. Yeah, and I think I think that was very good. It was, but so I played through nine X and eleven back to back to back when this came out. Yeah, and it has not aged yeah. amazingly well. I, I went back as well. It's uh, a little. But you have to take it at the time, right? Is the story yeah. stuff. Fun? I remember the story stuff being like a great retelling of the first three. Kinda. It was not as satisfying the second time around. Right. Also, some of the stuff in that game in that story mode is just kind of embarrassing oh, right. at this point. I'm sure some of this will be too. Eh, this is a lot more tasteful, though. I would say. <laughs> it's funny talking about Mortal Kombat and using the word tasteful. <laughs> I, I agree with you. We are we're, we're working costumes, on a sliding so. scale. Here. Yeah. You're talking about costumes and stuff. That's part yeah. of it yeah. for sure. Like interaction. Well, that, that's part of it. But also, a lot of the storytelling is just sort of cheesy and not necessarily okay. in a fun yeah. way all the time. Mm-hmm. I like, this, this game's got like real dramatic heft in the story. I yeah, feel like that's that's yeah. where that's where X was going. Like X kind of kinda started yeah. on that path. And even though I didn't love the story in that game nearly as much, uh, yeah, the same. combat kid stuff was not my favorite. Like it felt like that was where they were trying to shift things. Yeah. And this is them actually successfully doing that. They yeah. did it. 
Yeah, I think it's easily the best story mode they've ever done. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's my Nine favorite. While. Nine's definitely my favorite, but like you played it more recently, yeah. so yeah. it is. I think without a doubt the best single player fighting game story that's ever been. Yeah, I, it's like, well, I don't, I've obviously I haven't played all of them, but I totally agree. I mean, I mean Ryu punching that waterfall. Right? <laughs> <laughs> all I need. Like, really. there's. I mean, everybody. I think everybody's played it at this point, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm trying to think back, like. Uh, how did that play out? Like, it's so confusing because there's two versions of most of the characters. Right, yeah. right. Wasn't it, was it an old Sonya dying? Uh, in the yes. very beginning. In the yeah. 90s, Sonya like, died. Ka- Ka- like, Kathy basically watching her mother die, right. but then yes. the young version of her mother pops into the yeah. scene, like, minutes later. Yeah, right. It's the yep. more adult, like, military Sonya right. dies, yes. but the old, yeah. like, 90s spandex like, Sonya story. Yeah. Yeah. weird yeah. drama around that stuff. Yeah. And, like, like, they make Johnny Cage, like, an interesting yeah. 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 character. Johnny Cage, yeah. Because like he, like, is literally coming face-to-face with past Johnny Cage. Yeah. Being like, just, oh, oh, fuck, I God damn. I mean, not to, like, throw too much, like, metaphorical meaning into what is a a Mortal Kombat as story <laughs> mode. The whole premise of that game is literally you fighting the concept of time. Yeah. Yep. That's what they are doing in the story is there is a fucking time wizard who is also <laughs> maybe God. I don't know. Uh, but that time wizard is fucking everything up. And so people are facing down their younger and older versions of themselves. Time itself is fighting against them. <laughs> And it's just like that's that's the kind of wild shit I love them going for. Yeah, I'm I very they, into that. They earn it though. Yes, like, totally. They kind of earn it. Yeah, I mean, for I, a, a time travel story. I'm with you up to a point. Like, yeah, I've got yeah. issues with the end of the game, but like the, everything culminating in that, uh, no that. Yeah. fucking yeah, incredible, yeah, incredible sequence of. Liu Kang and Raiden, yeah. like oh. breaking breaking oh, the God. cycle of hostility. Yeah. That's all the different ways. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, that triumphant. Like, yeah, I, I actually I don't I mind. Thought that was, I thought that was incredible. I think that was super cool and a, and a very good. Oh, beat. That, that's the best moment of the game. Uh, yeah, but yeah. there's just some stuff, in, and this is going to happen for a game with time travel, where the kind of selective use of stopping time for narrative purposes of like, oh, you yeah. can freeze anybody whenever you want. Why do you why do you do it here when they're about why to punch you? Not just roll up to the base and freeze. Uh, everyone. Yeah, like why you're freezing it now but not here and that's just yeah. like you know convenient he story forgot. To, you forgot yeah well, whatever yeah. but th- that stuff is, uh, or and also it lets them kind of shuffle the deck with allegiances and stuff in, yeah. in a way that is always very convenient like it, you know you, you get to have your good guy scorpion yeah and your yeah. bad guy scorpion oh I love and, the scorpion friends when scorpion yeah. sub-zero are friends yeah, like, yeah. missions that was great like yeah when they're out there just doing metal gear shit yeah. basically but they're actually there, just, I, yeah. there are moments though that you know by nature of them having to have at least one fight with Eric Every character is like, why is Aaron Black here? And like with yeah. the bad guys, I don't. I, he's just like, right. don't worry about it. You won't see me again after this guy. I, I always pick the winning team. Anyway, bye. Yeah. I don't have a lot of strongly held feelings about rosters in these games, but I will say that Aaron Black is never the right substitute for Striker. Yeah. Oh no, definitely. No, no, no. Which, no which, which makes it even crazier that he's apparently like top tier in the pro scene. Oh yeah, no, he's a, he's a well used character. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the fighting seems right. I think some of the stuff. <laughs> yeah, I think I, some of the stuff around the edges in this game was not as much fun to me. Like I'm kind of over the crypt format. Like I understand mm. that it's like, yeah, this, it, it, it's it a cool, un- interesting. It's Here. a cool unlockable system, and I like that they build these environments out that you're exploring. Essentially, you know, the fucking Shang Tsung dungeon shit. But like after a while, it's just kind of tedious. And the, I don't. The problem with that anymore. is like it was an amazing environment to explore. Yeah, with yeah. like a lot of nostalgic weird shit in there mm-hmm. too. But 
the grind for that currency yep. was way too real. Yep. And oh, yeah. it was just, it, a, they it, adjusted it, but it never got better. it to a point where it was like, there's so little payoff in there. And there were four yeah. different currencies. Like it was yeah. like a mess there. That stuff's and a mess. The, weird, like, uh, the big mix things together to get, to get, a Oh yeah. So you had like forge currency and other items. I just want the fatalities. Just show me where the fatalities are and how much I need to get. They were interesting ideas that just like, I, th- I think just became, especially when you could rewind time to reseal the chests to open them again and have different stuff in them. Uh, You're like, fuck you know, this. What am I doing? Like, that stuff was just way too much. And, and the source of a lot of the, the, the kind of launch week woes about just like, hey, yeah. this is like exploitative. Yeah. Like, no, that currency was for sale, but it was still just sucked. The yeah, random, I, randomized contents of the chests kind of killed it for yeah, me. Like, yeah, having, having to burn all this currency and not know what you're going to get out of it. I, yeah. I never enjoyed any of the like chest opening and currency stuff from this one, but like it really is some of the best nostalgia. Like in a series that is known for like constantly leaning on nostalgia. Oh, that environment is well, so good. Yeah, seeing yeah. the statues and everything. It's like, like oh, these are all the levels from the first the, one. Dead the corpse of Goro on his throne was yeah. just like mind blowing. That's where the guy was on fire on that bridge. I, I was wish also like just, paying homage to the fucking movie from the nineties. Yeah, yeah. I honestly like Kino's like banquet. Yeah, oh, yeah. They got, stuff. They got, well, never uh, mind that guy. They got the actor. Yeah, totally. But I honestly, if they had just made like a super short, like you know, hour, hour and a half long dungeon crawler, just you third Shaolin person Monk. game, just like yeah, Shaolin Monk style, just going through those environments mm-hmm. and just having some basic fights or whatever, that would be way more interesting and rewarding to me than just wandering around opening these fucking chests. I, like, well, I yeah. just, I'm just tired. It's like, of that. it's like they were solving the wrong problem. Yeah. If you think about it, like the the previous crypts would say like, okay, these are the eight chests you really care about because they have the good costumes or, or fatalities yeah. or, or whatever the fuck. And so, like, looking at that, and, and it seems like their solution was like, well, we gotta randomize them so people can't just write a fact about it. It was like the, yeah. the, it was like that in Mortal Kombat 2 when they changed all the fatalities in one patch. Yeah. They're just like, oh, well, internet found them all. Fuck you guys. <laughs> like, it felt like that. It broke all the strategy, guys. Yeah. It felt like that over again, and you're like, come on. Like, don't. Don't do this. There is more in the crypt than chests. Like, there's actually a lot of puzzles to yeah. solve. Yeah. But, they're, but they're, they, they but, are neat, but they're also... That just leads to more chests. But they're, exactly. But they're also so obscure. Like, yeah. a lot of that stuff, you just kind of have to look up solutions. Yeah, really. stuff about the clock and, like, the in-game yeah. time. and yeah. Like, all the heads. Trying to find yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. That yeah. was a pain mm. in the ass. But here's the thing. Like, it, I don't think that stuff is super interesting. I never got super into, like, the towers. Like, I think that's a thing that's, like, occasionally fun to mess around with. But it's, it's not a thing that I spent a lot of time with. And the towers were... Like balanced poorly at launch too. That's yeah. another thing they kind of had to figure out. Um, but the core fighting, yes, the core fighting really is, good. is a it's lot really of fun. Good. And yeah. that story yeah. mode is really good. Yeah, I, I like the the DLC that they ended up going with. I thought they had a good mix of like here's you know a couple old one. Like I thought the uh, uh, oh what's his name the guy who transforms. Uh, Shang Tsung. The yeah. Shang DLC was really cool because he's transforming to all the ninjas that are in the yeah. game yeah. and yeah. stuff, and like they play uh, with that in a fun way. Yeah, I think this is the best Terminator game. <laughs> You're not wrong. Yeah. Uh, oh my god, the fatality design. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh so my many, god. Oh, so, so many goofy. inspired fatalities in this game. Maybe a little too inspired. I, I mean, in kind of. Inspired by what? Yeah, and you know what? Like, I will give them credit for actually being unnerving with fatalities yeah. again because it's been so long. The Katana one, Gornado, where she just like yeah. spins around with Dude, the fans and it cuts great. the intestines out and they go spin around you like a tornado. Like, Gornado's I didn't, I didn't, a good name for that. I didn't think fatalities could be uncomfortable anymore. So I think they, they find a way. I the Johnny Cage puppet one. Fatalities <laughs> find a way. Yeah. Yeah. There was some reporting on like the people who have to like design 
done in research those that kind of broke a little of the fatalities for me of like, oh, we have to look at the, you know, uh, we are looking uh, at the reference material parts of the internet. Facebook that, moderation. That kind yeah. of, every, every time I wind up seeing Although, a fatality from then on after reading a little bit of that yeah, reporting like was getting like, like PTSD from of, Mork. Of just like, <laughs> oh man, right, yeah, somebody has to see exactly that what That is what it looks like, like when somebody gets cut yeah, in half right. with the hawk chain. <laughs> Right, yes, right. It's, it's like, like oh. the, it's like the Red Dead Two like guy trying to animate the horse balls problem, like <laughs> but like taken to the most violent, unpleasant degree. Yeah, the balls are split in two. Yeah, and rendered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I like the time stuff. I'm a, I'm always a yeah. fan of somebody trying to tackle a time. Yeah, a goofy time story. Yeah, especially one that like like this lets them reframe the entire yeah. context of the whole series. They took the ball and they ran with it. It's like all fuck the it. What you heard about Elder Gods? What if there was something that went up yeah. from that? <laughs> it's the Kai thing. Sure. Oh, Supreme Kai. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or then right, and then like, well, well, how is well, how is Liu Kang gonna fight this Elder God? That fight's gonna make no sense. Now he's well, God. God. They figure out a way. Also, what the fuck does the next one look like? <laughs> uh just they can start over. So yeah, yeah like, that, that that's kind. Of the beautiful thing yeah. is, it, like, it paves the way for them to actually, like, start fresh in yeah. a weird way, and like, either okay. find their way back into these characters, but rewrite the book on who has what moves and all this. I was like, oh, yeah. hey, time. We're all new characters. Yeah. I, I all new characters. Yeah. I don't mind that they wipe the slate clean, but I don't like the way they worked up to it because mm-hmm. they did so much stuff that I liked in this game that when they mm-hmm. then wiped it all away, I was like, but wait a minute. They it meant just, nothing. No. It's like, Katana finally just took her rightful place as the ruler of Outworld, and now matter. you're saying there is no Outworld anymore. That sucks. But here's the thing. So by, by, it, again. Like, by, it, it undermines a lot of the like character triumphs along the way when you all of a sudden just go like, none of that actually happened. I mean, I like don't a Marvel dis- movie. I don't disagree with you at all. I, I think that, you know, it, I understand why they're going that route because it does open some doors for them they might not have otherwise, but that said, being able to erase all of that history means that we might get a Sonya Blade that is not voiced by Ronda Rousey in the future. <laughs> oh, that, that is the new future. That is a positive. We, that is, we can look of forward the past. To. That is a positive. Uh, a, a better Sonya. That's some yeah. of the worst voice act. It just stands up. It's terrible. Oh, it's, it's true. It's, like, it's like a real black mark on the game, I think. Yeah, yeah her inclusion just feels like the worst kind of stunt casting yeah. and it's unfortunate but, but you know because especially because every other actor in that game is good. going for really it. good yeah. really yeah. good totally hmm. um i also i played a lot more of the online of this than i ever would have thought like, yeah me too i, I got, I got this a lot more than yeah. I, I have previous i got combat. i ranked up a lot in the first combat league i right? still get my list. fucking face <laughs> like wiping the floor with it and that's fine but i'm character. having more fun getting my ass kicked than i am with most other online fighting games so. I, w- I will say i tried to play the second combat league and it was like all the same challenges as the first one and like oh. slightly different costume yeah. rewards mm. and i was like i can't do this again <laughs> But it's fun. Yeah, they really made some of the uh, I don't know, end game stuff like the long game. Like you know, you're getting so yeah. little payout for yeah. for the crypts, so little payout for some of the towers and stuff yeah. based on the difficulty. Yeah, that, almost that, like that was the, kind of a bummer. And I got the costumes like I liked, and teams. I was like, yeah, yeah, I, you were good. And I was like, okay. They had the whole costume system as well, like the the itemized. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's, well yeah. some of that was a little bit of excessive grind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yes. They like, also. Uh, sorry, I was explaining like. Having shaped gems and having to hope that gear drops with the right yeah. shape of socket to use yeah. the gem, but also I, I most of the bonuses, the yeah, yeah, most of the bonuses you got from the gems yeah. weren't worth that, it anyway. That stuff was, was not fully yeah. fleshed out. A couple hundred hours that I played that game, and I don't think I got a full set of yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Well, what did you guys think of the the like mix and match move list? For I, I've never liked that. Ever since it was a Deadly Alliance and they started doing the like oh different stances and stuff. 
I don't like it because I, I like being able to like memorize. Like, okay, these are the special moves. Do the yep. slide, the, the the freeze. It's this, and then you don't have to think about like, oh, well, I'm in the katana pose or whatever. Like, I've always hated that. Yeah, well, I, I understand why high level players seem to like it. I think it's it's a neat way to go about that stuff. The way they, they implement it in this game, I just for me, it just isn't yeah. important in any way. Like, it doesn't do anything. for I me. I like that it lets you kind of build a character. Well, yeah. well it, it's, yeah. you can build the character to your liking in a certain sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, it gives you a little bit more options that way. But then once I realized that anyone who's playing the game online is going to stick to the competitively balanced versions of the characters, it was like, oh, it's pointless for me to even get good with this version of Scorpion right. because if I ever want to play anyone on the Internet, mm-hmm. I'm not going to have this move or this move. Instead, I'll have this move or this move because it's right. locked to the yeah. competitive presets. I think oh, they, it is. I don't know that. Yeah. Wait, that's, aren't there some moves that are not... Yes, there are some modes yeah, that are not, but like if you ever want to play like Combat that. League or anything like that, oh, you're really? playing the competitive, yeah, you're playing the, right. the locked versions Do of the characters. Okay, and that's interesting. Counterintuitive to the kind of what they pick. Yeah, so <laughs> instead it was like, okay, well, I guess I'm going to stick right. to this version of Scorpion and this version, you know, and right. these are the competitive. I think they added more like ranked sets uh, over the course of the game. Okay. I want to say there, there were originally two for each, and there's now a third. Maybe. I think that's how it happened. Uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's better than uh, what they did in like Injustice, where yeah. you kind of you built your own. Um, they iterated on that with this, and yeah, I think it's a better, 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 better deal. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, I just think the core fighting is the most fun I've had with one of these yeah. games since it's they really good. since they rebooted Smart it. Smart meters and just yeah. like the the way they built the systems, I think are, well, yeah, are super pretty cool. Simplified meters, yeah, you know, that offensive and defensive meter, and like everything's just like one or two bars. The training stuff, the training stuff is showing cool. off like here's how many moves, how many frames, everything's active, safe, punishable. Yeah. Like they really drill down into that stuff, which. I think all fighting games should do, so it's good that they're kind of setting an example. Yeah, bless their hearts for being the ones willing to go to that granular level for, yeah. you know, a, a tutorial few, system. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fucking well-designed. Yeah. Just a yeah. great game. Yeah, like, the game's not without a few missteps, but yeah. it's the best MK Certainly. In a very long time, I think. I mean, yeah, I, I think, you know, 9 it was, was incredible for its time, but this one feels like it has more, like, legs behind yeah, it overall. Yeah, this, like, little trilogy, yeah. this one is by far the best to me. Um... All right. Good job. Another realm. Uh, next game. Steamroll Quest. Hand yeah. of Gilgamesh. I like this game. Yeah, me too. I played a lot of this game and really, really enjoyed it. Um, it is a deck building game uh, like Flay the Spire, you could say, but it is different in a lot of ways. And since there's a narrative, yeah, you're kind of following the characters. Yeah, like yeah you RPG. can like, yeah, you can choose which characters you in your party. Um, and I really liked a lot of the customization options. You get these eight card decks, uh, which I think is just the right amount of cards to make it really accessible. That seems so low, though. No, but it also made it so I was constantly remaking my decks. Okay. Which was awesome. It was a nice way to be like, okay, I need to, I need to figure out the best way to do this. I think it was also like eight cards per character. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's like you have multiple characters in the thing. Okay. So it's, it's really more when you're playing with it. But I, I could not give two shits about the like quippy dialogue. Like <laughs> I, I think all of it. I know. Yeah. I think a yeah. lot of the story is like who fucking cares. But I do think that it's really cute art style. I think it's charming um, in what it's doing. And I, I don't know, I, I had a really good time with it, and I, I just really enjoyed the combat. I thought it was so satisfying. I really loved making decks and, like, trying to figure out which characters work well with each other. The, the synergy is really, really well. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And, like, when you got that good flow, it felt so good. And then getting new hands, and it just made it, and, like, figure out new enemies. It was just really nice. I felt like I was constantly remaking stuff, and it just kept the game feeling really fresh as I played it. 
Um, another complaint I had is I felt like I always wanted to 100% everything, find all the chests. Yeah. But you have to go back and do it, and it's like, it's really not rewarding to go back to those levels again. I think you have to, to replay the whole chapter, yeah, I, I think, to lock it in. Yeah, yeah. Which is annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the combo system I thought was really cool, too. Like, yeah, you hang on yeah. to, like, these two green mm-hmm. cards, and it's like, oh, I finally got this third one. Now yes. I can, like, just order it in the perfect way to do the max damage and then get the bonus by doing all three greens. <laughs> That's what <laughs> I was going to say. They, they really mitigate. I, I was with you. I thought eight was a weird choice for a deck size um but the way that they yeah you can play three of the same colors and you'll get a bonus thing or like there are certain setup cards where if you do a card Mm -hmm. with this character and then this other card with this other character it's going to power in the right order yeah like when they work with each other is really interesting and so like you know i i got to the last world i think i i didn't beat it but um you know it was i felt challenged the whole way through like not too hard Mm -hmm. i was um I, I really liked, you know, I, I played this mostly over a vacation and I came back and was talking to Jan about it and I had like a completely different roster than him. So I just decided to switch yeah. up my roster completely and it played like a completely, not a completely different game, but like the character differences are real. Like it's not totally. just like this is a fire type character and this is a water type character. There are meaningful differences. Yeah. Uh, and I, I found the differences really satisfying. Um, and I think it encourages you to play with those characters and how they play with each other in really smart ways and in ways that keep the game feeling really nice and new the whole way you play it. I thought the, the actual level design was a little uninspired. There was sure, sure yeah. ba- the bare minimum of puzzles where it'd be like, oh, there's three runes hidden in this level and you need to find the three runes and then go back to this big room with all the runes and click on the three yeah. that there are. Yeah. And it's just like... I think the stuff in between the levels isn't the strongest no. part of it. I think it's charming. I think it looks nice. Um, but I don't necessarily think that like that's the pull for me. Right. It was definitely like finding cards, building decks, and then you know kicking some ass. Does the story, yeah. does the story pay off? At all? Uh, I just I didn't care scenes. about the story much. Yeah. I I read it and listened to it, but I didn't care. Have you guys played any of the other SteamWorld games? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love all of them. SteamWorld Dig Two was phenomenal. Dig Two was yes. like a perfect yeah. game. Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm fully like, I was already interested in whatever the studio makes next, but seeing them go from, you know, I mean, they've made like Heist is different than Dig. Yeah, it's yeah. different than. Really impressive that they keep doing a really good job with <laughs> right? one yeah. genre yeah. after another. I yeah. really am excited with this, to see what they do. Totally. I think uh, my biggest gripe with this game is that the bosses at the end of the worlds tended to have way too much HP that little, like. Mm-hmm. They just felt like such a slog. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you would bump the difficulty down, it would still they would just recharge up enough health, or the yeah. battles would take so long that would kind of kill it for me. You really, yeah, like there is a way. There is a way to spec against bosses, but like it's not. It's still not as good. A thing that I do like about this game is it that doesn't happen in a lot of games is if you were to do a status effect to a regular enemy, it affects them and normally doesn't affect the boss. Here you could totally put them to sleep. You could totally flinch them, etc. And like oh, they nice. just behave like a oh, normal man. Enemy. When the enemies start do- rolling out status effects, the game really oh, bumps yeah. up yeah. in difficulty. Yeah, it's, um, uh, no joke. I wish this had a slay the spire mode where it just <laughs> did have a run mode, <laughs> sure. and it, it does have a tower, but that's only yeah. limited to like five rounds. I would have liked to just keep going like gauntlet style. Huh. Um, but I do like the twist of having three separate characters with different play styles for the yeah. decks rather than just the one character that you get in Slay the Spire. And, like, clever ones, like the, the guy with the mask that would flip over. And yeah. Love, yeah. Love that, that was cool. This is the game I was thinking of earlier when I was saying, card, like, deck building seems to be here to stay now. I was mm-hmm. like, seeing this game, because this would have... 
probably just had gen- like generic JRPG like turn-based combat in the past, but sure. now it's deck building instead. <laughs> it's People like, it's like, like cards. It's like infiltrating other types of games now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very uh, deck building is also very popular across the board in tabletop. Yeah. Also, yeah. I, I, no surprise. Oh no 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 definitely, definitely not. It's just kind of really everywhere these days. Everywhere. Yes. Uh, cards, cards, cards. <laughs> yeah. Props to uh, Image and Form. Um, days gone. More like days uh, gone. Days, Whoa. Days, days yawn. Days, days went. Days, days yawn went. is not bad. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That's harsh. Sorry. I don't know. I. Yeah. This game's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't blow my mind. But what about was, that I, wedding scene? I didn't get that far. <laughs> oh, boy. What happened Google in the it. wedding? Uh. Something I don't remember the full details, but it's like they're getting married, um, and very sincerely, I think the woman's like, "I hope you ride me like you ride that yeah. motorcycle." Hell or something. yeah! <laughs> but that, it's that like is, fully, one hundred percent sincere. This is authentic biker culture. <laughs> yeah, it is actually. Well, I mean, I. I it, it's that's how it's portrayed in like uh, Sons of Anarchy, yes. shit like that. Yeah. Like, and that is clearly a thing. Similar. That is the DVD uh, set they were watching the most <laughs> when they exactly. were making this game. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah, it's like a forgettable kind of game. Take it or leave it. I like riding the motorcycle around the world was fun at points, and I don't know, nothing, nothing stood out to me. Is there like nothing revolutionary about it? No, no. Like, it's, you know, like the initial pitch, they were like, "Oh, look at all the enemies on screen," yeah. and that seemed yeah. like the direction they were going to go. But it, it seemed like that, that didn't really. I like a in, couple in moments. Where yeah. it's like, but like various scripts, like this is the part in this story mission where like the wave of zombies comes I mean, or whatever. You, there, there are certain things where like alarms go off and like yeah. a, a lot of uh, freakers. The, the, the freakers, the freakers mm-hmm. would would swarm you, and you kind of want to avoid that, or you're trying to get uh, uh, freakers to kind of roll on to the other enemy, the other faction mm-hmm. on, in the camp. But try to steal a bunch of phone calls. Yeah, so it's yeah. good. Freaking get your Captain mm-hmm. Crunch whistle. It, it, it's uh, I don't know. The, the, it's just kind of boring. I found it bland. I think it's all bland and as uninspired as like the main character, just being like, "Uh, what is this character?" Like, it's just so boring. Yeah, like, De- the game Deacon. is Deacon. Deacon. The game, yeah. Deacon yeah. Saint John. Yeah, uh, cool. Uh, biker with a heart of gold, kind of. Uh, sure. Uh, I think troubled. The, the thing that is most interesting to me about Days Gone, it, I mean, yes, it's a very unremarkable game, but it's clearly a very unremarkable game that they spent some money making. Like, Man. it is a pretty sizable open world. There's a lot of stuff kind of going on. You know, like, they clearly spent some time and some development effort, like, trying to make all this shit work relatively well. It just feels like a lot of effort for what would have been, like, a borderline budget B game like 10 years ago. Yeah, I mean... It's like a Just Cause. Yeah, in the, in that... I mean, Just Cause, I think, is more fun. Yeah, but, oh, yeah. 100%. But it's like, it just... It does, it all feels dated in it right up to the sort of, like, yeah. pseudo-edgy storyline. Like, everything about it just feels like it is at least eight, nine years behind mm-hmm. the current trend. All the dials felt like they were turned out of 10 just right to 5, right? Like, nothing mm-hmm. stood out. It's kind of yeah. charmless, or it's not scary, or it's not like... Yeah. Nothing is like, oh, you need to... You need to play Days Gone because it's just like, do yeah. you like it, yeah, third I feel, person? I feel like when you set all the 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 dials to five, you end up with a zombie game almost automatically. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, that's correct. I guess like yeah, I guess zombies right. like people hate those guys, right? Right. Yeah. Didn't it have some weird narrative stuff? 
Maybe I'm misremembering this in like a weird fever dream, but isn't the currency like kids' ears or something? It's zombie ears. Oh, it's freaker ears. But isn't there something with like kids? Well, there are freaker zombies. There's the kids. There's kids. There's kids. Oh, yeah. There's kid freakers. Yeah. And you could just. That's me. I'm kid freaker. Yeah. Kid freaker. I took over your whole PBX. Interesting. Check me out on SoundCloud. I do. I do remember liking the way they handle their kind of quest log, which is divided into, I think, what they call stories. Like they sort of subdivide all the missions. So it's like. Here's this character's story. Yeah, yeah with here's, a percentage. Like, you've done yeah. 67% of yeah. the find here's the lady. The, here's the story of this gang. And, like, I think, I'm, if I remember, missions could be in multiple categories at once. So it's like, okay, I know this mission pertains to this character right. and this group. And, like, that was kind of a neat idea. Yeah. It was a minor it, touch. It was not a big deal. Right. I'm, I'm looking for something here. <laughs> That's uh, the thing. It just doesn't have that many things to latch on to. Like it just run, doesn't. You run out of gas on your motorcycle a lot, which is, I understand yeah. why, but that's not fun. Like, yeah. like pushing your motorcycle around is like the least fun thing in the world. Oh, you and found some fun out of another open world game with a bunch of systems like that. <laughs> running out of gas? Things like running out of gas or battery or systems on top of talking about that stranding. Oh, it didn't bother you in that, but it's, oh, he, he like to, no, that, that's I very mean, different. He didn't like Death Stranding that much either. Oh, I know, I know, <laughs> but it seems like I don't know. Oh, that's so different. Like if I if I could build a thing in this, like a zip line in yeah. here, I'd be psyched. If this no, game this were like, about building bridges instead of killing freakers, <laughs> right. man, like this is sitting on your motorcycle and pedaling with your feet, <laughs> which is like the least cool thing in the world to it do. Really, is. because you because you were out in the world too much and didn't find a gas can. Like that's not what fun. happens if you leave the motorcycle behind. Uh, I think you can get damaged, and I think you have to respawn it. I, I don't remember. I don't think I ever did it because you don't. I didn't want to run around yeah. in that world. Yeah. Uh, the upgrade systems I thought took a, eventually take kind of a lot of currency, and I found that to be a grind. Like, it, I don't hate it. It just was one. Of, it was one of those games I was playing, and I was comfortable playing until something better came along, and then had no motivation. To yeah, it seems it. like one of those things. It's like. Sony usually takes pretty big swings, and generally speaking, the games come out pretty well liked. Like yeah. I, I feel like they've got a pretty decent hit ratio, and this just seemed like just all along kind of the odd game out. It's just like, why are you doing this? It, it needed to either be a lot better or a lot worse sure. to be memorable. Yeah, and it, it just be right to hell or yeah, yeah it just us. wasn't. Yeah. It was just so in the middle of everything. It, it yeah. felt like a tech demo looking for a game, right? Like that, mm-hmm. and the way they kept showing it with the swarming, right? And it was right. like, oh, we can we build a game around this that yeah. makes use of this? And I don't think that delivered, or you know, like that doesn't last for a game. <laughs> yeah. I'm guessing nobody finished it. Here. No, I did not finish it. No, I think I wouldn't mind finishing yeah. it, but there's a lot of other stuff that yes. I'd have to finish first. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, all right. Well, well next days gone. Days gone. are gone. That's my joke. Those days are gone. Um, it's a very good joke. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I, I agree. The best. I'd say. I tried hard on that one. Uh, what in the world is Astrologaster? Uh, we haven't all played everyone's favorite game <laughs> this year. I played some Astrologaster. <laughs> Your tone sounds uh, like you loved I'm just, it. I'm just setting you up to knock Astrologaster. It is a it's a simple game. I think it's very charming. I think it's funny. I really love the style of it. It is a very much just sort of a narrative based game. Um, there is some light gameplay that's really pretty underwhelming. That's not the draw of it. I think that the charm is the draw of it. So you are playing as a sort of a doctor in like Shakespearean era. Um, and you basically people come to you and are like, hey, I'm having these problems. And then you look to the stars and then you solve them for it. But it's really just you meddling with their lives and getting involved with their lives. 
And it's like you can kind of choose the wrong thing. Like you, yeah, you choose, absolutely. you you give them their answer based on you picking like which sign, mm-hmm. which zodiac sign you're going to go with. And there's with. sort of some vagueness of yeah. like, oh, this person they want to sort of put money on um, a ship that's going out to sea, and you could like be like, which one should I put money on? You can look at the stars and be like, well, this one is like a child, and this one is a you know like a victor, and this is what it means. And you sort of guess of like, well, I think this will probably be the best for you, but like, who knows? Um, and I think that does a pretty good job of like later on, you'll see how it affects those characters. They may come back to you or they're, you know, people they know may come back to you and you can sort of see how you're affecting this. Town like, oh, you city. told them the wrong, you told them the wrong boat name yes. because you weren't paying attention what the name of the boat was. Yeah. And then when they come back, they are like, yeah, you fucked that up. Yeah, totally. Um, but really it's the presentation that makes this game so good. Uh, so it is very sort of storybook style, pop-up book style. And as everyone comes in, as they present sort of the narrative of the, of the story, as they narrate what's going on, it's all in this kind of sing-song way, which I'm sure we'll get into in best music later on. <laughs> um, but it's really, it's very funny. I, I really liked, I just liked experience, experiencing this game. I think the writing is, is really pretty funny. I think it's clever. And I think that the presentation just really makes it so good. It's got a style, for sure. Absolutely. Definitely has a style. Is it on anything besides PC? You can play it on the phone. On the phone. On your phone. It's a oh. phone game too. Oh, on my telephone. Mm-hmm. Call it up. Let's play games though. Call up Astrologaster. Mm. Ooh, I don't know about that. One eight hundred Astrologaster. I saw. I, I saw oh. their. I saw their ads on late night. I don't know. <laughs> I think this will be a game that no one else will play except for me and Jeff. Yeah. Two biggest fans. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Huge I, I, on it. No, I. 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 I, I just. The whole sing-songy style, like all that stuff, and I like, was instantly just like, oh my god! Oh, I loved it. Oh, so it just yeah, just reminds you of the drama nerds that you knew. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm not a big theater kid person. Not my favorite group. Wait, what is that face, Alex? <laughs> Are you a not a theater kid? kid? Absolutely not. Okay. I don't know why people think that. No. Okay. Absolutely not. I take offense to this. Okay. That said, I love the Super Shakespeare game. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah. Okay. All right. There you have it. Um, a plague tale innocence. Ah, yes. Speaking of historical, oh, the rats drama. Yeah. Speaking of uh history and old timey shit and whatnot. Uh, so this game, I had, I did not know anything about this. Uh, the studio that made it, I think, was primarily known for doing some like more mercenary development work on a variety of things over the years. Uh, but this is uh, not non mercenaries. No. Uh, but this was them trying, like, to make their own original, like, you know, third-person, you know, uh, narrative adventure. And it's pretty cool. Like, I was surprised how into it and how into the storytelling it, I was. It got a lot of buzz back when it came out, I remember. Yeah, it's it's really well made. It is, the game itself is a pretty basic stealth game. Like, it is not very complicated. Uh, there's There's some challenge to it, but for the most part, it is really just about staying out of sight when there's stuff around that you can't really fight. Uh, and then just like trying to weave your way through the environment and avoid that stuff. And then you're running away from, you know, these various swarms of, so the plague of a plague tale is not just the bubonic plague, what have you. Uh, it is magical swarms of rats that just straight up devour people and everything else. Cool. Uh, and they show up Magic at various times, cool. and they are a nightmare. Uh, I there's a scene early in that game where you go into like one of the first rat nests that you ever see is like under this ch- this church, uh, and it is 
disgusting. Do you it need is, a rat king? No. It is one of the... That's the one we go is, in with the priest? I don't know if that's... That's not the, 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 the uh, nest, but this is what you see. That like, doesn't these bother are, me. This, uh, is what the rat, this is what the rat swarms look like when you are playing. It uh, like, looks like a bunch of little rats running out on the ground. It's like yeah. Indiana Jones, like when he's surrounded by the bugs or the snakes or whatever. So you're trying to find your way through the environments. You're trying to find areas that are lit because they can't st- they can't deal with the light. So you're looking. sometimes you don't have a torch. You're just trying to like find the places Ooh. you can go to keep yourself out of the you know the, the rat swarms uh the story is pretty good like i think the you're you're playing uh the daughter of an aristocrat in france uh a bunch of knights show up at your uh chateau or whatever and just straight up murk everyone in your family so you hey, are that happens. you are given like you and your little brother are the only ones who are able to escape and so you are on the run in addition to trying to figure out what the hell is going on with this these plagues of rats and why they exist but you also have, you have to avoid not only the rats but mercenaries as well. Yeah, there's there's people kind of that are wandering. trying to kill you as well. I think you can like off some of the mercenaries. Can't yeah, you? you have a slingshot you can use to knock dudes out, and and you know there's there's definitely like some combat, but it's pretty minimal compared mm. to you know a lot of other games. And I don't know, I was just surprised by this one. Like the storytelling yeah. is really strong. It has a cool look, like really polished look to it. Uh, the the monster stuff is really disgusting. Like when you get into some of those like rat areas, it's not pleasant. Yeah, no, I had to. Uh, I still have uh, a bunch of like rat poison in bait boxes around the outer edges of my house. So is the, is, is like what this game is? Is that what it looks like uh, around? If the repair costs to the under part of my home are any indication, it was it's a horror exactly story like yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's definitely one of the things this year that surprised me and stood out most to me. And the story pays off. It's strong in the whole way through. Uh, that's actually the one thing I can't say because I got what I think is pretty close to the end, and then some other games came along, and Busted. I just haven't yet to go back to see the last bits of it. Caught you? Yes, you did. Yeah, that's, uh, that's okay. But that's the thing is, I think I will probably finish that game before the end of the year because I don't think there's a lot left of it. It's not a very long game. Mm. Cool. Oh, it's nice. Yeah. Um. Next up, Rage Two. Oh, right. Ooh, right, yeah. They made a sequel to Raid. Yeah, uh-huh. they did. Why? In 2019. Yeah. Mega textures. Yeah. Like, they made a sequel to Raid without any kind of unique, like, tech hook to it. It's, like, so it's, boring. it's, it's so boring. It's so boring. It's so boring. For a game where, like, the entire marketing was about, like, we're crazy over the yeah. top! WK is freaking it's, out! It's boring as shit. I feel like it, this is, like, an embarrassing example of marketing working on me, because I was, like, <laughs> I saw that shit and Andrew WK and yeah. everything... And I was like, maybe this game's going to be amazing. Like, yeah. Especially because it's Avalanche, and like, not every Just Cause game has been amazing recently, but like, there was a time when Just Cause was... Wait, Avalanche worked on this? Yeah, made it. Yeah. And then in tandem with id, I think. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. think I've ever, ever put that together. Yeah. I'm, pretty yeah. sure, I'm pretty sure id was like sort of supervisory on this. Huh. Yeah. Pretty yeah. Sure. It feels, it's like you, I think you see little bits and pieces of like a Mad Max in here. Kind of, yeah. Uh, Oh god, I forgot about Mad Max. Yeah. yeah. So maybe they made maybe their did. track record has not been great the last two three games, but like I wanted to believe that this was going to be like a return to the Just Cause mayhem that would be. Yeah, but it's like it's not even like I I don't know. I guess it's better than Rage One, a game I really didn't like. But uh, it. Yeah, they made a sequel to Rage. I, I don't I don't know why. I kind of <laughs> liked Rage One. Why? I, I liked I, I, Rage. It wasn't terrible. Why? The ending was one of the worst. Ending. The ending is terrible. Yeah. It was like the it was like the most pointless open world. It was like once you got into the levels that felt like levels from an id game. Yeah. Like, right. Yeah. yeah. It was like it was like bad Halo ODST. I whereas like you with the yeah you eventually get into the parts that feel like shooter levels and you're like okay this is what id does. Yeah. But the open world stuff was so 
just it, it, was, it wasn't that much of a stuff. point to it. I mean, it got by on looking incredible for the time. Yeah, yeah especially even even on console. Yeah. Um, but the gunplay I thought was fun in the first one. Yeah. I, I, the open world was never great, and so I was thinking like, oh, okay, if they can do some interesting open world stuff, and they've got totally. powers, yep. and they're really leaning into this like kind of wacky over the top action stuff. Like maybe you know the core of Rage could be turned into a, a better thing since totally. the gunplay was always good. Totally. And it's just like the powers it takes forever it to get an interesting one. Distinctly and, under the top. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. The the ability Abilities never felt truly vital no. in, in this. I feel like the shooting kind of took a step back because it's a lot yeah. more aim down sights, Call of Duty style. Not yeah. exactly, yeah, yeah. but, but like know, it's, it's not it's not the big dumb like you know shotguns and just spraying bullets everywhere. That, or a lot of running backwards and just like right, frantically right. shooting a shotgun. This is, this is much one. more about precision headshots and like yeah, that totally. style of shooting, yep. which is not what I want out of it. And that seems contrary to the marketing, which yeah. was all like you know we've got yeah. these bajillion styles of guns. I'm not sure anyone involved in marketing this game ever actually saw the video game they were putting out. <laughs> Someone just said, okay, here's what Rage was. Uh, what if we just took the Borderlands yeah. marketing campaign yeah. and said that's right. what this no, is? We yeah. just did a color run and heard of Andrew WK record. Yeah. <laughs> Do they have like exploding colors and stuff in the game? Or they're like, not no, really. Andrew WK wasn't even in the game at launch. You had yeah. to wait for DLC. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Exploding, what do you mean? Like in the, all the marketing, the big old like, like puffs of like, oh, purple. Just like the not, not really, no. Uh, it's uh, like a fairly, I mean, it doesn't look terrible, but it's got a pretty like drab color palette. It's like the AEW um, Dynamite opening. Oh, brother. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Finally, yeah. It took this long. Yeah. We finally got yeah. to a wrestling thing. Yeah. It's similar to that. Yeah. Yeah. Finally. Yeah. If it looked like that, then maybe that would have been a more interesting Like, I don't yeah. even remember much of the writing or the characterizations being that ridiculous. Like, it was all yeah. pretty no, mundane. It's, it's just, just kind of like their, their idea of crazy is really not. It's like, yeah. got a real... It's, it's not like Borderlands where it's like, oh, God, I'm rolling my eyes at how bad it right. is. It's just like, who? What? It's just you're not even reacting yeah. to it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like just, I guess at least with Borderlands, you can say they had a, a style they were going for. Yeah. Like it's a annoying, yeah. miserable style, but they, <laughs> they went for it. Yeah, they did their thing. Like uh, this, this game is competent, pretty much yes. across the board. Yeah. I think there's a lot this, of that. Yeah, this, yeah, this, this, yeah, yeah, this game is I competent pretty much. But I, it, like it also like the later you get into it, as I got deeper and deeper into the game, it was just like man, fuck this. Yeah. Like it was yeah. just so repetitive. On yeah. top of that, it was just like God, this. This game did not need to be this long. There, there was nothing about the gameplay that warranted that length. And, and not that it would have been like an amazing game if it was shorter, but at least like all the systems in place wouldn't have worn out their welcome. Yeah. Like you get to a point where you're just like, okay, I've, I've used the shit out of these abilities. Yeah. They're not that interesting to begin with. And now they're really not interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, it also, it didn't help that I spent the first few hours on location after location looking for the last like pickup that I hadn't found. Oh, yeah, you got to find those boxes. Cause, cause yeah, I did a lot of that. It tells yeah. you how many things yeah. there are to get in each place, and I would always yeah. find all but one, and then oh, spend yeah. 20 minutes looking for the last one. Yeah, I cleared out a lot of locations yeah. for upgrade yep. currency that you just don't need. Yep. Uh, yeah. Well, what did you say? It's like this a lot of end of end of generation games, yeah, right? Like I feel like, like it feels like a transition period. I feel like sure. we're talking about a lot of games are probably going to be maybe the last game in a series for a while. For a while, sure. Yeah. Like, hey, are, is Rage Three written down somewhere Boy, in a way I, that you know? I kind of hope not. Is a new Far Cry written down? Or like yeah. it, the re, a lot of people rethinking what those games are as we kind of reach the end of like. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, this this was just a weird one. I, the only thing I'd say about it that I thought was kind of nice is that there was a certain aspect of it to it being an open world, and there were cases where I was just like, well, fuck it. I'm going to run to this area that it says is extremely hard mm-hmm. and find what ability is is there and go get it seemingly, you know, a dozen, of, a dozens of hours early mm-hmm. uh, or find this weapon that I maybe Secret I shouldn't job. have. And, and, and 
the thing I found out is that the hard areas are not actually that much harder than the oh. areas that are leveled to, or that they say will be fine for your current. So you're able to get whatever. the abilities. Yeah. Okay. But they're not that good. Oh. <laughs> you get them all, and you're like, oh, I see why so many of these are optional because who cares? Mm. I did. It yeah. was kind of a nice nod to like nonlinear sequence or whatever yeah. that they kind of indicated difficulty across the map, and you're like, oh, mm-hmm. that's probably not the place I'm supposed to go next, but mm-hmm. I can go there. Yeah. Like that was cool. But I wish that that paid off. Yeah. Yeah. It really does not. Weird. It's just a weird product. Yeah. Um, observation. Hmm. Yes. I really meant to play that and didn't get around to it, and I still would like to. I would like to finish it. I think, Vinny, you finished it, right? I did, yeah. Yeah, I, you said I, it wasn't the most satisfying ending. I, I like, no, I like where it went. Okay. I think I think if you, uh, for folks that ingest a lot of sci-fi, mm-hmm. it's one of those things of like, okay, <laughs> I, I see yeah, where sure. you've, you've kind of taken your beats from. Uh, it's neat, and, and the more I've thought about it since I beat it, I think I've actually liked it the more I, oh, I've thought good. about it since I walked away from it. When I walked away from it, I was like, okay, it's one of those endings. Yeah. I really loved how it opened. I loved the start of it. I was very intrigued and excited to play the rest of it. I just never got around to it. It was a thing that was like always on my list to finish. It's um, cool. But the way it opens, you know, you are... Basically, you are playing as the AI on a spaceship mm-hmm. with a woman who is like... Things are going wrong on the spaceship. What's going on? I need to work with this computer. Surprise. That was just right. sort of wiped of its memory to figure out what happened. Right. So you were acting as the computer in a lot of really interesting ways where she will, like, ask you to do something and you have to, like, go into right. sort of the UI of this computer and, like, figure it out. And I think they do a good job. I think the design of the UI is very interesting of, like, this feels like a sort of 70s-style future yeah. computer in an aesthetic I really like. Um you know, and eventually you take over sort of as this orb that can kind of fly around. Right. So you have a little bit of movement within the ship. But it is a lot of like, help me turn on the lights in this room. Like, right. help me do this. But it's, a, it's an interesting way to unfold the story. Um, and I think there's also, you know, a big reveal sort of early and on where, spoiler alert, you kind of think like, oh, this woman is like alone on the spaceship. We don't know what's going on. And we find another ring in the, wing in the spaceship. And then there are other people there. Uh, which is interesting. Of like, cool, we're not alone. Like, let's figure out what's going on. We have somebody to talk to and communicate with. Um, there were a few moments I found where I was uh, left a little bit like, where do I go? What do I do? She'll, like, tell you sort of vaguely, yeah. like, hey, I told you to do this thing. And I'm yeah. like, but where the fuck is it, yeah. lady? Like, help me. The pat, um, the, the kind of uh, signposting for where yes, you should go is not is, always great. Yeah. Um, but I, I really enjoyed it. And I, I think, like, aesthetically, it's so cool. And I, as somebody who, like, loves space and loves space games, I, it really scratched that itch for me. Um, and I was just really excited very, by what it was doing. It's a very 2001 vibe. Yeah. yeah. It is, like, even down to the tech and the kind of aesthetic. The stuff I didn't like about it are some of the puzzles. So you are playing as this computer, mm-hmm. but a lot of the puzzles feel like you are doing the thing that the person would do to do the manual override. Right? So, like, hey, uh, computer... Uh, we have to, uh, the, the latching system needs to disengage. You're going to have to do it on your own. And it's not like you're doing a math equation. It's like, all right, hold A and then yeah. pull the trigger and like lock these things in. I didn't mind that so in, much. in a normal game, that's the person going to the thing and be like, Bill, you got to manually override, hit the right. thing. Yeah. Whereas a computer would just be like, you know, just do this. It's like you almost want like a late game reveal of just like, oh, you're actually just a person sitting at a terminal the whole time or something. Or it should have been a Zachtronic style game of like, I'm going to execute code for six hours. No, thank you. 
to beat this game. That does not sound well, fun. And that's just it's just a weird thing yeah. of like, oh, this computer is like has to physically But they still had to make a UI that you, a human, the player yeah. would use. So, so, so there, it's there, still there not, are like yeah. complete the circuit puzzles where you're like, Oh, you've got to get from this you know, complete the circuit which just in the typical gameplay thing is you being like, oh, the computer's down. Trace the circuit on the board. Yeah. And, like, you're the computer kind of tracing this stuff. There's a bit of memorization, which I just am terrible at in games, of like, oh, crap. Okay, go back to the reference thing. Go oh, into the puzzle. Sure. Go back to the reference thing. Okay, go back to the puzzle. But overall, it maybe goes on a little long, uh, but it is, it is a great one of these that flips the, hey, uh, you're – a person on a stranded space station with a computer AI. Is the computer good or bad? Mm. This time you're the AI, and then yeah. the humans are the ones that are around. And so you're definitely bad. You're <laughs> definitely bad. You kind of don't have your own personality. You, you really are just kind of the person, the main character in the game is the person that will be following. Yeah. Uh, but it's cool. And uh, this, uh, the intro sequence is actually <laughs> odd. The, the title sequence is... <laughs> odd and long and it's like seven ish and really sets up the game in a neat way but it is like wow this what is your budget for this very <laughs> like david fincher yeah, yeah this, this yeah. intro sequence is, is intense and i do think the end of the game the more i've thought about it the more i've kind of come to peace with okay you've done some stuff here mm-hmm. but at the time I was like oh, another one of these sure. <laughs> uh, but yeah I, I liked it a lot it, yeah. it, it's cool and uh it's it's worth playing uh, as an adventure game i bet one of the better adventure games this year yeah cool. especially if you like space big mm-hmm. big year for space Pretty cool here around Saturn's Rings. Yeah, for sure. Um, I understand Team Sonic Racing is good. Mm. From who? Maybe I maybe I've been misinformed. I mean, good. Uh, It's It's on this list. Yeah, which doesn't uh, necessarily imply quality. No, it doesn't imply quality. It's a it's it's again it's a competent game. I think it's not as good as uh, Racing Transformed, Transformed, which is a fantastic game. There are no transformations in this. Uh, and it is all Sonic cast of characters, so it is not Sega cast of characters. Yeah. Uh, the neat thing in this that was special for me and the, the kids is there is cooperative play. Uh, you, you do race in team, and it's Team Sonic. So you can, person in front can like uh, paint down a line, and the oh, person yeah. behind them can kind of draft in a oh, line. Oh, you mean two players in two separate cars are working together? Yeah, it's oh, a team of three. Okay, yeah. wow. Yeah, huh. uh, and you're working together to win the race, you know, point style. Like, uh, you can you can pass power-ups up to other team yeah. members, that kind of thing. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it's an, it's, it, that stuff's fun. It's and novel. And uh, the racing mechanics are definitely more than serviceable. Uh, I just don't know if it's as fun as... It, it, say, a Mario Kart or a uh, racing transformed. I think there are better kart racers out there. It's, <coughs> the tracks are not as fun. I still There's like, also stuff with the items where it's like, when it's on your back, they all sort of look like they, these weird yeah. little things that don't actually indicate they don't what stand the item out is. At all. Yeah, you, mm-hmm. you have to kind of memorize what the yeah. item is. Which, I guess, if you're playing Mario Kart for the first time, you don't know where a mushroom's going to make you go fast. But, sure, like, but they, a lot of these look <sighs> too similar to be like, oh, oh right, yeah. this, is the, this is the rocket, not the uh, I don't know the uh, boost. What was the thing that they would always yell "cube" or something? Yeah, I heard yeah. "cube" a lot cube. in that game. Uh, but it, yeah, it is a it's a neat kart racer uh, that again having being able to play something while you're racing cooperatively and not again for my family have to fake it. We're like, oh, let's pretend we're on the same yeah, team. Yeah. yeah, is is fun. It's fun for for people with younger kids. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I say it's just not as exciting of a racing. Game. Oh, that's yeah. like I, I think I think I'm with Vinny that, yeah. that Sonic Racing Transformed is is a lot more interesting of a game. It has more dynamics as far as like the different transformations, the and courses, better roster, the, the nostalgia. Yeah, 
I, I was I was Samba. Yeah, I was just chuckling because like you're sitting here giving an earnest appraisal of the quality of the Sonic game as opposed to just clowning on it constantly, which <laughs> kind of says a lot. The racing games compared, I feel compared like to like the real, the, really the, good. No, that, but that's what I mean. Like yeah. compared to the main Sonic franchise, yeah, yeah. People, people like actually like like these games and see, yeah, respect well, them. Yeah. The racing, like, trans- like, <laughs> racing transformed is like it's legitimately yeah, very good. It's my favorite kart racer, yeah. uh, and so for this, I don't think it. It comes oh, yeah, close yeah, yeah. to that. But have you played the new Garfield cart? I have not tried it. Do some really? things in There's there. There's a new yeah. benchmark, baby. They have multiplayer now? Yeah, they added multiplayer. Oh. Fantastic. Uh, a kart racer should have multiplayer. The first one has no local or online co-op. Take, take it from me. When it comes to Garfield cart, the best, the winning move is to not play. The only, win, mm. only way to win is not to play? Yeah, set the controller down. <laughs> Uh, okay. We have not picked this up in the Caravella house oh. in a while. Huh. Yeah. We, I, we will go back to Racing Transformed. Okay. Yeah. Well, and Mario Kart. That mm-hmm. says it all, I suppose. Um, Dauntless. Oh, yeah. There's a late oh, addition to this yeah. list. Um, yeah. After being in uh, early access for a couple of years, it finally came out. I was, I was certainly very, very interested in it, being a Monster Hunter fan. Um, and with it being a free-to-play model, it, it, you know, the style of gameplay kind of lent, it, lent itself. Uh, to that, um, but once the game finally came out, uh, unfortunately, Monster Hunter World <laughs> had, had come out as well, and, uh, and, and I'm sure that the, the uh, developers uh, for Dauntless here are a little upset about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's tough to to put uh, too much time into you know both of these games. Uh, my mm. my time is actually better spent, I think, with World. Mm. Uh, but this is not, you know, it is fun in its own right. Like, you know, it's, there's a well-designed monster. There's a really nice variety to the weapons. Um, it's a little too just, like, straightforward as far as, like, you know, the the grindy nature of it. Um, but it's got a really nice look to it, I think. And, you know, it's a, it's a really good alternative to, like, Monster Hunter World if, if that's what you're into. Um, they've, they've added a ton of uh, stuff post-game as well, whether it be new monsters or... Or maps, or you know, seasonal events, or you, know, you name it. Um, yeah, I was going to ask if you had kept up with like how much the community has stuck with it because I feel like there were numbers going around when it came out of like oh, like so and so million people down people like like, like the servers the were twenty two million. Yeah, like it, it seems like it launched really strong. Well, yeah, that's, that's something of note as well is that it's completely <sighs> cross platform as well. So mm. between the consoles and you know the PC version, you know you can pick up exactly where you left off. You know, playing on PC. Pick it up on the PS4 and you're standing in the same spot in town. You know, it's that, that's that's pretty revolutionary. What's the monetization um, model? If it's free, you send? Yeah, they've got like a battle pass style thing that you can buy. Um, you can also just do you know mostly cosmetic Cosmetics. stuff. Okay. Um, they also offer like XP boost style okay. things. You know, mm-hmm. uh, it's not exactly pay to win, but um, you know, it's not just cosmetics either. But um, yeah, it's cool. It's it's you know really neat. I enjoyed my time with it, but. Like I said, you know, once Monster Hunter World came out, this this was tough to to go back to, unfortunately. Mm. I'm always shocked that there aren't more Monster Hunter people going after Monster Hunter because it's, it's such so a popular big. thing yeah. that um, and nobody has seemed to really just go straight after it. Right. I mean, this seems directly aimed at Monster Hunter fans. Yeah, you, I would think that. Well, I mean, you look at you know, wow, and there were so many people that you know tried to get a chunk of that. It's and totally, they, and they they barely you know. Uh, Got a piece of that. I mean, isn't it the case that World was kind of the first time that Monster Hunter like truly broke big here in the, the West? Yeah, yeah, the that's West. what I mean. Oh, yeah. So like maybe people just haven't had time to yeah, maybe look at that and be like, all right, now we got to do that. Like, <laughs> now, 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 now there's right. a market. Yeah, it could be. 
Um, they will cross battle royales with. They will drop one monster in, and then uh, okay. ninety-eight other players. Okay. Sure, that's cool. Um, okay, let's uh, call this the last game of day one. <gasps> okay. Uh, this Aww. is a game I feel like I heard a lot about back at release. Uh, Void Bastards. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I like Bastards. I liked Bastards. Yeah. <laughs> I, I liked Void Bastards quite a bit. Me too. Yeah. It's like the longest binge session I've done on a game in years. Oh, really? Yeah. I think I did like a 16 or 18 hour day. I, did, I played what? literally yeah. the opposite oh, way damn. you did. I, was sick one I, day also, and, I also put a lot of hours into it, yeah. just oh. a very different way. Yes. I loved it. I feel like I had a weekend of just like playing this game a ton. I, this was also came for me in a time where I was like, oh, I feel like no game is really hooking me that much. Like it's mm-hmm. not, it's not really getting me. And I played this and I was like, I play video games. <laughs> and I was like in it. Um, I don't know. I think this game is so fun. I think the loop is so satisfying. Yeah. I think it was very much a thing that's like, okay, one more. Okay, one more. Like constantly. I also think it did a lot of fun and clever stuff with the character systems. As far as you will get a new character, and they will come in with a trait. And sometimes the trait helps you. Sometimes it hurts you. Sometimes it doesn't really do either. Your character's just tall, and the camera is just higher for your character. Oh, you also have to now. crouch under some doors, which yeah. I really, really appreciate. I, yeah. I was a big fan of stuff like that. It <laughs> Wait, added they, a lot of charm really to it. They really vary your character height between rooms? Yeah, yeah it's like, I had sometimes, sometimes like, your character's tall, your oh, character's oh, oh, short. Oh, is, oh, is it, it's, it's like a trait, I, I, yes. I guess I do remember that. And, I, you know, they did a good job of making me feel some ownership over this character. Of like, I like this character. I don't like this other one that I rolled. And, like, you go through these levels and you can pick more traits for them and attach them to the character and I would get attached to these characters but not to the point where like if I wiped a character I would be like oh no I'm done playing it was enough to for me that that it was like incentive to keep that character alive Mm -hmm. but also there was an eagerness to be like okay well what does this character do for me and I I really enjoyed that aspect of it like I never got mad when I died because every time I died I saw that as an opportunity like oh what's my next guy going to be like and like oh every time you go to a different ship like what's the gimmick here like it felt like the (laughs) randomization was really smart and fun and I really love the lore of like how they're getting new characters by like they're you're in space they're just getting prisoners out of a large filing drawer that have been dehydrated and they stick a hose into them and put them into human and they're like, okay, go salvage garbage for us. Yeah, yeah, really, yeah. It's really like dark sense of humor. It was really <laughs> Very good. Very funny game. Yeah, I thought the writing and character stuff was, it was fantastic. Really good. Yeah. I will say the end just kind of came out of nowhere. I was like, oh, that was flat. it? That was the whole ending? Yes. You know, but yeah. But everything up to that point, I was like, oh, totally on board. Um, yeah. I also love the aesthetics of it. Yes. It's, everything it around the game like, is great. It looks like a panel out of a comic book. Um, every aspect of it, you have these sort of like 2D sprites that turn with you. It's just, it's really well done. The music would like, it's like kind of a cool, like space, like each of the ships have their own kind of theme. So like if you're in the big luxury ship, it's a little more classy. And you're like going in, you're getting all this loot because of it. Yeah. Yeah. And the different ship types. Yeah. I love moments where it's like if I had the right gun and it was upgraded and like it'd be one of those types of guns where you lob something in the room and it just fucks up everything. Yeah. So you'd like see in the window and you'd be like, oh, that room's going to be trouble. Wait a minute. No, I've got this gun. You just open the door, close the door and be like, they're all getting fucked up in yes. there. Yes. Yeah. It, the, cu- I, the customization tree is great because uh, the guns are so varied. So you, you basically had like three weapon slots. You had like a main gun, a side gun, and then like an explosive, like a grenade or whatever. Um, and they're all so different from each other, and they really let you pick what you wanted to go after, and I thought their tech tree upgrade of, like, uh, mark the next item you want, and it will point Mm -hmm. you literally in that direction. So if you just want to upgrade the, like, the laser gun that shoots through windows, which, like, I did, you could just 
make your next run about finding that one yeah. upgrade and really just stick with it. It's very smart about how it guides you and how you want to spend your time in it. Like, it is not making you do a lot of, like, you know, wasted time bullshit, you yeah. know, in between, like, each run. Like, it it, know, it knows where you want to get in and where you want to get at, what you want to do, and it lets you do that pretty easily. And it does have some of that roguelike bullshit of just, like, the random elements that can really fuck you over yes. on a run, but they... It's not too much, like the space right. pirates. I never the... got mad at them. Like no. when they happened, it was like, okay, fuck, I'm dealing with this now. Yeah. That's fine. And you know, maybe this isn't the run, but hey, you know, I'll I'll, I'll deal with this and, and see if I can get better at it. Yeah, I'll, I'll make sure to bring a, a a torpedo with me next time so I can shoot off the the pirates that are following me. Or yeah. Whatever. Oh fuck. I feel like I ended up kind of liking the idea of this game more than the game. Yeah, I'm like, kind of with you. I, I, I thought that I was going to play a lot more of this game than I ended up playing. I was like, this is really cool and. Then I played it for an afternoon or three. Yeah, I like, I, yeah, okay. Same. I, I loved everything about it for about three hours or so. And then I th- it's really like, I think just the proc gen level layout feeling kind of generic and the just sort of nature of what you were doing is just a lot of looting cabinets. And, yeah, it's I mean, definitely it not a game that like changes up much. You know, you know what? Yeah. Here's, here, and this is maybe this isn't fair, but I some somebody gave me the impression that this was going to be like a roguelike system shock. Meaning, oh wow. Uh, well, I mean, in terms of playstyle, like potential, like oh, not uh, like okay. oh, there's going to be a bunch of hacking and a bunch of stealth and a bunch oh, of action, and like I can decide how I want to approach all this I shit. Think. And then I got in there and I was like, this is more like a '90s shooter, corridor shooter. <laughs> Maybe I'm remembering wrong, but were there members of the System Shock team that were on this? Because I, I don't, I feel like I heard so. System Shock mentioned this, in the same breath. As this this came, yeah. out, I'm pretty sure this came out of the Boston area. Okay, and there may have been. I, I hope I'm not talking about my ass here. Right? Yeah. There might have been. It could just be that there's some some association there. Yeah, but I mean more in terms of gameplay style. Like, yeah, I thought yeah, that. Yeah. I, thought, I just thought there was going to be more variety to the action, and instead it's like pretty straightforward corridor shooting. Yeah. I think for me, and it's, looting cabinets. Yeah, it felt. I felt the variety in like upgrading the weapons, like people said. But I think also in going to a ship and be like, okay, I know all the lights are out on this. So like, yes, I'm going into looting cabinets. But there was sort of a risk reward for me that I liked to get to weigh each time of like, do I even want to go on the ship? It's all big bad guys. Like, I have a pretty good amount of food. Like, I'll risk it and go to the next one and hope it's better. Yeah. Like, I, I really enjoyed that aspect of like choosing if it was worth that, it. That reminds me, me of the, the whole kind of FTL aspect of it of like, yes. yeah, like there's resource management. It's like, yeah. oh, maybe I'll just pass this up because I'm pretty loaded for bear already. Yeah. Like that, that stuff was cool. Or like, I have a lot of money, but I have no food. Like, what's the priority for me right now? I, 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 I don't know. I really enjoyed it. I found it really satisfying. Um, and it felt it it stayed fresh for me. The loop was really enjoyable. Yeah, I'll say that. Like, I, I don't think any one aspect of that game feels like super ambitious in any major way. But like, yeah. I think it does all the things it's doing it, like from pretty well to really great. Yeah. And yeah. I think that that all those things work together in such a way that it was just like it was intoxicating enough. You know, yeah. like I got what I wanted out of it, and it was enough to keep me going. You know, in a game mm. where I never. Mm. Games like that, I inevitably bounce off of all the time because mm. at some point I just realize I'm not getting making actually making progress. I'm just making the same run over and over and over again and just not getting further. This one I wanted to keep getting better at and keep developing and keep trying to get better, and I did. I eventually got you know got through the whole thing. Uh, I agree, the ending is a little uh, jarring, but yeah. at the same time, I had fun the whole <laughs> way through it. Me too. Yeah. Do they gate a lot of the variety behind the major milestones? Because I think. I'm pretty I sure think I... how it works is I think there are different like levels and layers to sort of the space system. So you can start to move down and they okay. get more challenging yeah. or you have bigger enemies or, you know, hard, more difficult ships. And then you can choose to like be like, I'm getting fucked up down here and move up. Yeah. Um, if, like, if I remember, I got like 
90% of the way through the ship where you get the ID card, you know, which is like the first major objective, mm-hmm. and died. Yeah. And I think it sends you back like multiple ships, right? I mean, yeah, and yeah. the objectives were always just like, get this nonsense Yeah, I think that's, that's what yeah. killed it for me was like I got to the finish line of the first big thing that was going to let me move on to the next area and then died and mm. was going to have to play through like three levels to get back up to that again. Oh, you're going yeah. to do that a lot yes, more. Yes, yeah. Yeah. yes. And that it's always is like what the, that game is. The next objective is always like as exciting as the ID card. Like that's almost yeah. like one of the jokes. Like, go yeah. get this printer copy. You thing need or whatever. HR to sign off on it. Yeah, yeah, a form yeah. or something. Yeah. 